Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Next Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday night, May 20. Monday night. It's Tuesday night, May 29th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. What See? Exactly. I'm off my game. It's a Tuesday show. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, go Knights Go. That's why we had no show yesterday. It was not the holiday, everybody. No, 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 no. It was not the Memorial Day holiday that caused us to not have a show yesterday. We work through all the holidays here at Pulp Mix. But um, it was game one of the Stanley Cup finals that uh, I had to attend with my wife. And uh, so we went, and uh, hence uh, the Tuesday show. And uh, it's cool to see a Stanley Cup Finals game in your hometown, I got to say. And uh, it was awesome. So the Knights won. So we are on a Tuesday and looking forward to having you people on. 702-586-7857. Give us a call if something on your mind about Glenn Helen. Just happened. Round two of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. Lots to talk about when it comes to the Helen. Lots to uh, break down and discuss, including... Some people out there talking about a perfect season for Eli Tomac, and we will get into that. Uh, Star Racing uh, Yamaha's Justin Cooper will join us. I think through the first four motos that this kid, we kind of forgot about him because he got hurt in Supercross early. Through the first four motos, this kid has been a real surprise. Uh, he will join us tonight on the show. Also, too, uh, Jared Stanky, Stank Dog, the Red Bull Straight Rhythm winner, will join us. He is on a two-stroke, although it's on a 250 now. So we love Stank Dog, and we uh, will have him on. Hashtag Lobster Claws. Also on the show, the great outdoors videos. You all know it. You've all watched them. I'm in some of them. And uh, there's a new one out. And uh, we'll have Troy Adamitis on the show tonight to talk about that and uh, much more. And we'll promise to not bring up Fresno Smooth too much, if at all. Also, Geico Honda's Jeremy Martin will join us, a late addition to the show, but J-Mart will come on and talk about his Glen Helen, third overall on the day for him, and uh, passing his brother had to feel pretty sweet as well. Jason Thomas will join us, uh, of course, at some point. we got a gear out like Cold Call. We might call a certain factory Yamaha rider. Uh, that started this weekend at Glen Helen with that. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, and Pro Filter. Has joined the show. Uh, also, too, we're going to have the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment. We are going to have the X Brand Goggle Tear Off segment. We are going to have the Gear Alloy Cold Call and the Race Tech Rant of the Night. Uh, we're going to give away some stuff, too, so just uh, call in if you want. Maybe we're going to give something away. Maybe not. Thank you to everybody on Facebook Live, Racer X Online. New kids on the block. My wife is there showing you. Go, Knights, go. And uh, so thank you to RacerX Facebook, and if you're watching, you see me, the good-looking guy in the uh, same shirt I was wearing the hockey game yesterday, I just realized. And also here, um, 
the man, the myth, the legend, uh, lead singer of the main event, uh, host of Race Day Live, owner of Eagle Grit Hand Care, main event moto podcasts. He won an arena cross title. He rode for Geico Honda. He wore baggy gear in a supercross. Daniel Blair is back. I did not wear baggy gear. It was actually in the boot gear. Everyone's got that mixed up. Go back I to 04. I swear you ran the baggy gear. No, it was special made, new, more moderate edition LBZ gear that went inside the boot. But I did have a studded belt. <laughs> okay, so, right, so my- <laughs> we had to keep it somewhat real. Uh, but no, it was not baggy. I was wrong on the baggy okay. stuff, but I forgot about the studded belt. That's right. That's uh, right. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. It's a big night for me, actually. Why? Why this is it a big is, night? This is the start of my attempt at winning a pulpy campaign oh it is oh yeah yeah, it's my first one of the year yeah um i've been working on a game plan for this i'm gonna talk dirty tonight so kiefer i'm coming for you (laughs) yeah yeah you got Um, Yeah. who else am i competing who's a regular Uh, um berlutz in that category Yikes! I'm gonna have a tough time with that <laughs> one. I, I'm gonna have to go win a. I'm gonna have to go win a Supercross. David uh, Villeman is in the category. I feel like Adam Cincerello will be in the uh, less frequent co-host category, uh, but he was great. Um, but yeah, um, I'm gonna make a run at it. Yeah. I'm going for it. Tonight's the night. I'm, I'm launching my campaign. I'd like to officially announce this is the start. This is the start of, of my pulpy um, uh, campaign. I'm just glad you're paying attention to outdoors. That's all. I'm glad. I, I, I did. Mean, for you, I actually watched the races twice. <laughs> thank you. Just to make sure I knew what I was talking about. Because normally you. I watch them once, right. and it's usually in the background. I kind of... Listen, you, you're a pro racer, so I want to ask you, how bad is it to do filters, air filters? Like, how bad is that? It's clean air filters. Second worst thing about dirt bikes. Changing tires, number one. Filters, okay. number Filter. two. Uh, do you know there's a real option for guys like you to never clean an air filter again? Think about that. Never clean an air filter again uh-huh you're listening I, oh I'm, I'm what do you what are you getting at uh if you haven't heard of pro filter maybe it's been roosted on maybe you've been roosted too many times pro filter has been an active in the industry for a decade and makes top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes street bikes side by sides and everything in between sold through power sports dealers nationwide pick up a pre-oiled ready-to-use filter or high quality premium air filter for your next uh service Pulp MX listeners can get a 35% discount from Maxima's website by entering Pulp MX35 at checkout. These are just one, two, three time use filters and throw them away. Toss them, put them in the garbage. Yep, and get new ones. I, and at a reasonable price. I happen to have a filter sponsor for my podcast as well. Okay. And they do a similar thing. Okay. They, in I, fact, I, in, they invented it. But I, I am not, I, I, I'm I, not I, familiar I, with anything that you say with any other podcast. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, Pro Filter is on board. Thanks to those guys. They're sold through MaximaUSA.com. And, uh, again, thanks to everybody for uh, the support of those guys. And, uh, yeah, man, we're going to give some stuff away at some point. Um, maybe, uh, you know, talk some Glenn Helen. Uh, like I said, Jeremy Martin's on the show. That's good. Yeah, we're Justin buddies. Cooper. Me and J-Mart. Yeah, you, you and J-Mart have... We have... Uh, do you have beef or not? <laughs> no, none, but, no beef? but okay. still. He, um, he, caused, he caused some bad things for me. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, I had a week this year in Supercross that was a bad week for me, yeah. and it was his fault. Right. And I'm going to talk to him about it, because I, I, I think I deserve an apology. I think you do, too. I do. Yeah. We'll get to yeah. that. Uh, also, taking your calls over there in the corner, holding things down, fixing the website uh, when it was broken there for a second. Hopefully working on the Pulp Mex app real soon. Travis Marks. What would you do without me? Curl up in a ball and cry. As long as you recognize that, I think we're good. Bro, can we talk Pulp Mex fantasy for a second? Sure. Oh my God, was it a bad weekend. 
<laughs> for so many of us. There were, it was uh, so bad. There were a lot of people that were pretty upset with some riders. Josh um, Moseman. Yeah. You qualified and then didn't make the gate. Now I think I'm, that was the biggest one. I, you hurt your shoulder, and I'm sorry for your shoulder. I hope it's fine, but you can fuck off. <laughs> like, seriously. I had people emailing me thinking something was wrong with the site because he wasn't on there yeah, wasn't as, the, listed. as the race was going on. Austin Forkner let us down. McElrath let us down. Dylan Merriam, you didn't finish a second moto. You had a rough week, I take it. <laughs> you, you know who did good? Who? Alex Ray. Our guy Alex Ray did come through. I did none not. Of you, none pick of you him. picked him. No faith. I did not pick him. Pulled I just through for me. I saw the upside down cartwheel, Daniel of, <laughs> of Alex Ray. I didn't even have to see that. I probably wouldn't have picked him either. But I am proud of him. I think that was a great ride. Yeah. Uh, both motos for different reasons. Yeah. But going in, I would have probably been a little cautious on that pick as well. <laughs> Blair comes in. He's looking at the results. He knows A Ray's on the show a lot. He knows we're tight with him. And Blair goes. How do you get that deal? <laughs> Question number one. I, and, but I didn't ask it in a way like no, that. I just no, I want to know how he got the deal. What? I'm happy for him. I've known him since he was a little kid, so I, yeah, I was pumped. I didn't know this story, but yeah. Yeah, I've known him since uh, he was just a wee lad in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for the results. I think he rode great yeah. for different reasons in the yeah. two motos, and that's that's rad. But I've just, well, I didn't know the, the, how it happened, you know, how it went from... Pulp MX Fantasy. He rescued those people, but a lot of... I did really bad, and there's no drop rounds. Sometimes you got to do like he does. Send it. Just lick the stamp Just and send, send it. Send it. Yep. No faith. Well, thanks, Harry. I, I mean, Forkner and McElrath was picked by a lot of people. So was Moseman, I guess. So you know, it's like I, I'm I along with a group of you people. I'm I, I feel all your pain, and uh, um, so Pulp Mix Fantasy. Did not go well for, for, for me or for a number of people this weekend. You know what did go well, though, uh, Daniel, is Eli Tomax, Glenn Helen. I don't know where he found those lap times late in that second moto. Like, you're a racer. Glenn Helen's gnarly. Was he cutting the track? I don't know, because I, I said I watched it twice. He, he and hit overdrive, man. Yeah, you know what it is? And I don't know if this is, like, some kind of a strategic approach with him, but he seemed to be just pretty chill, and then when it like mattered, and at the end he like turned it up. And yeah. I think for him, once he got into the lead in both of them, uh-huh. it wasn't like okay, I'm going to ride this in now. It's like okay, now I'm going to I got to make sure I double digit win these motos because <laughs> he yeah that's when he turned it on. And it seems like the end. You know how everyone's in survival mode. Yeah. He almost looked at the last few laps as okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to throw in the afterburners just to make a statement. I, I feel like those were statement laps, um, and they were. I mean, dude, come on. It, he's on a roll to start. It's four for four. And he's killing him. So 20, Anderson, to go, 20 to go. Anderson rode well. Uh, you know, you can't really fault Anderson. Yes, he dropped his times off a little bit, but he's human. You know what I mean? He was gone. He, he, he probably thought, well, I got eight seconds on Eli with uh, three or four minutes left, uh, five, five or six minutes left. I should be good here. He didn't count on Eli dropping his times by that much. No, he did not. And I, I, I don't know if, again, strategically, maybe he saw that and goes, I got this. I can put in, if I just click off some solid laps, the gap's big Anderson, enough. Anderson, you're talking. Yeah, yeah Anderson. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. he probably looked at it, and because these riders, believe it or not, they really do know where everyone else is. They he, do. He's yeah. aware. Yeah. So he's probably looking at it going, okay, I got this. If I just click off my 90% laps to finish this thing out, I'm going to win this moto. Yeah. And then once Eli starts coming on, it's hard to, like, put, put into overdrive for it's him. 30 you know minutes, what I mean? yeah. 30 minutes yeah. in, you're going to be like, but... Listen, uh, Eli is fantastic. 1-1. He swept both motos, but 
stop with the perfect season talk. Like I heard, I got this on Twitter. Jason Wygant was bringing it up in the post race video. Stop it. We've had a year and a half of Eli being Eli. Apparently, you don't realize who you brought in tonight. I am the leader of the twenty four zero. You are. Brigade. Oh, I called it last year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just off on the year. Okay. Um, so I'm the leader of the crew. If you're out there, you believe 24 no, just we're on the same team. I'll, okay. I'll be the, the, I'll be the, the tip of the spear on this one. Uh, Eli's it, going 24 no, Steve. It, he's not. He's not. I, honestly, financially, if I had to put money on it, I'd say no. But I, yeah. but I think it's fun to talk about because the potential to do it is there. He's the best guy by yeah. far. <laughs> but we got to go off history. History says something's going to happen, right? We've had a year and a half of Eli making mistakes, the odd mistakes here and there, things that he should just kill it. And you're like, wait, huh? And, and so that is why I cannot stand this 24-0 talk. It is way too early for that. Don't when, even... it, when is it not too early? When Red will you... Redbud. Okay, so you get to Redbud and he still hasn't lost. You're 12 for 12? Then we'll recognize that Let's it's possible. Let's start talking. Until then, shut up. I don't want to hear it. Eli doesn't want to hear it. Kawasaki doesn't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And so, yeah, exactly. It's over, bro. It's not. Don't start with the twenty-four and zero. Don't at me on Twitter. Don't talk to me on Twitter about. How it. about twelve and zero overalls? Uh, okay, I might go with that. So but, you'll, you'll but, but, maybe take the bait on twelve and zero. Uh, even that. We just we've had a year and a half of Eli being Eli. He makes mistakes. He should be a three-time champion right now, going to grab his fourth title in two years. Correct. A hundred percent correct. Correct. Yes. Thank you. You know why he's not. Because of his mistakes. That's well, why. Well, and I'll tell you this. Nobody's beating him. Nobody can beat him. And here's the thing. In those four motos, he's put himself in some pretty bad positions that he's been able to overcome. You can't get away with that forever. If he doesn't get the starts figured out pretty quick, yeah. one of those yeah. starts is going to no, bite he doesn't, him. That's it, where it's going to get him. We saw the greats in Supercross this year really help him out. He really got adapted to those quickly. Stop it. He's not going to do it. That's the Race Tech Rant of the Night. Racetech.com. <laughs> Pubamex Show uh, 18 is the code. Get your suspension looked at. Get your oil changed. Uh, thanks to the folks at Race Tech for all of that. That d- Stop with the perfect season, okay? I'm getting pissed off. And why can't it's like, hey, man, hey, Eli, you got the perfect season, man. I'm just like, stop it. Like, even Eli's like, no, no, you don't go for it. Well, he don't want to hear it. He don't want to hear that right now. That's it's ridiculous. It's silly, but yeah, it's, it's still stupid. But it's happening. 702-586-7857. Give us a call if you got to talk about something. Stank Dog's coming on tonight. I know uh, him. Yeah, you know him well. Yep. Um, uh, Zach Osborne uh, held on to the number one plate, or the red plate, tied with Aaron Plessinger this weekend after a couple of crashes. Uh, AP is a guy, Daniel, that you've kind of, I don't want to say you've been on him for a while, sexually-wise, and I don't wanna, definitely don't want to go there, but you've been on him, like, as a, I guess a, a guy who can do this. Now, I yeah. have too been, but I feel like you really, for a while, have been an Aaron Plessinger guy. I've been the leader of that team too i'm a big believer in him and what he's proving at least in supercross is that he kind of figured out how to not blow it and i think that was the one thing missing has he have you have you ever questioned his speed no no have you ever questioned his fitness no starts consistency have been an issue in his career a little bit whatever this year in supercross I feel like he figured that out. The starts were better, more consistently better. And then he didn't really blow any. He had some races where he wasn't on fire, but he learned to kind of not be on fire, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm a big believer in him because I think he's got everything that it takes to not only be a 250 champ, 
But I think he's got the tools to be a yeah. 450 guy. I, yeah. I, I really yeah. do. I actually yeah. think he's going to be better when he moves up. Yeah. Um, he, he he was – look, he's, he's an East Coast guy. Right. Glenn Helen is not his place. He, right. he told told me that after the race. He's like, I can't believe I, I, I you know did this here. And and to, for him to come out of the first two California runs tied for the red plate? Nah, he Like, was... dude, at high point, it's coming up. Oh, yeah. I, 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 we get some mud races – Oh yeah, then you're then you're in trouble. Well, the deeper the ruts, and see, Glen Helen is not a ruddy track. No. It's a burmy stand yeah. drift around kind of yeah. thing. It's not yeah. his forte. When everyone kind of overreacts, yeah. he like loves the track. He's like the worse the better. Yeah. Um. So for him to be doing this good early, and like I said, if you're Osborne or you're Jmart, who you're probably at least in your own mind thinking this this is mine, right? Yeah. yeah. I would be concerned with Plessinger again, not because of Glen Helen, because that we've seen him have days where he's incredible. I'd be concerned that he figured things out indoor yeah. because I think he can carry that now to outdoor. He knows how yeah. to not blow it, yeah. and that's yeah. I'd be more he, concerned with him because of what he's figured out early his, in the year. His Achilles heel has been that one bad race or that crash or whatever. You know, he did it this year in San Diego a little bit in Supercross, but he's just that that switch has been flipped. I think, like yeah. I, honestly, like look, Osborne may still win this title. Like he's still gnarly. Osborne's yeah. gnarly. Jamos gnarly. But I think Aaron Plessinger has figured it out, whatever it is. Yeah. And he will, barring an injury, this thing is going down to the wire and he's in it. Well, and for him, again, it's a lot like Eli. With, it's the reverse. Eli's been putting himself in bad positions and kind of overcoming him. In the 250 class, I don't think you can get away with that as much. You saw Glenn Helen first yeah. moto was, yeah. dude, it was a freight train. No one moved for how yeah. long. Weird how gnarly and rough Glenn Helen is, and it was no passing going on. The inside well, berms, the inside outside berms. And I, I said I watched it twice because I was confused of that too. Yeah. And I think it was a little bit of the layout. It was a lot of switchback nineties, which doesn't that doesn't yep. really lend to to good racing. Um, and it seemed like the main line led to the main line a lot. Where yep. I think with track design, you want to make the good line hard to get to, and it didn't do that. Yep. That and the first moto seemed kind of smooth. For the, the second moto was yeah. way more Glen yeah. Helen. First yeah. moto, didn't you guys say on the review show where the weather was yeah. weird yeah. in the morning? Yeah, weather was, there was some rain and everything. And, I think and it just seemed it, like so, yeah. everyone was ripping the first yeah. one, and no one was. I mean, right. I, I think that the best way to kind of spread the field out and make things happen is to cause mistakes. And yeah. that usually a rough track will make mistakes happen. Yep. The first moto, no one was making mistakes because yep. it was too good. Um, um, and that kind of held it back. Do you uh, feel. So, knowing what we just talked about the track. I was talking to somebody yesterday, uh, and they were yeah, – I'm all mixed up. feels like Monday, but it's Tuesday. Right. But Monday was a hockey game. Anyways, somebody was like, hey, that the track helped Roxon lead those laps. Just like J-Mark couldn't get by Cooper, and we saw you know a few different things like that, and we'll talk to J-Mark coming up here shortly. I don't feel that way, though. I feel like Kenny – I feel like Eli was like, hey, I'm going to ride behind this dude. I know his arm's sore. He faded like crazy in Hangtown. It should be any moment now where I'm going to get by this guy. And, and to Kenny's credit, he held him up. I don't feel like the track uh, – I feel like that was a straight-up great ride by Roxon. I'll go with you on that. I don't know if the track would help or hurt the cause. Because, yeah, I mean, what's his main issue right now? Just time on the bike, conditioning probably yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. I think uh, – how about just give credit to the fact that Roxon's a freak, dude. He's, he's <laughs> badass. And when he gets out front and his adrenaline takes over and he's got a clear track yeah. – how about we, for 20 minutes, he can be pretty incredible, because he is. I, 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 I won't, we you we know. talked about him coming, getting back to 100% by Redbud. It might be a lot earlier. 
again, I think it's a scenario of him being out front. I don't think he would have rode that well if he started in sixth because yeah, he would have yeah. been around guys more yeah. and he would have been having to go in lines that maybe he got to. OK, maybe the track did help in a sense that he got to ride the good line with no one in his way. He got to kind of control that ended up yeah. biting him. Tomac ended up getting him from Ken yeah. kind of sticking stubbornly to a few lines that he liked. Um, but for the most part, I would say the environment of being out front, he wasn't in a battle. I mean, he, he they never battled. Eli was behind mm-hmm. him the whole time. So he got to ride the way he wanted to. And when he has that freedom, I mean, he's Ken Rocks and he's awesome. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. I think it could come quicker. Um, but maybe a tougher track or a worse start would have made things a little weirder for me. It right. was just, a, it was a good, yeah. in, it was a lot of variables that really helped. And Ben, what a flash though. I mean, that gives it's us a, hope, right? It's another reason why Tomac's not going undefeated is the 94. Well, and that's my question for you. Say Eli, okay, say Eli throws one away and does like that, right? right? I feel like Jim Hawley right now. I know. Well, that's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm tossing you yeah. one right now. Yeah. You're ready for yeah, the yeah. lob? Yeah. Danielson. Okay. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Steve. Yes. <laughs> Uncle Steve Slice. Danielson. Um, Okay, so say Eli was to make a mistake, blow it, whatever, guy gets a win, whatever. Is there anyone in the field, and if there is, who would be the first guy to beat Eli straight up? Marvin. You think Mar- so Marvin. you think Marvin would be the guy yeah, who yeah. could get out front? Glenn Helen go- wasn't Marv's track. Too no, no, gnarly. not at all. Yeah, he's not going to do that. It wasn't a, a track where you could be creative enough, no, I don't think. No. He, he had to battle it yeah. out too much. But, see, I think Ken is the guy that can beat him one-on-one for 35. Not yet. Not yet, yeah, but, but yeah, he would be yeah. the one. I don't think Marvin can go 35 one-on-one without Eli blowing it. Well, so, okay. Uh, yes, I agree with you, but it's not going to be a while for Ken till he's able to do that. And Marvin could do it this weekend in Lakewood, a track he rides very well. And we're not going to have a perfect season, so there we go. Okay. That's it. That's it's that's already you know, stamped. What, the best part so. is, this is good, and and I've heard the discussions out there, and I agree. The 450 class is it's pretty tough past the top. But the, the if you put four, your if you put your LBZ studded belt on right now, you were on a bike a couple weeks ago. <laughs> how long until you're in the top 20? <laughs> I've never been in the top 20 when I was in my prime. So that's <laughs> there are no. No possibility that that would happen. But back to my point, <laughs> yeah. I think the top four, to, there's still some good stuff. Anderson, good Sakamoto. That tells yeah. me that, hey, he's going to be in there fighting. Yeah. Baggett has been underwhelming, but he's going to figure it out. I mean, he, come he on. I think so. He had no grip, that whole second moto, by the way. No grip. Really? Daniel. Nothing. Did he throw it at Eli on the first lap? No, or so? <laughs> when he crashed, when he crashed up the hill on the second moto. Oh, and he got ran over yeah. like his back, right? Yeah, by yeah. Barsha, yeah. which was an incredible save, by the way, by Barsha. But, but um, Eli had, or Baggett had no grip, so imagine going down those hills just holding on the bar. It's impressive. Yeah. Um, but the top five to six guys, there's still enough there to give me hope that we're going to see some good racing up front, especially if Eli keeps getting these like double-digit starts. I mean, yeah. it's going to be good. Roxon showed me that, hey, there, there's hope, and the hope is it's pretty soon. I think he's going to be really good. Give him, yeah. give him what? What do we got? What do we have? Lakewood, and then the break, uh, right? Break, and then the break, and then high point. Yep. And then I see, wow. I, I see it more often. It I, was very cool to see the ninety four oh, up yeah. front and leading oh, laps yeah. and everything. And and I, I, I guarantee you, if you hooked up Eli to a to a lie detector, he'd be like, I didn't think Kenny had that in him that long. I think you when he got, I mean? in fact, when I when he got to him, I think he figured there's no point in doing anything wild. Yeah. I'm going to get the guy, and yeah. then he went. Wow, like, oh, we're, wait, wait. We're, we're kind of in this thing. He's probably looking at his pit board going, wait, we're at 20? Yeah, 20? We're okay, okay, I'm kind of a little concerned. But then right, again, right, I, right. if I'm Eli, I don't know if yeah. I would have sat there like that because yeah. don't give Roxon any more confidence than he already has. Like, yeah. I, I would have yeah. tried to zap him quick, but um, Ken probably saw that and went, 
All right, yeah. you're you're not uh, that uh, great. Yeah, I'm gonna get you in a few weeks, yeah, but yeah, exactly. uh, we'll see. You know how these elite guys are. There's a lot of head games too. My it's game all and, head games, you know. man. Uh, Zach, you got a question for Daniel Blair? Yes, I do. Um, first, though, Steve, I was wondering if you could do me a favor and ask Troy why the hell they made a movie based around Fresno because I live here and ain't shit going on around here. Uh, I, you know what? I think that was the idea why they did that. They're just like, where is the one place that's not cool? It's Fresno. All right, we're gonna put our movie there. That that makes sense. I think I might agree with that. Yep. Um, but uh, Daniel, I was wondering if you and or Evan will be at Little Oki this Friday. No, we will be there in a couple weeks. So I would have to look at my phone and see. I have and Steve. Don't even. I don't even want to hear you. But I got my son's schedule all planned out for the entire summer, like where we're racing. Oh wow. Yeah. Don't the don't go there. Oh, but. Wow. Um, Jesus. Let me see when it is. June fifteenth. You're out of your mind, dude. June fifteenth will be uh, shit dude. going on with those guys. And speak serious shit going on with those guys. That's Tony, right? So June fifteenth, we're gonna do Little Oki, and then we're gonna go down to Milestone and hit Tony's series uh, June sixteenth. We're gonna hit Tony's series, right? And then right. you know, geez. and then Loretta's. All right, no. all right, Zach. Yeah, that's that's the story with Daniel Blair. All right, then. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks See for calling. Appreciate it. Uh, you were back on a bike for the first time in three years? Let's, three years. Let's, yeah. Let's. Whose bike was it? Uh, my buddy Dan's. Okay. He, uh, he's got a Cali 450, and I go out to Riverfront up in uh, Marysville with my son all the time, and I've been having the itch to just just to ride for fun. I did literally 10 laps, like, and I got people hitting me up, dude, you're back. Like, right on. No. Yeah. We're probably going three more years till I do it again. Yeah, like, yeah. it was fun, <laughs> but my back hurt the next day. Um, the oh, thought yes, of, like, yes. changing oil and filters, nah, I'm I'm good. It was a it was a one-day deal. What gear? Had did, some you, fun. did you put your old gear on, or did you have gear? Dude, you, did you have stuff? I have all brand-new fly stuff. Come on, now. I'm <laughs> but, still... But, but I, won them a champion. I won them a championship, all right? Just in once, case... Once a champion, always a champion in a fly family. No, they gave... So, fly I sent me, I got boots, pants, jersey, hell, I'm the full line, I got my Scott goggles, they've been sitting there for a long time, right. and I pulled them out, broke the boots in, yeah. and did t- about 10 laps, and uh, dude, I, it what, was fun, look, it was super look, fun. I, I am nowhere near your level, but I, I've been back riding, and people really love it. They love it. I know. It's like back off. They're a bunch of rabid dogs. And when you ride, they're like, "When you ride again? When you ride again? You gonna ride again? Where are you gonna ride? You gonna ride? You gonna ride? You gonna... Like back off, like Kiefer too. Fuck off, Kiefer. Like it's. I got it. I'm trying to ride. Okay? Yeah. And, like, and the best part is, is the people that were there that I know, they're like, "Dude, you looked really good." Yeah. And I'm like, I, I used all my strength and energy to look somewhat cool. <laughs> I was not going very fast at all. I was yeah. terrified. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, it was three years, not to the day, but almost three years since I'd ridden a big bike. And straight up, it was fun. It, it like brought back great feelings, but as far as it like sparking something, yeah. no, yeah. absolutely not. I'm well moved on from that. Uh, Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. There's a little uh, widget there. Go there, click on that, take you to Amazon, make a purchase, and we get a small slice of that. Uh, and we uh, we thank you guys for that. Also, to the Pulpamex app. Marks? The app. You can go there to the store. Buy it. Hopefully, there's an update coming. Yeah, one of these days. You know, (laughs) customer service is not what it used to be. It's pretty open ended, right there. Customer service is not what it used to be. Listen, Uh, Patreon. Listen, what? If you want to pay me to, I did did pay you. I paid you for the app. I paid you for the app, and it was for updates as well. No, the the, the, the cash was exchanged. Will you give me updates? Yes, and then there was a cash. And what did I say? What did I say? I I don't remember. You just said there'll be updates. I I gave you. Uh, what did I say? Cheap, 
quality. You don't even know what you're, you said. And something else. You get to pick two. What'd you pick? I, I don't know. I just want the map. I, I paid for a service, and I just would like it back. And just it he's radio. being he's being absolutely ridiculous. It's been a long time, and I've been busy. You think I, I don't know. have a life or what? I know, but it's been a while for our listeners. That's, Some people are getting, you know, they're. It's cool that it's not updated right away, but it's. I'm not even going to go into this anymore. Uh, Daniel Blair was asking me before the show. How much longer you're going to do this for this producing job of Pulp MX? I wasn't like questioning. No, like, no. Yeah, yeah, it no. depends on how you treat me. Right. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't saying it like in a back. I wasn't saying like you need to go or anything. I was just saying like yeah. how long are we going right. to more are we going to put up a Steve? Like it was more on yeah. your. I'm on your side, bro. How long are you going <laughs> to chew that gum for? Yeah, that's that's real good. Um, Sounds great. Can we get J Mart on the show? Can we sure. get J Mart? Okay, thank you. Let's get to that. Pulp MX app, please buy it. It works for probably forty percent of you out there. It'll work fine, right? What happened? What happened to the other sixty percent? Well, I don't know. There's some issues where people are having, so I'm trying to figure out if it's an operating system or a phone or like. Okay, it's probably more like eighty percent. Eighty percent? Yeah. Okay, eighty percent of you people. Forty percent. I, I don't. I don't know the numbers. You're smarter about this computer stuff. Coder. Computer guy. Travis Marks. See, that's what he's got on you. Is that he what? knows, so he can like play it off like it's a lot harder than it is. He's like, oh, dude, yeah, dude this is yeah, bad, dude. Because you don't know. Yeah, dude, this is ten hours. Meanwhile, really? yeah. meanwhile it's a, it's a, it's a, it's Control Alt Delete or something. Right, right. Uh, J Mark coming up on the show uh, shortly. Uh, hey, I want to ask uh, you. I want to talk to you about Arena Cross. It's gone. Okay. I want to talk to you about the Amateur Days. That's going okay. on. Um, I want to talk to you about riding again. I did that. Talk to you about Eagle Grid as well. Uh, Stank Dog. Is Stank Dog mad? You think that Chris Aldridge is stealing some two-stroke thunder from him? My guess, knowing Stank Dog yeah. as well as I do, is that he doesn't give a rat's ass. He does he know who anything. Chris Aldridge would be? Oh yeah, yeah no, because okay, they're okay. Pacific Northwest. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. no, he knows him. Okay. And knowing Stank, he probably's pumped on him. I don't. He Stank Dog doesn't care about a lot. Uh, no, he does. Stank but, Dog's a nihilist, but not like that. He's not like a. A bitter kind of guy. He's probably like sick. He, I don't think it affects him okay. one bit. He's cool. Uh, Daniel Blair on the show brought to you by Roost MX. No way. I wasn't going to do that. Vortex. Vortex uh, Racing. Email Jake at vortexracing.com. Official bars and sprockets of the GPF Cowie team uh, Yamaha with Alex Ray and Justin Barsha. They use Vortex Racing sprockets on the back of their bikes. The V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition. Uh, and please check out vortexracing.com. Uh, they've been a big part of us for a long time. And any kind of products you need from them. They've got a lot of different things from bars and sprockets and uh, chains as well. Great chains. Um, and uh, they'll help you out for Vortex Racing. That's uh, They bring you Daniel Blair tonight, Vortex Racing. If Daniel, if you want to sprocket for your kid, you want to add a couple teeth to the back, Vortex will have you covered. Again, I have my own sponsor for my show, so... I don't know this show. I don't yeah. know this show you speak of. No. So, um, uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question for Jeremy Martin or for Daniel Blair, who is... Uh, don't forget, Daniel Blair, uh, one of the things I didn't say was you're, you're the Fox Sports guy on TV at Supercross Races. You host the no. post-race press conferences. I, I do mean, a lot of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do. You're very busy. Uh, speaking of the post-race press conferences, though. Uh, oh, God. Uh, really? Yeah, let's go right into, into this guy, and you can hash out your beef with him. Oh, okay, good. Uh, Jeremy Martin, welcome to the show. How are you, J Mart? Hey, what's going on, boys? Nothing, man. Thank you for the time. Uh, Daniel Blair is in studio here, and you have caused him. Well, go ahead, Daniel. Well, before we get started, Jeremy, I just want to make sure 
we're going to watch our language today, right, on the show? <laughs> Is that okay? I think, we can, I think we can be a little bit more vulgar. No, vulgar see, it, see, that's the thing. It's, it, it's, a, it's offensive to me. I like to keep it clean. Um, let's, can, we, can we make that agreement right now? I, just, I don't need any more YouTube. Bitch. I don't need no more YouTube comments um, thanks to you, yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, you really caused them a lot of problems, J-Mart. I know. I didn't. I didn't realize you get that bad, but he got absolutely roasted. <laughs> <laughs> you, you redid. I liked it. It was good. I, I, I approve by that. By the way, um, hey, thanks for coming on again. Appreciate it, Jeremy Martin from Geico Honda. Hey, I sense uh, in your in our post race talk uh, some frustration with you with the uh, with the track, and you weren't alone. The inside outside uh, ruts or berms that they put in the turns. It there wasn't a lot of passing going on. It was a weird Glen Helen, right? Yeah, it was for sure. Like, I think, I mean, I was definitely really frustrated because I sat behind Justin Cooper for like 30 plus. Yeah, you did. The whole first moto, and I was like blowing my brains out. And I'm like, <laughs> I get up on him and I try to make a pass. But, you know, the star bike is fast and it was just good enough to where like everything I tried, I just, I just didn't have an answer for him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so like what do you so, really do, right? you just like, hey, I hope this kid's fitness isn't that good. Like, I got to wear him down. Yeah, pretty much. It was like, well, you know, and just keep keep plugging and maybe maybe mm-hmm. he'll go like he'll mentally fade or something and then make a mistake and right. I can capitalize on it, which you know, didn't happen, but yeah. we actually kind of came back up on Alex and I was hoping that maybe those two would get together, maybe I could get the both of them, but yep. it just it just never worked out, you know. And then at one point you had Joey on you. Joey had pulled up too. And you're like, "Hey, I can't You're like, "I can't try anything that weird different cuz Joey's right there or somebody you probably didn't know it was Joey, but you're like, "Somebody's right there." Yeah, for sure. Like I was like, well, do I take it outside or, or like whatever? And I'm like, well, it was it was so far out that I mm-hmm. think I tried it a couple times and I knew that Joey was right there and he almost got me. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess there goes that. You know. <laughs> so, so as a racer and Daniel, you can help this too. Like, well, because you're arena cross, especially. When do you pull the? I gotta get a little dirty here, J- Jeremy. When do you pull that move, or do you, or do you not? You're not a guy that really does that. You're not known for that, but. Do you, is that something that comes to your mind where you're like, hey, this is might not go that well for this kid, but I got to get by him? Yeah, I mean, like, I was, I never, um, I was trying. I couldn't quite get up on him enough to get it, to get him to get, okay. like, to make it happen. But I was probably like 20 minutes in and I saw the halfway and I was like, I was just seeing fire at that point. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was like, I just need to blow this kid's i need to blow his doors off you right know, it, right it's hard because the kids he's actually going really fast you mm-hmm. know but yeah. for anyone for that matter like if you're behind someone for literally 15 20 minutes you're like dude i'm tired of getting roosted <laughs> yeah uh so so uh, daniel for you yeah. what, what's when you what, what when you decide like i gotta <laughs> well like he said it's it's getting to him first to where you can do it but that track the good line led to the good line in every corner. So he was in a weird spot because it was, a, it was Joey first, I think, was behind you. You couldn't really get close enough and then try another line because you had to protect the one that you were in. So he he was kind of in a bad spot. And I, and I think as far as riding dirty goes, you don't want to do – I mean, you don't want to do that. But at the same time, you got to make a move. And, and that track just really didn't even let you really set up for it. That was the problem. There was no, no setup. No. no setup. It was – it was so high speed, and then that main line would would lead into a tight chicane, and then it would open up, but it would open up at the wrong time. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that that was like the problem. It's like you couldn't like like he like Daniel said, you couldn't get 
get the setup even to try to get someone, you know? Right, right. Um, hey, through the first four motos, how, how do you feel about uh, about your season so far? It's early, uh, but you've won the title a couple times, and, and you know, you're familiar with the class. How, how do you feel through four, four motos? Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's not, it hasn't been, um, all, I mean, awesome. I mean, I'd like to have won a moto by now, you mm-hmm. know, at least. Um, but, I'm, I mean, I've been on the box twice, and I'm only six points down, so... It's not. It's not bad either, yeah. and it's a whole whole new chassis. And I've honestly learned a lot the last two weekends. And um, yeah, I mean, honestly, we, we there's plenty of racing left, you know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's why I don't want to hear this perfect season talk for Eli J Mart. I don't want to hear it. Like it's <laughs> like stop it, everybody. Like you know what I mean. I like, like how he laughs. He, I like well, your laugh. Listen, he, him and Eli are buddies. I get it, but I don't want to hear it. So. Yeah. No. He. I mean. I don't. I can't. I mean, someone's when you go back east or whatever. Like that's the thing is, like someone is going to be freakishly good at one yeah. track, you know, and anything can happen. So yeah, I mean, he's definitely really fast, and he he smokes me during the week. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he's well, racing, you know, anything can happen. Listen, he should be a fourth. He should be a three-time champion right now, going for his fourth title in two years, and he's not because he makes some mistakes. That's the only reason. Nobody's beating the dude. Straight up. Do you know what I mean, Jeremy? So uh, until he can show me that he can hold it together for 24 motos, I'm not going there. That's all. That's it. So He, he was able to do it last year, though. Yeah. You know? No, no, I know. But he should have two Supercross titles also, as well as last year's title. He should be a yeah. three-time champion right now, going for his fourth title. So Yeah, um, that, that, that's what's so gnarly about Supercross. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, you know. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Hey man, I'm glad. I'm glad the everything worked out for you near the end of Supercross. There was those were some great rides by you, and you know it. It, it well, actually, you know the whole season was kind of good. You had one poor race, and but really the, the the Supercross season was much better for you. And I, you told me a few times it was the bike. It was the new 18 bike. Yeah, well, we got the at the end. We really got it clicking really well, and then I had a I had a really big get off. Like right before Vegas, I was testing that Glen Helen. I had to jump through the bars and mm-hmm. dude, my 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 ass was all black and <laughs> whoa, blue. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, language. <laughs> yeah, language. There we go. Five minutes in. I'm just kidding, I had everybody. To get it in there, you know. Yeah, I know. And just as a de- disclaimer, everybody, it's a damn joke. All right, the whole thing with the cussing. All right, that's now that's the end of it. We can move on. But guys, I'm just messing with them. Go ahead, Jeremy. Let it rip. Say a few. Just and watch. I won't say nothing. Yeah. So. So nonetheless, um, it was good. I, I was I was kind of stoked. I was a little nervous on whether how I would do even in Vegas, but um, you know the ass was definitely hurting. But we were, we were able to get it get it done. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Hey, what uh, what happened to Pedro? Uh, what, what was the deal there with Pedro and your mechanic for for your titles, everything at Star, and he moved over to Geico with you? And and how's it adjusting to Derek, the new guy? Yeah, well, like yeah, Pedro and I, we had a great relationship, and I love to do it, and mm-hmm. we still, I still talk to him, and I text him. He'll text me like "Good luck before the race," and then I'll give him like I'll talk to him afterwards, and we kind of we've been debriefing and stuff. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just um, you know we had we had a great relationship, and we accomplished many things together, like won two championships, went to Disney Nations twice, and mm-hmm. you know like a lot of really, really cool stuff that some mechanics and some riders never, ever get to experience, you know? Yep. Um, but it was just, I guess I was just a little ready for, ready for a change. And, mm-hmm. and Derek, Derek was there and, you know, we're, we're trying it out and seeing how it works. Okay, good. Yeah. Derek's a good dude. Pedro's a good dude. Glad it's all working out, you know, uh, yeah. as far as that goes. Um, hey, so, um, 
we, I want to do a little shootout between you and your brother uh, here on, yeah. the, on the Pulp Mech show. So we, we're going to ask – I'm going to ask Daniel Blair this question too. I want to ask get your answers on this. So, uh, all right, Alex Martin and Jeremy Martin. So, all right, which Martin, Jeremy, would I want, yeah. would I want to win a motocross race? Which one of you two? Oh, you'd want me to win. Okay. All right. This th- these questions get harder. Trust me. Which Martin would I want to win a Supercross race with? With me. Okay. All right. <laughs> which Martin? If I'm building a house, which Martin do I want helping me build a house? Uh, I mean, I'd outwork Alex, hands down. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'd say you'd you'd want me because he he. He'd tank before I would. This okay. is going one uh, way. Yeah, Jeremy's going to choose yeah, himself yeah. on every yeah. single one. Uh, Jeremy, which Martin would I want to go on a road trip with? Like just driving hours in a car, just hanging out. You know, I think Alex may be the better one. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Like, I mean, he'll he'll talk your ear off and yep, yep, you know, yep. talk about this <laughs> yeah, and that. Yeah, and like, yeah. I feel like he's better at carrying on a conversation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, Alex did call you socially awkward on the show last week. No, I'm pretty sure he was pretty awkward. Like, ask Phil back in the day when they were at club. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty awkward, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, which Martin do I want to help me in a fight? I'm in a back alley. I'm brawling. Which Martin do I want? Dude, I don't know. Like, I, I'd almost like to say probably Alex because I've, be, I've never been in a brawl. Okay. And Alex has? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it something we don't know? <laughs> um. All right, which Martin do I want in the to help me like cook a meal in the kitchen? Which Martin do I want in the kitchen with me, like you know, m- baking a souffle? That's that's tough. I would say, I would say we're probably pretty close, but he might be able to outdo me in the kitchen. I go okay. Alex on that one. All right, um, yeah. Which Martin do I want if I need a kidney? Like I need one of you guys to give me up a kidney. You know, uh, who, who's giving me a kidney? Who's more generous? He. Probably him. <laughs> and say which one? Which one is the closet drinker? Okay, which uh, which Martin do I want to rescue me from drowning? Like I, I need somebody swimming out there, hauling me in. Perhaps some CPR even. Oh boy, dude, what? he's he's a pretty bad swimmer. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard, I've seen video. <laughs> like I'm I'm a sinker too, you know. But I feel like I'd have a better shot at getting okay. out of the water before him. <laughs> which Martin do I want to lend me some money? I need to borrow some money. Which Martin is going to lend me money? I would. Nice. Okay, there we go. All right, we're going to try to get Alex's answers also and figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. that'll be good. It'll be all the opposite ones all the way yeah, down the board. Yeah, exactly. Thanks uh, <laughs> Thanks for playing on that. Let's get some phone calls here for you for Jeremy Martin. Uh, first up, it's Ryan. Ryan, what's up? What's your question for uh, the two-time to the motocross champion, Jeremy Martin. Hey, Steve Mathis, man of the people. What's going on, man? That's me, Ryan. That's what I am. What's your question for oh, Jeremy? Yeah. Hey, listen, um, obviously we can see the results in Supercross. So, Jeremy, my question to you is, do you think that training with Tomac has benefited you for your outdoor season as well? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you can't you can't deny some training or being around someone, um, you know, that's, that's basically one of the first four motos and, I think he's won like 17 Supercross races in like the last two years. You know, yeah, for he, sure. To, ha- to have to have someone like that, even though he rides a 415, he's got an advantage to be able to chase that every day. Is like it it puts me on my edge, 
so it pushes me and makes me uncomfortable every day to get better, you know? It's, it's got to be intimidating, right, trying to chase him down on the track? That's got to be fucking crazy. Yeah, it's it's not like I'm not really I, I'm not intimidated by anyone, you know, like I, I'm not really nervous, but I definitely get pissed when he, when he starts pulling away <laughs> right, from me. Right. <laughs> um, expected. Yeah. What do you we were talking about this with Alex? Like, what do you guys do for fun? J-Mart? like what 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 do you guys do? I, I can't I don't know. Both of you guys are quiet. You're not big talkers. I, I don't know. You guys are very serious. You're hard, hard workers. Like, what do you do for fun? That's a good question. Like honestly, I'm pretty chill. Like yeah, yeah. I I kind of like all the running and the and the cycling and the gym and stuff. Like I would do that anyway. <laughs> right. So that's kind of like that's kind of like my fun. Uh-huh. Um, but like if I'm if I'm away from it, I would say like I got like I'll go. I got a bow and I'll go. <clears throat> oh, shoot my bow or um. He likes bow hunting. Bow. He likes it too. Yeah. 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 Oh, Pretty okay. badass. Right. I'll just go, oh, hell yeah. I'll go, go golfing or something. Oh, thanks, yeah. Ryan. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Take care. Um, wow, well, they go bow. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy, I got a question for you. Since you are on a 250 and Eli's on a 450, at least in the Supercross, outdoor is probably different because of the obstacles, but do you guys make an agreement when you're doing your motos? Like, Eli, don't be quad-quadding things that I can't. That way it's somewhat even and he's not getting gaining on you for things that you can't Because I'm imagining your 250 is not that fast up at – 6,000 feet. So, do you guys try to keep it fair, at least obstacle-wise, when you guys do your motos? Oh, no. It's just a free-for-all. Oh, like, that's not cool. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, and it's not too bad. Like, honestly, like, I'm at a disadvantage and, like, it took me a little bit, like, preseason, so everything up here on a Supercross track is absolutely wide open. Right. And, like, to see bounce out of a rhythm, it takes everything you have. And then I went to the first Supercross race in Texas and I hit the finish line wide open and overshot it. <laughs> you forgot, like, you had, like, an extra six horsepower in the bike? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about it. I was like, oh, this is going to hurt. Well, you know, Osborne has told me that riding with Marvin, Dunge, and Anderson last year and this year, it's really tough for him to stay positive on a 250F. He's Those guys are beating him every day. And he says it's tough. It's not easy, you know, to realize, like, hey, I'm, I'm riding well. These guys are on 450s. They're just beating me down every day because of that. You know, so you got to really, yeah, yeah, you got to really mentally be there and be like, okay, I'm good. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, you just gotta, like for me, I just kind of pick, I pick a couple things to, to work on just one or two things, you know, and, and just improve that. And then, you know, go off that. Like, I mean, obviously like, I mean, Eli's bike is quite a bit faster than mine up at elevation. So it makes a big difference, Mm -hmm. but you know, I think I look at it as like, it's a good challenge. Like, dude, like imagine if I could, you know, close yeah. that gap. If I can get half, if I could close half a second a lap on Eli, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that I just look at it that way. I don't look at the gap. Like, dude, oh my God, this is gnarly. Like he's just smoking <laughs> right. me, you know? Right. right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, let's get the Garrett's got a question for you. Garrett, what's happening? What's your question for Jeremy Martin? Not much, guys. Uh, I was just wondering. So, with Jeremy's uh, recent Garmin commercial, which I thought was pretty good, um, who do you guys think, out of all the riders, is the best actor? Oh, well, there's only one now. Just <laughs> so Jeremy wins that one. By the way, that commercial yeah, is it is pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, a lot. it's good. It's good. Hey, I was I was really pretty nervous about it because when I did it, I did it after the Salt Lake. Um, Supercross. Mm-hmm. We filmed at a school, 
and it was we filmed from 8 a.m. till 7 p.m. Oh, damn. 30 second commercial. Dude. Yeah, that's not. I've, it I've, was, I've heard this about commercial shoots, but I figured they'd get you in and out of there as quick as they could. I don't know. Yeah, so the no. kids sat around that long too? That had to have been horrible. Yeah, the kids were there, and like they they were really good. Like they were obviously about as old. You know, like by the end, you're you're worn thin. You know, yeah, they were, <laughs> yeah, like they were over it. I was over it. You know, but yeah. it turned out like pretty good, and everyone's been pretty positive about it. Right. So, what's more tiring, two thirty minute motos or a commercial shoot for Garmin? <laughs> Dude, that's a good question because. It's like it's a different kind of tired. Like when I go when I go and do my deal, like do my motos, like I'm physically tired, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. But when I go when I did that deal, dude, I was mentally. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Garrett. Thanks for the call. Yeah, no hey, actually, Garrett, do you have a bike? Yeah, I do. All right. Do you want some Maxima oil just for calling in? Yeah. MaximaUSA.com. Uh, check, choose four-stroke or two-stroke uh, oil, and uh, Mark's get your information. All right? Stay on hold. Sounds good. That's what you do. You get a prize just for calling in and winning. Uh, Daniel, I don't know if you heard my post-race interview with Jam- Jeremy, but it was my favorite one I did all day because he called his brother Alex an asshole for yeah, leading. I heard about that. I love it. <laughs> it's just like, what an asshole. No, and I have, a real, Dude, I, have a, I have a real question with that, though, because I have a brother, too, and... Unlike the Martin brothers who battle for national wins, my brother and I battled for Los Banos fairground wins. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it, it, no, but it, there were times when it got bad. Do, do you ever, like in that environment, you're obviously chasing a championship, right? And then there's Alex out there. Are you happy? Hey, that's my brother. You know, I love him. He's my brother. Or are you like, damn it? Like, I, I mean, like, how do you, how do you really, be, I mean, it's one thing to call him an asshole, but. How do you really feel when it is your brother who beats you and takes, say, two points or, or you know, you take it from him at the end? I mean, how is that relationship, like, post-race, especially when you guys are, like, near each other? You know, it's it's not, like, I kind of wondered how it would be. Like, obviously, like, he's he's really, like, the, later in his career, he's turned like a leaf and he's gotten significantly better, you know? <laughs> and I think, I, I mean, because he's... He sucked in the beginning of his career. <laughs> God. <laughs> but, um, but, no, it's good. Like, if anyone is going to beat me on the weekend, like, I'd rather see it stay in the Martin family and have my brother win. Sure. You know? Yeah. But, nonetheless, I still don't want that asshole to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, all right. Let's go last corner. Let's go Marv, Eli, but you and Alex. Honestly, this isn't to be funny. Do you just lay your brother to smithereens for a win? Uh, uh, if it if it was like here's my thing like if it's for the championship, <laughs> my guess like last yeah, round, yeah, yeah yep. it's, it's on right. We'll work on the relationship like, later. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll fix that later. But if it's like a if it's a race deal, like like it's early in the season, like you know, and that that you're not make you're making enemies, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. that's that's a, that's a good way to look at it. You're exactly right. Hey, so will you go to Minnesota this summer, or is it just Colorado life for you? No, it, dude, I'm full Colorado right now. Dude, so that's... It's, it's really been – I really like it here. Out of all the places I've been, it's yeah. probably been, like, the coolest thing to be in back home, for sure. I couldn't handle the, the, this, the flight to Denver and then another flight to somewhere else. Yeah, where do you go, Colorado Springs or – Oh my God! They fly to Durango and then they go to oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's nuts. It, it does the travel does suck, you know. So like normally I'd always fly out Friday and 
I used to be Delta, and it was, like, super easy, and the flights were pretty reasonable. But now everything's United or American, and it's like you got – I'm usually flying out Thursdays because it's like the flights Friday morning are so bad. You yeah, know? yeah. It just, they don't get you there quick enough probably, right? I mean, uh, you too many connections to get to your destination. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty Do much. you – is there – is there any uh, humidity in Colorado? I've never been there in the summer. <laughs> no, it's honestly, it's it's a pretty dry climate here for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but like it, it gets hot. Like I think it's going to, it, it got into, it was like 86 or 89 the other day. It's not like Florida, you know, where it's yeah, like a it's, swamp and yep. you take a shower and you're sweating 10 minutes later, you know. <laughs> uh, how's Johnny T on a mountain bike? Still got it, of course. You know, I can, I can beat Johnny T up a climb and, and mm-hmm. everything else like that, but he absolutely dominates me going down the hill. <laughs> still, he still got it that way, huh? He still got it. Yeah, like, yeah. It, we'll do some stuff on the local trails here, and I know he's rode them for a while, but mm-hmm. like some of the stuff, he'll like really into a techie section before a drop-off or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he'll even clean. He'll clean like a rocky um, yep. uphill, and I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I guess once you got it, like, you know, he's, he was an all-timer, right? So once you got it, you got it. I mean, be like you racing a dirt bike, you know, for 10 years from now, after 20 years from now, you're still going to be fast. You know, so I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that yeah, that uh, that would be nutty. Uh, well, hey, Jeremy, thank you for the time on the show tonight. We appreciate anything else, Daniel, for, for Jeremy? No, good luck the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, obviously, we're, Steve, you and I are somewhat in involved in this thing but also fans of the sport i think we're looking forward to a good 250 battle and i know jeremy you're you're probably looking forward to a good fight zach will be good aaron showed some stuff and i yeah. i'm looking forward to seeing you guys battle it out i think it's going to be a fun summer in that 250 class i agree it's, yeah we're going to see some good yeah, races. Like, oh, yeah. I think it's just it's going to be like dude you're just going to have to give it everything you got like every time you go out you know like yep it's shaping up to be a good one and you know these they never come easy you know no no, that's true. You, you, you're right about that, man. Well, hey, uh, thanks for the time tonight. I appreciate it, as always, and uh, we'll see you this weekend in Lakewood, man. Thank you. All right, boys. All right, yeah. see you. Jeremy Martin, everybody, uh, on the Pulp Mech Show, brought to you by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Maxima Oils, we gave that prize away to Garrett earlier. Uh, we love the Maxima Oils, uh, MaximaUSA.com, designed jointly with top race teams to ensure maximum performance while providing maximum protection under the most severe MX and off-road conditions, MaximaUSA.com. They didn't get the number one by buying it. They got there by being the best. Visit the MaximaUSA.com for uh, everything you need for your oil uh, needs. And ProFilter as well. We've got the folks from ProFilter. You can actually get a discount on that. Uh, Daniel, we got some questions uh, from our listeners. First up is Todd. What's up, Todd? How are you, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. So I was kind of wondering, thinking about it, I seen you tweet about it, what was it, last week, about how, like, the NBA has, like, the pre-show, post-show with Shaq and all those guys, and they sit around and talk about the game and stuff. Yeah. How come nothing like that's really been done for Moto? I feel like that would be a lot better, you know, a lot more liked by all the fans instead of, like, like make up to mud, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I know a lot of the hardcore guys would rather, you know what I mean, sit and listen to guys like DB or, you know, McGrath or Bill Cotto or something, all analyze, oh, you know, that race, so-and-so took a really good line here and it was a bad line here, and then maybe the guys discuss and banner about stuff. Or, I mean, honestly, even you, Steve, like I feel like you'd be good to be in, like, you know, the guy that goes and, and sets everyone up for what they're going to say. 
how come that hasn't really been done? I mean, and could DB possibly have any pull in getting something like that? Oh, <laughs> he has zero pull. I, I'm listen. Oh, he God. can't say anything because he works for Feld in the Supercross, and he does a great job. We all know that. He can't say anything. But the make up the mud thing is a, is a paid for by Toyota, and that's not going away. That's income, and. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about income, it also boils down to like pregame shows. Like they have to pay people to do those, and they have to set them up and everything else, you know. So um, it's just all boils down to how much they want to want to invest. I'm with you. That would be great. Think about having Wyndham and MC up there just rapping. Uh, Daniel's Race Day Live with Jim Hawley is good. They do a good yep. job, but in my opinion, they still try to sell it to advertisers a little bit too much to get away from the game day feel a little bit. In my opinion, uh, there was some talks of. Pulp MX doing a show in the Supercross pits, and Feld shut that down <laughs> as fast well, as you can imagine. So I remember JT saying something about how they were trying to do that in between like triple crowns or something. Yeah, we uh, we tried, and there was some that was not going to happen. They 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 want to light me on fire, but I'm with you, man. Like Daniel, like you, like you you've done a great job with Race Day Live. It's Almost there, I feel. Uh, a few tweaks, and we could have an inside the NBA type of show. Yeah, I think so. Um, as far as it being on the TV side, the only insight I can give is I know that they have their window, right? It's a three-hour show. Um, there's a certain amount of racing that fits in, and that all that stuff is kind of pre-planned behind the scenes. I I think it'd be rad, too. I just don't know where it would fit. It, it would be You'd have to be pretty creative to fit it in that window. Um, and obviously, this would be something brand new. This isn't like something that they had and went away. So, I mean, creatively, I think they'd be all about it. I mean, I've talked to the guys before. They they want to experiment with more creative things. It's just it's just pulling but, the trigger and making things fit in that window. You, you know? you'd also have to have like I don't feel like Fro goes anywhere near where he needs to. Exactly. In, in my opinion, as an analyst, he doesn't want to upset people, and I get it. And Daniel, you're you're a little edgy, but you're more of a host, so you're not. In the position to offer up opinions, you know, so much. Uh, it depends on what yeah, I'm doing. In arena cross, yeah. I, I would get texts every week from the riders being like, "What the hell?" Bro? Yeah, like okay. I thought we were friends. Right. And it's like, See, guys, I, I, I don't watch what you mean. Well, I know you don't. I should have. I know. I it's watched really Reno good. though. I watched Reno. I know you watched Reno. Um, but uh, uh, no, I. You know, you got to have those guys willing to put that out there. Like, like my tweet was just about. Like, dude, I can't tell you how many people stop me to talk about the, this show or the race review show, and they love it because we're, it's like bench racing. It's three guys offering up their opinions who've all been around the sport, and people love it. And I want to see more of that on a Fox show or on the internet every Saturday, but you you got to have people who want to do it. You want to, you know, that's all. Right, and and again, it's it's tough. Even for me this year, uh, being on the TV show, I my you know, my stand-ups were obviously pre-planned. We would go over the track. I was the track analyst, so my responsibility was to analyze the track and give the viewers like some insight on what it's looking like, how it's developing. But then even in my mid-race hits where I would kind of jump in, I would try to, uh, to somewhat... I wouldn't say be critical, just sh- yeah, just say what's happening, yeah, good or bad. I guess but critical is actually even the bad word. Just give us your analysis. Right, yeah, and exactly. and for the most part, we do, but at the same time, I think what people do forget, because to all of us and to you calling in, this, this is probably your number one. Like We all love this sport. This is number one. But in the big picture, compared to the NBA and the NFL, it's still pretty small. We see these guys every week. It's hard to be fully critical if it's deserved. 
because you're kind of concerned. You got to talk to that guy the next week and try to get inside at him. So it's it's a fine I mean, line even, on being honest and also not yeah. being offensive. And sometimes these yeah. writers do things that when oh. you say the truth, they take it offensively. When really you're just saying the tr- you're you're pointing yeah. it out, and it, it's tough. It it, but, it really is tough. But Todd, I, I'm with you. I'd like to see more of it for sure. I think we're going to try to do something for the Nationals at Redbud. I've heard. So we're going to try to do a pre-show uh, on the internet for Redbud. Don't hold me to that, but apparently we're trying. So Awesome. You guys for sure have a lot of fans, a lot of great feedback from that. So Thank you, man. So hopefully we'll see you up at Redbud, too. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, we got a hockey question from David. David, what's up? Hockey question I right got, away. I got you, David. I, I'll take <laughs> this one. Hey, hey. so since, since, I'm, since I'm from Washington, D.C., of course I watched the hockey game last night. Yeah. And uh, I don't watch hockey. So I'm watching the end of the game, and all of a sudden the goalie was missing. Uh, how, what is the situation where you have an empty net and there's no goalie? What, to, what happened? Oh, go ahead, what did I miss? Did you you ever watch Mighty Ducks when they pulled Goldberg? You don't remember that? Uh, no. Oh, Jesus. Here no. we go. Okay, because that's my um, limit of my if, knowledge. If there's a penalty uh, against the other team, the you can pull your goalie and put an extra guy on if you have possession of the puck, because once you lose possession, the whistle will blow, so they don't have an empty net. So, if there's a penalty, you can pull your goalie, get an extra guy on for 30 seconds or however long you have possession of the puck for. And why would they? And you can also pull your goalie at the end of the game. You can pull your goalie anytime you want and get an extra guy on the ice. But teams do it late in the third period to try to get a goal. Oh, that makes no sense. Why would you pull your goalie? Because <laughs> you have an extra, you have an extra guy on the ice then. Uh yeah, but I guess it seems to be a disadvantage. Uh, but anyway, yeah. oh yeah, and and Daniel, Eagle Grit is like too good. I bought one bottle and I've been using it forever. I don't have to buy anymore because I'm still using the same bottle. It's great. Honestly, that's <laughs> one of the worst things about our product is it lasts forever because you don't have to use that much. So it yeah. takes forever to people to rebuy their next bottle. So uh, <laughs> it's it's like a plus minus. Thanks for, us. for the call, man. Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. You uh, quick tweet before commercial from Big Bad Four Hundred Eight. I don't have a lot of money, but I'm strongly considering paying Pulpomex twice what it costs to have Daniel Blair on the show to not have Daniel Blair on the show. I could make some money from this. Um, thank you, and, Big and Bad. Who is that? Big Bad 408. Thank you for that. Uh, you'll pay twice to me, twice the money to not have Daniel Blair on the show. I'll think about this over commercial, and we'll be right back after this with much more. Justin Cooper coming up. Thanks for listening. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer a three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. 
Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yeah. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save. And we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code. And if you don't use Rooster Max, then fuck you. I'm lost in admiration. 
Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 Performance Kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. 
We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody. We thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking gear. 
Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their prolonged start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. everybody. Pulp Mech Shop is presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. I thought about it, and I'm sorry to that guy on uh, on Twitter, but we are keeping Daniel Blair. All show. Yeah, by the way, he follows me on Twitter, so let's not dislike me that much. Makes no sense. He wants to follow Arena Cross Champion. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I don't know. Oh, boy. 
Good tacos, by the way. Yeah, thanks to Pookie. Yeah, those were good. Uh, before we get uh, Justin Cooper on here, let's get to some calls. AJ, you've been on hold for a while. What's up, man? AJ, you there? Yeah, so um, I just had a question. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's up? Um, so I listened to that uh, show last week with uh, when uh, Tony Lutzi came on. Yeah. Um, so would you think that instead of paying writers like a million dollars, like base salary or however much they get paid, um, wouldn't you think it would help the sport and privateers if the manufacturer was to do incentive pay based on performance? Um, yeah, it, it would help everybody, and Mitch Payton's long said that. But what happens is the teams, if they really want a rider like Justin Cooper or somebody like that, then they yeah. just they just outbid you and give, give you guaranteed money. You know what I mean? It's just a free oh, market. It's a free yeah. market. So, like, there's no... There's no incentive for teams to do that. Um, and so these guys just get, you know. You don't even think there will ever be like a cap salary or anything, do you? Like, mm-hmm. like the NBA uh, No, like no, I, I don't think so. That would have to, there'd have to be a rider's union yeah. and that had to be agreed on. And these riders do have incentives and bonuses too. It's They all have that too. They have both, yeah. salary and bonus. So at the end of the day, if you're a rider, you're looking at all the teams and you're going, man, they're all pretty good. Like who's gonna pay? And um, and I think the bonuses for the most part are all pretty equal amongst the teams. So yeah. it's I, that's yeah, it's a free market system. So if you want the hot kid coming out of amateurs and 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 team A, Daniel Blair offers him uh, an incentive laden contract, and I say forget the incentives, kid. I'm gonna give you guaranteed money. Then he goes to the guaranteed team. You know, well, especially with this sport with yeah. the injuries yeah. and yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a guarantee you're even get through a season. So yeah. if that guaranteed money is there, you you take yeah. it and then. Yeah, hope so. to do well enough to get another deal when your deal's up. Thanks, uh, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, AJ. No problem. Appreciate it. All right, let's get to our next guest on the show here. This kid has uh, definitely opened some eyes. It's like Daniel. We forgot about him because he got injured in Supercross early. We forgot. Yeah, I, I, I laid an egg on that one. I'm more than impressed so far to start, and um, I sh- should have known. Uh, brought to you by RoostMX.net, official graphics of the Pulp MX Show, the whole Pulp Nation section on the website as well. Uh, for those guys, Pulp uh, Pulp Code saves you uh, money. A-Ray 91 saves you money also at RoostMX.net. Monster Star Yamaha's Justin Cooper. What's up, Justin? How are you, man? You there? Yeah, what's up, guys? What's happening, man? Thank you for coming on. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we... Uh, we, we we forgot about you a little bit, Justin, because of the Supercross injury early on. You know what I mean? But I got to tell you, Justin, that the Stopwatch Nationals, you were a heavy favorite. A lot of guys texted me and said, dude, Justin Cooper today was really fast. Did you feel good coming into the Nationals? Did you know what I'm talking about at, at the Thursday mm, Paula's and Glenn Helens and all that, how fast you were riding? Yeah, it's just the, the amount of preparation I've had going into the uh, outdoor season. Getting hurt uh, early in that Supercross season was kind of a bummer for me, and uh, just made me that much more hungry to prove myself when I could get back on the bike. Yeah, yeah, and and also too, um, were you able to? I kind of heard you were healed up and ready to ride Supercross, and the team said, "Hey, don't worry about it." Is that true? Uh, yes and no. I don't think uh, I was definitely ready for the last couple of rounds, but we decided as a team that. It wasn't really necessary, and I wouldn't really get much out of it. So uh, we just put all of our like time and effort into the outdoor season. Well, I feel a little bit more comfortable right now. Mm-hmm. Um, something also, too, Daniel, don't forget, Justin, I mean, you don't have any experience with Glen Helen and Hangtown, right? I mean, if people remember you made your pro debut late last year, so 
This is the first time this kid's seen these tracks, too. Well, not even these ones, but over the next few weeks, too. And that's what's cool is, you know, you're. I, I would still say you're a rookie. I mean, when you do three rounds last year, uh, three or four, I, I don't call that a rookie season. So we were technically watching a guy race the tracks for the very first time. And, yeah, I mean, that, that's what makes it even more impressive. You're racing against, I mean, you battled J-Mart at Glen Helen and held him off that entire moto. He's a two-time champ. And, I mean, it's your first time even racing there. So... Uh, Got to take that into consideration. I think that makes it even more impressive. For sure. I, I just, uh, to be fair, I, I've had a lot of track time at Glen Helen being out here full time. But, uh, yeah, all new to me for hang count and all that. So uh, never been to Thunder Valley. And uh, so it's all really new to me. And it is challenging, but uh, we're all at this level. It all comes pretty easy as far as the – we know what to do, and we've seen it on TV coming like up through mm-hmm. the amateur ranks. We've watched it over the years, so uh, we have a clue on what to do. But it, when you get there, it's all pretty new. How cool was it leading laps at Hangtown? That must have been pretty sweet. Yeah, being in the first race, it was awesome. I <laughs> got like a second place start, and I was able to quickly pass for the lead. And it was really good to get that experience so early in the season, being a rookie. So uh, it was definitely. A lot. There was a lot to learn being up front at that race, and uh, I think it helped me just right off the bat to have that experience and uh, not have to wait to get out front uh, later in the season. 702-586-7857. You have a question for Star Monster Yamaha's Justin Cooper. Give us a call. Brought to you by RoostMX.net, the official graphics of the Cycle Trader team. Brandon Hartraft, uh, Hayden Melross, among those on that team. And uh, don't forget, um, uh, Justin, or I shouldn't say don't forget, we, we can't forget that you're from Long Island, which I met some guy last weekend from New York, and he was so proud of you being from Long Island. Maybe he was from there too, but, dude, you got like a little local contingent of New Yorkers that are big fans of yours. That must be cool. Yeah, like a whole island. Yeah, a whole island. Yeah, everyone back at home is super pumped for me, and they found me very closely, and uh, I got a lot of feedback from them. And it's pretty cool. I'm. I'm not. There's not many people that come out of the Northeast and yeah. do what I've done. So everyone's kind of in my corner back over there, and uh, it's good to have a fan base like that. We had Rarick, Seth Rarick on the show last week, and we were talking about New York motocrossers and Carlo Cohen and Barsha and all Canari and Carpenter, all these guys through the years. Um, I don't know how much you follow that. Did, did you race a lot of New York, or do you go to NESC growing up, or when do you, or do you head south? Like when? When do you kind of start, uh, when you get serious about moto, where did you go? Uh, we kind of just, to be honest, we only did like the Loretta Lynn stuff uh, and many of So uh, we we travel quite a bit, but uh, we kind of stand towards the northeast until it was time to go to Loretta's or let's say many of But uh, as I got closer and closer to my tour de view, I had to kind of ditch the northeast and start riding with uh, yeah. my future teammates and all that. So, uh, yeah, I would say the last year is where I really started to move around and uh, change up my program. So being from Long Island, and I'm Canadian, and I love hockey, how many New York Islander games did you go to, Justin? I'd have to say zero on that one. I'm not a hockey fan. You never went to any Islander games? Not one? No, nah, I went to a basketball game for the Knicks, but that's uh, that's it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> the, Island, the Islanders, a long time ago, the Islanders were a force in the NHL, Justin. I don't know if you, I have to tell you this or not. I've, I've definitely heard that. 
<laughs> he doesn't seem to care. He doesn't seem to care. I'll All right, t- see you next week. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did, Cooper, and no one else will care about me on this show. I was in New York City with my wife for a holiday, and there was a massive snowstorm, and I didn't care because I had to get to Uniondale to the arena to watch the Islanders play the Montreal Canadiens on a, on a snowstorm, and there was only one subway that went, and it was closed off a bunch of routes because of the snow, but I didn't care. I had to go see Uniondale Arena, Justin. I had to. I'm going to go off on a limb and say you're a huge hockey fan. Then. Well, yeah. I mean, this is a, it's a epic arena, but anyway. <laughs> all right. I'm done with that. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Yeah, I can't believe you went into the Islanders. All right. Anyways. Hey, um, how much, Justin, how much do your teammates help you out there, uh, um, out of the track? I mean, obviously Aaron Plessinger just had a fantastic Glenn Helen. Uh, are you guys, are you leaning on some of those guys to be like, hey, where are you doing in this section and where are you going in this section and, and et cetera to kind of help you out? For sure. Uh, right now it's me and AP racing. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we just go back and forth. Uh, we we ride every day together and uh, it's just, we're all like a one big family of it. Sorry, right now, so. We uh we go back and forth with each other and whatever we need help with during the day we're, mm-hmm. we're there for each other. AP is pretty cool. He's a he's pretty, not bad to hang around. He's not a bad dude to hang out with, right? Like, yeah, he's so down to earth and he just he's so friendly and it's uh he's he's so good to have around. He he. After he answers you, though, he starts giggling a lot. And I'm always like... Yeah, what's so funny? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, it's, did I just ask something funny? Or, did, like, what was the deal? So, I can never quite figure him out, Justin. It's just that his his humor. Yeah, I guess. That's his personality. Yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, this year even, we had him on Race Day Live. He's one of the more willing riders to go on there, which sometimes it's a struggle. But with him, he's... I'll come on every week. And then, same thing. You ask him a question, he smiles and laughs at everything, and... I don't know. At least for me, that's one of the things that I like about him is that I think all you guys take things so serious because you have to. If you don't, you're you're not going to compete. But being able to also kind of loosen up, have some fun, and just I think that balance helps. Um, and he, he's a guy that you can kind of see that through the last few years has been that way. And obviously, it's turning around this year. Justin, I, I got a question for you though. I'm a big fan of yours for another reason, just your route in, um, the fact that you went to school, finished school, and kind of are a little bit of a late bloomer. But for you as a racer, I can only imagine there was a time in, in high school when you're going, man, my competition is taking this super serious as a kid, and I'm not able to yet. Was there ever a point when you were, I guess, talking to the parents and being like, come on, this is this is BS. Like, I got to get down there. It's not fair. I mean, was there a time when that kind of went on for you in those high school years? Oh, every, I mean, every day. It was <laughs> that, that was all that was on my mind, to be honest. Like, how much are these guys gaining on me right now while I'm not able to do what they're doing? But uh, it just kept me, like, fresh on the bike because I couldn't really – I mean, we did a arena cost in the winter, but that would be it. We'd go weekend to weekend. The arena cost, no, no bike during the week or anything like that. So it uh, kept me fresh on the bike, and uh, I think that helped me in the long run. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say it kept me uh, hungry to want to beat those guys. And uh, once I did get the time to get on the bike and all that, uh, it just – once I took it seriously, I was like, I need to do this as a job. It uh, all clicked and had a different mentality and uh, different discipline for myself. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting way of doing it. You're right, Daniel. It's I, I like Justin's way a little better than – 
some of the kids we see nowadays, you know, um, as far as just from their five years old, they're just well, even strategically for his own burnout. I can only imagine you're, I mean, you're just getting into this thing, so it's I mean, there's no burnout, there's no like ah, I need a break. You've probably been like chomping at the bit for how many years now? I I I, I see both approaches for sure, um, but I, as a I'm someone that went to high school all the way through and did the same kind of thing. Obviously, I was in California, so I could still ride in the winters. It just I like to see uh, someone go all the way through and then kind of get their start late. And I I personally think it might give you a little bit of an extension on your career too. Look at Brayton, same kind of guy. You know, it, his start as far as taking it serious was later. And I can only imagine that's what made you hungry then because you didn't really have a chance to do it all the way. And now you're I mean, it's like you're just getting into this thing. I said it's got to be a little bit refreshing. Yeah, for sure. It's been a it's been a grind the last year because I've had to make it happen and it. It hasn't been easy by no means, but uh, it's, I'm definitely fresh coming into the – I mean, I haven't burnt myself out through the amateur ranks and, or any of that, so uh, I'm pretty fresh, and now we're just getting started with my pro career, so I got a long road ahead of me, and I'm just keeping it fun um, as long as I can. Do you feel that Will Hahn Will Hahn's focus on these stupid 125 races is taken away from helping you? <laughs> Justin, this is what I've been telling him to help his riders out. Do you feel like Will Hahn is taking these 125 races too seriously? Um, I think uh, the pressure is coming from up above. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they, they want to put the 125 out there and uh, make it look good. So okay, but now he he's been off the bike for every day I've been at the track. He's okay. Only got five laps. He's only got five laps to do. So he's got five, <laughs> to do. Yeah, five laps. He's got that covered, right? Um, uh, Brad's got a question for you. Brad, thanks for calling the show. What's your question for uh, Justin Cooper? Hey, Justin, how's it going, man? Big time fan here. I've uh, been following you for a while. Just wondering, though, like from going from like amateur ranks and stuff, and then coming up to your pro career, like what's the biggest lifestyle change that you had to make? Like, what's the biggest like? And change of your everyday like program that you had to make just to like be with these guys. I mean, you come out and you lead laps at Glen Helen on your on your third or fourth race. I mean, that's amazing, man. Yeah, uh, the biggest change I'd say is just coming from the Northeast. I had to move out to Cali full time for uh, this job and uh, this opportunity. So it's been ever since I've been. I mean, riding, I've been on the Northeast, so I've always been able to go back home and to my parents and all that, but now I'm living out here full-time and kind of by myself and in a way doing it on my own, but uh, I'd say that's the hardest thing for me to adapt to. Absolutely, being on your own. Living in Cali, yeah. Are you like Nicoletti? He hates California. He's a New Yorker, <laughs> Justin. Are you like Nicoletti? Uh. I mean, I'm a I'm a East Coast guy. I don't, I don't right. like it much out of here. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who John Tavares is, Justin? I'm, I haven't heard of that name now. He plays for the Islanders. He's one of the best. <laughs> he's one of the best guys in the league. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for the call, Brad. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Good luck at Thunder Valley. We'll see you out there, man. I'll be there. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, man. Like, like. Do you find yourself, Justin, getting a few more fans, like noticing a few more people saying things to you? I mean, leading laps, and then, yeah, I mean, obviously you made a nice debut last year. Do you find yourself getting some fans here? Oh, for sure. I have people messaging me all the time uh, saying, just from all over the place, pretty cool. And uh, Yeah. I mean, it's I'm just doing the best I can each time I go out on the track, and uh, 
I've I've seen yeah a lot of fans come, have come up to me and uh, been impressed with my riding. Cool. Uh, do you have a girlfriend? I do. Okay. Just good. Yeah. good. yeah just good. You're in SoCal, like yeah. Just stay steady, stay good. Like you know, don't be stupid with the, living in SoCal and all this. The advice we're yeah, giving. Don't you. let SoCal suck you in, man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just be you know. Maybe maybe take her to some hockey games. That might work. <laughs> Uh, seven oh two. Keep it pretty. Wilhelm keeps it pretty strict when we live together. So, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Manager. Yeah, that's true. You live with your team manager. So what? Do you, yeah. How's that? Yeah. What well, can you really right. get in trouble? Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Well, hey man. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um. Good luck with the rest of the year. You've been killing it so far. We had J Mart on earlier, and he. He was like, man, the kid was going for it. He was, he's like, I, I had nothing for him, kind of couldn't get by him. And uh, that's high praise uh, from a two, two-time 250 champion telling us about you in that first moto, man. So uh, keep it up. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm going to keep doing my best and try to take it uh, as my rookie season, try to take it easy and at the same time go for it. Uh, wait, we got one question from our producer here. Mark, so go ahead, ask Justin. I was going to ask him how turning pro is affecting his mad skills career. Is he good on mad skills? He's, oh. yeah. He's good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. JT. Um, how, how is the mad skills uh, skills going? Yeah, so like, I got on that game like four years ago, and uh, I've actually been number one in the world for, I think, what? Three, I, I had three overalls. Uh, which, <laughs> oh, so, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. To be honest, I haven't opened the app in probably two months. I just don't. I can't. Those guys to be competitive in that game, you gotta stay on it and uh, wow, stay active. So yeah, I haven't really. I now that I have this, I can't really spend too much time on there. Yeah, try, be, on there try being. Lot, have fun. Go for number one in the world on the real bike. Let's, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's just keep yeah. our focus on that. Yeah. Keep that app shut. That that's exactly. Dude, that's not you're that good at it though. I had no idea. I don't play it. I got too fat of thumbs, but. Um, that's really good. Wow. I'd like to, yeah, that's gnarly. Good job. I'm more impressed than that than anything. Yeah. Never mind his yeah. like amateur career and his yeah. route. Screw dude, that, dude. Matt skills is hard. Matt skills. skills is hard. Like to be got good at it is something else for sure. Um, cool, Matt. Well, Hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, maybe I'll bring you some Islander merchandise this weekend in Thunder Valley. We can talk about oh, the Islanders. Um, thanks buddy. Thank you. All right, guys. All right. Thanks. See ya. Justin Cooper, everybody, uh, on the Pulp Mix Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Heartraft uses RoostMX for graphics, and I like that kid. I know you do. I hear you talk about him a lot. I, I, I have a bit of a man crush on do his you? riding skills. Yes, he's pretty is. good. He is very, very good. Uh, next up on the show, somebody we're all familiar with, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Heartraft was so good in Tampa. <laughs> I, you're a jerk Next off level um justin cooper how good is uh how good is justin cooper at mad skills i missed that part he he said he was number one in or number one in the world like three, three overalls times? or something yeah wow that's strong did you know that i didn't know that i, I don't play that game I, uh i've seen him because i've been i'm usually like top 100 200 in the u.s something like that maybe uh-huh. 250 in the u.s and I, i'll scroll through there and see who's on that. i've seen his name so it's not completely shocking but uh-huh. that's impressive yeah that's really good that that is that is seriously some good good skills good mad skills by him i guess um flyracing.com please check them out blake baggett wears fly racing and jt i guess 
The fly racing gloves must work pretty good because he was holding on to nothing but his handlebar in the second moto. He's pretty strong. You know, I, I didn't know that until way after the race. Um, I knew he obviously crashed on the start, which everybody saw. And then, you know, you expect him to come back through. And, and the way this field is right now, uh, it's not, you know, it's, it's not a huge surprise that he would get back some, somewhere in the top 15. But to do that, to get to top 10 without a grip, is uh, it says a lot, man. It says you yeah. know, a lot about his determination. And a lot of guys would not be willing to, you know, whether you put in the effort or not, it's not really the question, but be able to push the envelope like that with, yeah. with lack of, uh, you know, lack of grip for a better term, I guess. Yeah, he had no grip on his grip. Um, hey, we had uh, Jeremy Martin on the show earlier, and uh, Daniel and I were both talking. Uh, I'm ready to put Aaron Plessinger with J. Martin Osborne as, you know, 1A, 1B, 1C title hunt guys. And we're both very excited about the upcoming TVD series. I mean, they're all three good dudes. Nobody's going to clean each other out. It's going to be a great summer if Aaron can just maintain what we saw. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Um, oh, you got to be there. I'm not there. I, I like the kid. He's a really nice person. And I think he's very genuine, which I don't think there are a lot of people who really say what they think and feel and aren't scared to share their emotions on TV. So I like that. I think that's awesome. But when it comes to being there for the whole series and not having the the bad moto or, or crash that puts him out of the series, I'm not there. And that's not to say he's not going to do it. I, I'm sure he doesn't care what I think. Uh, but I've just I've seen too many motos where he's he's tossed it away for seemingly no reason. Uh, and just man, you look at J Mart and Osborne's career, and they they know how to erase a series like this. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, you look at Zach's ride in the second moto where he tosses it away and still gets fifth. Um, that's pretty strong. So uh, we'll see. I, I could be wrong. Usually am, but I'm not. I'm not there quite yet. We. Daniel, we got to get JT on the on the AP train. Well, <clears throat> the one thing that JT said that I agree with big time is that if J-Mart or Osborne have one of those motos, I do feel like they have the experience and the know-how to get up and still salvage one. Where With Aaron, we haven't seen that yet. So I think for JT to be sold all the way, he's going to need to see Aaron screw up and then get up and salvage a 3, 4, 5, something wow. like that. Maybe that's what it would take, because obviously the speed's there. We saw that. Um, I think he can win races, but let's see him survive an episode, a bad one first, and then I, I'll bet you he'd be more, a little bit more believer. Speaking of that, Osborne had two crashes and still did pretty good on the day. Like He's got to be happy walking away from, from that. He doesn't even like Glenn Helen, JT. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, last year he was a bit lucky to go 4-2 and win the overall. You know, most times that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year it kind of went the other way where he didn't have a great day and he ended up fourth overall. Uh, but, you know, and that's to my point originally, and Daniel obviously making the same point, is that these guys, you know, they, they're winning championships on their bad days. And, you know, Osborne came in with a, a thumb injury to an extent. Uh, he had two crashes and he still ends up, you know, fourth overall and was battling for third overall at the end. And when you look at that on paper, yeah, it's not a great result. He gave some points back on and on. But when you look at it, look in depth of how his day went and a track that he, he doesn't like, he's been vocal about not liking, that's that's a strong result on a bad day. And most guys can't can't pull that off on a track they don't like or when they have two crashes in, in the race. You're usually not going to get fourth overall when you look back and say I crashed twice today. 
We gotta get you on the AP train. <laughs> All uh, aboard. Uh, so yeah. now you're off. You're are you on the toll train or the AP train? Oh yeah, aren't you on one of the? Uh... I I think I'm on the AP train. I think mm. I jumped. I think I went off. I Did you I... tell Alex this? No, I have not informed him of this. Um, wow. Um, hey, speaking of Alex, we had Jeremy on, and I texted Alex. We're gonna give you a little quiz, JT. Which Martin would you want, Alex or Jeremy? Uh, here we go. Alex Martin, Jeremy Martin shootout. Which Martin would you want to win us motocross? Win the series? Uh, motocross race. Yeah, I mean, you have to go with Jeremy. He's got two titles. Okay. Oh, um, Alex, I mean, you know, Alex a went, dozen more wins or more. I Alex mean, I, went with I think himself. It's pretty easy. Alex well, went yeah, with himself. of course, you're going to believe in yourself, okay. but I think um, on paper it's a pretty easy choice. Which Martin would you want to win a supercross race? Man, I would have said it's a toss-up, but the last five weeks of Supercross or so, I think Jeremy Jeremy made a case for himself, I and mean, that was a really impressive run he was on towards the end of Supercross this year. I, I think he head and shoulders put himself at the front of that category. Would you put Jeremy too, Daniel, for both of those? Okay. Yeah. All right, next question. Which Martin do you want to help build you a house, JT? Uh, well, they're both the same stature as me, and, and I don't consider us really home builders, so I would say neither. I would say just uh, <laughs> dealer's choice. Pick somebody from the, the audience. Okay, Jeremy picked himself. Alex said that uh, me, Jeremy, is worthless at everything besides dirt bikes. Okay. That's usually most professional motocrossers in general. Which, Martin, well, what about you, Daniel? Sorry. That'd be tough. I, I'd say Jeremy. He's made more money in his career, so I think he would hire better subs. Okay. So I'll go with Jeremy. <laughs> All right. Which Martin do you want to go on a road trip with, JT? Hmm. Um, man, I, I would say Alex because I know him a little bit better, but I feel like J-Mart's been coming out of his shell a little bit as of late. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say Alex just because I've, I've known him longer. Depends on where for me. I mean, obviously, if we're going – road tripping out in the middle of nowhere. Jeremy likes to bow hunt, so that'd be useful. But I have the suspicion that Alex has a party side to him that no one knows about. So if we're going to Vegas or New Orleans or Nashville, okay. I'm going Amart. Um I don't I don't think there's a party side, man. I shared a room with Amart a few years ago and he got everything we got from the water to the shampoo was gluten free. Uh he was counting calories on the soap he used to shower with. Uh, I don't know how much of a party side exists he, for either one. He of don't want you to know. The, the, Jeremy, the dude drinks a lot of red wine, man. I think he'd be fine. <laughs> Jeremy said Alex would be better, and Alex said that it's a toss-up. Uh, which Martin do you want to help you in a fight, JT? We're back to the home building. I don't think uh, either. <laughs> have you ever seen uh, Have you seen Return of the Jedi? Yeah, the Ewoks mm-hmm. go to war. Yeah. Um, That's both it, Martin brothers. It doesn't go that well. Yeah, they need like uh, a lot of booby traps. Um, hand-to-hand combat was not a specialty. All right. So. Um, Jeremy said Alex. Alex said himself. Daniel? Uh, well, according to them, I'm going to go with Alex. And, I mean, okay. they're both believers in him, so right. I'll go with Alex. Uh, which Martin do you want to help you cook a meal in the kitchen? JT? I'll go Amart because when we were talking about food and yeah. diet choices, he had a lot of knowledge. Okay. Uh, Alex said he'd go with himself. Jeremy burns everything. Jeremy would go with Alex. Oh, Blair? Jeremy for sure. Alex is gluten free on everything. Yes. I'm going with Jeremy. Okay, you're going with Jeremy. Sure. All right, you're uh, you're flipping the script here. Um, all right, which Martin would give you a kidney, JT, if you needed it? 
I'm going to go with Jamar because he's had a shorter career, and motocross is pretty rough on kidneys. So I'm just going to say West <laughs> West Lap. Uh, better kidneys on uh, J-Mart. Okay. Uh, J-Mart said it would be Alex. Alex said it was him. It'd be him because Jeremy's selfish. Hmm. And you, Daniel? <laughs> Again, with, with the kidney and the internal stuff, I'll probably go Jeremy because Alex drinks red wine. Okay. So. All right. All right. Uh, which Martin would rescue you from drowning, JT? Uh, man, I think... Uh, Man, I don't. These are really stupid questions. I'll be honest. I don't know how the hell I'm supposed to answer this. Can either of you even swim? Uh, Alex swims very poorly. There's a video out there that he hates me having seen, but Phil took it, and um, it was absolutely like Alex looked like he was drowning or dying um, in a pool. Alex so, is a liberal. Um, yeah, it sounds like I'm going to go with J Mart then. Okay. Uh, Alex says it's a toss up. J Mart said himself. Um, Daniel, I don't know on that okay. one. I that one I don't have a an answer for. Uh, which this is like future headlines. Which Martin would lend you money? Which do you feel would lend you money? Uh, J Mart has made more, so I'll go with him. He's got a couple uh, titles. Uh, Jeremy said himself. Daniel, I mean, me and Alex are closer than me and Jeremy, and yeah. I think Alex would be the first to loan me. I mean, of the two, he would give me money for Jeremy would. Alex says we definitely Jeremy. Oh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> uh, so there we go. There's the uh, J-Mart, A-Mart shootout right there. Um, all right, let's do the, uh, let's do the X-Brand Goggle Taros. Uh, Travis? It's the X-Brand Taros segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid fire. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Uh, thanks to X-Brand goggles, EKSbrand.com. Use the code PULPSHOW18 to save with those guys. Tons of racers using X-Brand, including factory Yamaha's Alex Ray. He uses X-Brand. Just say that a few more times. Factory Yamaha, Alex Ray. And he uses X-Brands. Um, so yeah, lots to, uh, lots to talk about when it comes to, uh, X-Brand goggles. And we thank those guys for making it happen. Chisholm, Kyle Chisholm had a good race this weekend, JT. Where's X-Brand? Um, he's been quietly good all year, to be honest. Yep. Yep. He's a vet, man. He's just smart. He's a yep. grit grinder. Smart racer veteran. too. Yep. Absolutely. Avoids trouble. Uh, all right. X-Brand goggles. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him? Yeah. Never you heard are. of him. He's my uncle. Okay. All right. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Let's go, Marks. Steve, who went balls out in each class at Glen Helen? Oh, Tomac went balls out in that second moto. Like balls everywhere. And uh, I'll go in, in 250s. Justin Cooper went balls out. I like that kid. Even though he doesn't know the Islanders. It's very disappointing. All right. JT, does anyone currently have the fitness to match Tomac? Marvin, I think, does, but it needs to be the right situation. Uh, if if they're just flat out on the gnarliest track where they just have to take a lot of chances and go way past where they're comfortable, then no. But if it's a track where it's a little bit more technical and you have to respect it a little bit more, I think Marvin can. Uh, I think Marvin, as fit as they come, I just don't think on a track like Glen Helen, I don't think he can go – 30 seconds. Place where Eli can. 30 I seconds. Eli has a little bit of regret. I don't care. 30 seconds. Uh, you know what? We got a guy from Australia on the line. We should probably take his call. 
let's stop this segment for a second. Nathan, what's up, man? Hey, man. Uh, so you used to be a factory Yamaha mechanic, right? I did, yeah. All right. So you see Barsha is coming down to Oz X. I saw that, yep. So you should be his mechanic and come down under. <laughs> I should be Barsha's mechanic and come down. Like, yeah, why not? Do, do you I think mean, Yamaha would be cool with that? Yeah, right. He's the best bud. JT, Yamaha, cool with that, you think? Uh, I think all parties involved would be not okay. <laughs> who says Who says no first, Justin or Yamaha? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'd like to go to Aussie Open. Uh, Nathan, I'm there for you guys. You guys are big Pulp fans, but I ain't paying for it. So. God damn it. Sorry, bud. I mean, I don't know. Have a, go fo- have a GoFundMe for me. No, no, don't do that. That, that'll say, actually happen. That's that's starting in yeah, an hour. Yeah, don't do don't that. Don't do that. Uh, I'd like to come down though, man. I really would, Nathan. It'd be fun. Um, yeah, make it happen. Yeah, let's do a pulp show down there, JT. I would love to go down back down there. I've been down there a few times. So I've always had a great time. I think, uh, and I've said this many times, it's one of the only countries, if not the only country, I could live in besides the USA. Mine would be Canada. Um, thanks, Nathan. Too cold for me. All right, in thanks, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, next question. Sorry, sorry, Marks. I'm asking you to do 18 things here. Marks is getting bombarded. All right. Uh, Daniel, could you work the phrase star-nosed mole into a Supercross Live broadcast? <laughs> star-nosed mole? Yeah. That's, that was Weege's word that he failed on, right? Yeah, that he refused to, to ask. Didn't you guys argue about this, too, on there a little bit? T- two of you were on one I listened to the review show. Was it you that said he should have done it? And JT, didn't you back Weege and say he shouldn't have done it? Is that how it went? I think it was It's over the line. It's too much. Too what, much is it, what is a star-nosed mole? Is, it, is that a real animal? It's a real mole. He has a star-nosed. That's it. He's yeah. got a star nose. He doesn't do anything well, what's else What's the difference cool? between that and, a, and a, uh, a leopard seal? Is that a real animal, too? Yeah. He used le- leopard seal all day long. What's the difference? I, I think it would have been okay. I mean, I don't know how I would have used it because I don't know what it is all the way, but... Yeah. I remember listening to the review show and kind of siding with you, Steve. I, I thought he could have pulled. I think he chickened out. Yeah, it's a bullshit. Bit. It's bullshit. Um, all right, Marks has to make make us wait. I, I just think it's he should he should do that. I just it's it's one thing we got. All of our listeners want to hear it, and I mean, Will Hahn could easily have been a star nosed mole for amateur racers. Shark with it. It's too much. It's supposed to be a word, not a phrase. It can't be some obscure animal. <laughs> Oh, but but crown molding is fine, and and chupacabra is fine, and yeah, chupacabra oh. took exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Toby, you got a question for JT? Well, uh, just actually more of a statement, uh, okay. JT. So I bought a fly uh, fly goggle bag. You know, that holds like five uh, holds like five pairs of goggles. Goggles, and I just want to tell you. Dude, that thing is totally awesome. It is just spectacular. I had another brand, uh, uh, an OGO, and it's just not near as good. So that thing kicked up. Fly racing so, goggles. Yeah. What's that? Oh, I just yeah, said, so, nice. Thanks. We we uh, definitely appreciate your business. Yeah, so thank you very much. And Steve, are you guys by any chance? So I live in Colorado and I've uh, never missed a Thunder Valley race including motocross nation. Are you guys by any chance giving away any uh, tickets for the race, either on this show or the Moto 60 show? No, sorry, man. They uh, Sometimes David uh, Claybaugh will contact me for tickets, but he didn't do it this year, so no go, bro. Okay. All right, man. All right, guys. Well, just thanks. And, yeah, JT, your shit's awesome. All right. You know great. what, Toby? We're going to give you a fly racing roller grande bag for that. 
Well, you know what, dude? I already won that. I actually already won a fly <laughs> wow. bag like uh, two months ago. Oh, well, that's very kind of you to give it up then. Uh, thanks for calling. Very honest. Very honest. That's yeah. awesome. Yes, Toby. You, uh, that's actually what, you're an American that's actually hero. What, uh, that's actually what turned me, you know, because then I ended up buying my kid a fly helmet and fly gear. bought myself fly gear. Wow. Yeah, then I ended up buying you guys uh, the, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the goggle bag. Too. Sweet. Oh, look at that. Look at yeah. we, we, we broke you into a fly customer. Good to hear, Toby. Yeah, thanks, man. So. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Darkside, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, I hung up on Darkside. Darkside, I hung up on you. My bad. I really didn't mean to. Scott, what's happening? Hey, uh, Glenn Helen comment slash question. Um, when I hear folks talk about Glenn Helen, it seems people often make reference to Mount St. Helens, which I always thought was in Washington, like a thousand miles away. And I just assumed... It was an honest mistake by people. Like, motocrossers were not that bright, myself included. No, it's an obstacle uh, name. It's like Holy Schmidt or the the whoop, the, the Loraco's Leap no. or whatever. That, that's it. That's just... No. No, on a recent podcast, JT was like, hey, Jeremy Martin was such and such down Mount St. Helen. And I'm like... Yeah, that's what they call smart. it. Not, that's what they call it. It's Glen Helen. That's, Mount, the name, that's an obstacle not, name at the track. Yeah, it's an obstacle Mount, name. Mount St. Helen is an obstacle name on Glen Helen? Okay, that's where my yeah. confusion was. I hear people reference Mount St. Helen. I'm like, that's a thousand miles away. I was very confused. We, we, just- I've been there, too. I've been to that, that uh, Mount St. Helens that erupted. I was there. JT does not mean that J-Mart was racing down the actual Mount St. Helen. No, <laughs> no. It does not people, mean that. People say that all the time. I'm like, it's a thousand miles away. I was so confused. I'm like, are we dopey motorcrossers? <laughs> okay, no. Well, I'm, glad we, I'm glad we said it straight, Scott. Thanks, buddy. All right, bye. Thank you. Got that straight. Dark side, what's up? What's up, man? Like I was saying, we uh, we just were finishing our show, and we wanted to call into the best show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Much better than yeah. Main Event Moto, that's for sure. Well, and the, and the Janky Moto X-Pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely better than those right. guys. The first thing I want to say is if somebody is not a hockey fan, they need to watch last night's game. God, I've heard about this all night long. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a great game. It was a fantastic Stanley Cup game. Uh, one of the better hockey games I've ever seen, and I've seen lots. Dude, I could hardly breathe last night. I was on the edge of my seat watching that game. That was amazing. So, yeah, I'm a fan all in now. Okay. So, hey, so um, just I wanted to see if you guys, I know Daniel's in. There's all these rumors about some big kind of announcement tonight. I wanted to see if I missed anything. Announcement of what? What do you mean? Well, well I don't know. Are you guys going to, like, have some superpower pod show now, or what's up? No, no, we are not announcing anything like that. No. No. I, I, I made it perfectly clear on Twitter where we decided not to buy pulp. Yeah. Right? And I don't even, I don't even <laughs> okay. like Daniel, so. Uh, well, we just wanted to call in and, uh, like I said, say again how much we love what you guys do and how much we appreciate everything your shows do, Mathis. It uh, keeps my day and me going during the day. Yeah, you hear that, Daniel and JT? My shows. My shows. It's Tony has hit the big time. Well, yeah, that's, what, that's the problem is. And I, I'd like to say as the producer over here, Darkside does a great job with the show and everything, but the amount of attention y'all give him with the ponytail, like wait, it's, his ego is getting out of control. He won't even not pit true. with us at the track anymore. He's well, like, we're not cool enough. He needs to. I mean, he needs to leave room control. for the. He, leaves, he needs to leave room for the pony to pit. He's a one man fire escape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, 
It's incredible. None of what he said is true, man. It, My ego is, it is as it always was. It was but a Twitter account. We just wanted to call in real quick at the end of our show. We had Alex on tonight. We knew you had Jeremy on. We thought that was kind of cool. But just call in and say uh, thanks, man, and, and to Daniel. Daniel knows how much I love his show. He's, he's a good buddy. Heck yeah, dude. His show sucks. All right, thanks, Dark Side. <laughs> thanks thanks uh that's dark side's janky show all right let's get on to this let's hurry up we got triadamitis coming up here let's do this um, come on i don't know where we are uh i forget the steve la- the last one was uh i forget yeah i, I okay. got you don't worry right. steve future headlines a ray extends fill-in no, ride no. with factory yamaha or a ray sidelined after sending it too hard in practice <laughs> again <laughs> B, B. Uh, A-Ray extends factory Yamaha ride until Coop comes back. Yes. He said it was great over there. They have lots of parts. That's a good question. Yeah. JT, future headlines for you. Oh, boy. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Which word of the day has been most impressive that we pulled off? Oh, man. That's impossible to answer. We've been doing this for years. Um, I will say this. Weege... Other than this weekend, this Starnos Mole was an epic fail. Sperm Whale, also an epic fail. I think those are the only two that he failed to <laughs> pull off. Uh, but he he has done a great job with this. Fans love it. It makes our show become a part of the bigger show. Um, I really appreciate the fact that he's willing to embrace this, you know, because it would be very easy for him to be like, no, this is, you know, I got to take this serious, blah, blah, blah. But he's all in. I, I, yeah. you know, I'm willing to give him a pass on starting as small. I think it's 39 awesome. seconds. I asked Ray Ferraro from Paul Pocky if he could squeeze in a word of the day on his hockey broadcast. He's like, hell no. I can't do <laughs> yeah. that. Like, yeah, he, could very, he could very easily say that. Too. Right. Uh, we each could. Yeah. All right, next question. Daniel, with Plessinger's size and weight, is there more a more unlikely track for him to win than Glenn Helen? Yeah, mainly because of the start. Um, the first one was good. The second one was pretty good. So I, I, I feel like that would have been a hard one for him, just because it's so long. And but then again, I mean, he's been getting them all year. Uh, yeah, I'd say he's kind of. I would say so past the most unlikely track. The question was, is We're there a Colorado more Colorado though track? with the, the, the altitude? That's right. And maybe he's got one more. I, I think if he gets past this weekend with some good starts, he's in the clear. All right, twenty-eight seconds. Good job on that. Steve, yeah. how many riders do you think would race an entire moto without a grip? Mm, all the championship guys would. You know what I mean? I don't know if uh, I don't know if Kyle Chisholm's. I know Chisholm would do it. Um, I don't know if a Cody Cooper's riding all moto with no grip. Maybe, but you know, all the championship guys. JT. Has Mathis spent over or under $6,000 on playoff hockey? Over. <laughs> Guys, I know the number. He told me at dinner. It's, it, listen, it's a Stanley Cup. You only Your team's an expansion team making a run for the Cup. You, you're all in. You got to go all in. That's it. I'm all in. It's disgusting, but I'm all in. It is disgusting. <laughs> Daniel, last None one. None of the Bathits are going to college. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> With the coming merger, what will be the new name of the original and still best Moto podcast? Uh, DMXS. Uh, what, what coming merger? What, you, what is he talking about? I don't know why. I, I don't know where that's even coming from. I don't know. Yeah. Don't ask is me. Is that it? Yes. 
X-Brand goggles are choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. It's that simple. EKSBrand.com. Please check them out on the web. Um, all right. Troy Adamitis coming up here from the Great Outdoors. Uh, he's got a new one out. And so get it wherever you can get movies from. Troy's coming up. Daniel Blair here. Jason Thomas on the line. We had Justin Cooper and Jeremy Martin already on. Stank Dog is coming up. What's Stank Dog going to do with no arena cross, bro? I think he'll decide that January 3rd or 4th. <laughs> I don't know when the first round is next year, but give it like Wednesday before yeah. and yeah. Uh, a decision will be made, I think. That's how it what, usually goes. Do you know anything about the new Supercross schedule at all? Yeah, I know that when I asked for it, they said June 13th. <laughs> June 13th? So for those of you out there that think okay. I'm like part of the inner circle, uh, yeah. I'm not. I got told to refresh the website on June 13th. I, th- I think it's the 13th. It's one of the teens. But uh, okay. I know a couple little things that slipped through, but I'll wait for it to come out. I don't want to get in trouble. Why don't you tell us now? Um, round one's at Anaheim. It's going to okay. be good. Wow. It's going to be good. Shocking. Breaking news. I know some new rounds, but I can't. There are some new ones. There are some new ones. Cool ones, too. Uh, what's your take on Arena Cross going away? Me? Yeah. Um, sad. I mean, I, I don't know the inner workings on that either. Um, but I, I'm bummed for it. I, I mean, I think I'm mostly bummed for, like, the staff and the crew that have been a part of it for a long time. But, um, you know, I don't know how the, the business workings of all that go and, and what the decision or why the decision was made all the way. But I don't know. I grew up doing it as a little kid. Um, you know, I raced my first pro race uh, in Arena Cross. So, and, you know, and then to do the TV stuff for the last four years was really cool to like be a part of the end of that thing. So I, I'm, I say a little emotional on it, but at the same time, I, I don't know the details, so I, I can't really comment on the decision. But um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, it's part of my job, and income's gone, so I'm kind of bummed about it. Yeah, JT Daniel loses out on his color analyst money for Arena Cross. Uh, I would say with Daniel's talent, he's going to find something sooner or later to, to fill that void. Pulp, pulp mix. Merger? Uh, maybe. Merger? DMXS, um, maybe. Um, uh, Dark Side. I, I feel like, JT, someone's going to start an Arena Cross series. It's, it's, my kid did it for 100 years, and that was because he was making money on it. Like, I, think you're, I think you're possibly right. Uh, the, big, the big factor of that equation is can they land a sponsor like Buku or someone to pony up, if you will, uh, some big dollars uh, to get it off the ground. If that happens, I think you're absolutely right because there are plenty of people out there that know how to do it. They just need the funding. So, yeah, I, don't, I could see it happening, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it. Don't you, Daniel? Maybe. I, I don't know if that quick, though, because this, you know, we just found out, like, right before Vegas. So, I don't know yeah, if something be... people have known. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> you're such a liar. I am. I swear on everything I found out after Reno. Yeah, you swear ridiculous. on everything. Babbitts has been Babbitts has been planning it out for all year long. They're like, yeah, we're going I to know in like February or something crazy, and I don't even work for anybody. Like, I have no idea. I have no reason to know that. I was told by employees that Wooster was already a book date for the following year, and I truly believe. I thought it was. I didn't yeah, think for it was a going fishing, down. Fishing expedition or something. Not for <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, I, I, I didn't know until after Reno. So, and I, I'm dead serious about that. But He's dead serious about this. No, shit. but as you far knew, as... You knew, you just didn't know officially. That could be pretty fair, but I, I didn't know for sure. Well, um, none of us did, but we knew that riders and teams were making sure, plans. But we, yeah. we knew. Like, you... You can't hear from that many people that are affected by it and not have a really good idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, even halfway through, though, I, I'm pretty close to Jacob Hayes, and there were already talks about an extension. So halfway through, 
they were still under the assumption that something was going to happen. So, oh, um, right. that's I, did, I did hear that it was still a possibility at times, but yeah, I'd, I'd heard that it was probably going away pretty early, which I'm sure you did too, but there's a lot of rumors. So I, I get it. Um, David, uh, speaking of Lakewood, David Clayball, what's up, David? How are you, man? You're the promoter at Thunder Valley. Yeah, not much. Just, uh, got home from a long day at the track. Yeah. How's it going? Everything good? Yeah, it's good. Got Shane Schaefer and that crew out there. Mark yep. Barnett comes in tomorrow, and oh, cool! It's looking good. Oh, good, good to hear. I'm glad you're listening tonight. We had a caller. We wanted some tickets. We didn't have right, it. Right, I heard that. I heard that. All right. Well, can we so, can we uh, give him a pair of tickets? Absolutely. Who yeah. was it? Who called? Wow, guy named Toby. Toby, call back the guy, the goggle bag guy. We'll give you two tickets. <laughs> That's right. Courtesy of David at Lakewood Thunder Valley this yep. weekend. Um, right, right. All right, so you want to give away a couple more, too, if we can? Yeah, why don't, why don't we do a total of six? All right, that's what I'm talking about. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Sure, We're gonna, no problem. We'll do two with the Moto 60 show, the Fly Moto 60 show on Thursday. We'll do two more tonight. Is that uh, – I'll get the emails and addresses to you. You can put them in a will call. Yeah, and then I'll just send them in a will call. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks, David. No problem. Yeah. Uh, talk to you this weekend. Yeah, see you this weekend, man. Thank you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Toby gets two tickets if he calls back in. I he kind of had a weirdo voice, so um, should should know him that way. Uh, Joe, what's up? You want to talk about A-Ray? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thank you. What uh, You've been on hold a long time, dude. Yeah, hour and a half. Okay, do you want to fly <laughs> racing gear bag for your efforts? Sure. All right, stay Thanks. on hold. Uh, stay on hold again. and you, we, we want to fly racing, uh, roller, grande gear bag, flyracing.com. This thing's so big you can fit Daniel Blair in the bag. In the bag. <laughs> I right, sounds you like sound yeah, you, <laughs> like zip? yeah zipped up you could roll them through the airport. Nice. Okay, what's up, bro? All right, I, was, I just wanted to call and ask if you guys saw a raid going down like like going down after the straight after the starting straight. Oh, like they showed Cooper Webb spectating. Okay, not only did a raid. Oh, we saw it, and and I I was at the race. JT was in our group text, and JT I got was, a great Polaroid of it. JT was not at the race, and all of a sudden the group text in all caps goes, "Oh my God, a Ray. That's what JT's text was after seeing that. Um, and A-Ray thinks that Wygant was setting him up, and Wygant swears it was a live cut right to about when he died. I mean, even the flagger was getting out of the way. He, like, he was almost <laughs> going off the track. <laughs> JT was epic. He was full stop of the, you know, like the bars only go so far each direction. Full stop to full stop. And then didn't he, he stopped at the bottom of the hill, like almost to like sort of regroup, <laughs> then gassed it and then swapped all the way back up the next one too. It's like he had yeah. to like catch his breath <laughs> and then went, all right, I'm, he, that's not enough. He was phenomenal. He was amazing. So, um, yeah, it was great, man. That's uh, yeah, A-Ray. We're going to try to cold call him later. So. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Thanks for taking my call, guys. All right, stay on hold, man. You got that gear bag. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Stay on hold. Marks, he wins a gear bag. He's on hold forever. Uh, Toki, Toby got him? Toby called back in? He's on one. He would like to talk to you, if he could. Toby! Yes, dude, you're the man. That's I'm awesome. not. David Claybaugh's the man. I'm not nothing. David <laughs> yeah. did it, man. You know You know what? I'd actually like to, and in case he is still listening, I'd like to pass a message to him. So I actually ride there all the time. And last Wednesday, a bunch of people showed up, and the uh, track was closed for uh, prep. Mm-hmm. You need to tell him, or Dave, if you are listening, you need a phone line or something so people can call so we know when the track's exactly open. 
He just so. gave you two tickets, bro. All right, okay? <laughs> no, no, like, no, 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 I mean... I, no, I am not bitching. I'm just saying there was like five or six people that came right at the same time I did uh, last Wednesday, and they just weren't open. But there's no way for anybody to call or anything to find out, you know, because they don't, like, post it or anything. So, Well, he just gave you two tickets, so he does a good job at Glen Ellen or, like, whatever he's good. All right? All right. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. All right. Toby gets... Fr- Tickets from David Claybaugh, and he's not happy with it. Um, <laughs> Seriously, though, like Lakewood's got to be right at the top, right? Lakewood is is the, the s- sneaky best race of the year. Uh, Denver's easy yeah. in and out. It's right on the side of the hill, so you can spectate uh, easily. It's got a good track to watch from. Pits are level, and everything's cool. Uh, easy in and out on our rental cars. No long lines. Yes, Lakewood is very, the most very important good. part. Starbucks. Always good racing on that track. Yes. Yeah, there is. Great uh, before we get to Troadomitis, uh, we have uh, Donald wants to talk about the jumps at Glen Helen. What's up, Donald? What's happening? Hey, hey uh, Steve Mathis. I met you. You were walking um, by the bathrooms at Glen Helen, and I was. I had a quick question. Did you get any feedback on like the them there, like kind of taming down those triples in the back? Did you hear anything from the pros? I know you had. Yep. Had yeah, they. Something. They, Davey Coombs went out there from MX Sports and worked with the track uh, builders, and they got them tamed down a little bit and uh, better, and they changed the landings a little bit. They made one shorter, and it seems like Donald, everybody I talked to said it was a good job outside of Phil, who still said it was a stupid track. But um, outside of Nicoletti, everybody seemed pretty stoked on it. Awesome, and I don't know how Blake back was able to hold on with that, that triple. Uh, right, that flat landing that was pretty hard. I was up there listening to those bikes hit the ground. Uh huh. They were hitting hard. Um. Yeah, dude. Yeah. No grip. Boom. Imagine that. <laughs> thanks, yeah. bu- thanks, buddy. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Do we give the others pair away already? So we're, we're good for that. You want one more pair of tickets? Listen to this Thursday show, Fly Race and Moto Sixty show. We're giving away another uh, pair of tickets to Thunder Valley. Thanks to David Claybaugh for that. Troy Adamitis coming up. JT, before we let you go on the show. Who's winning Colorado? You got to say Eli because it's Colorado, but he hasn't had a lot of luck at this race. You know, he had the huge injury in 15. Uh, you know, Ronk, Roxon stomped everybody in 16, 17. Blake, you know, I, I know Eli got arm pump or whatever, and there was a lot of breaking, you know, the breaking symbol came out yes, there. Yes. Um, but this hasn't been a great track for Eli. You know, which super strange home state. All we get all that, so I don't know. Um, I mean, Eli looks like the winner on paper, going you know four out of four so far. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say Marvin gets it done. Um, I just think he's he's going to rear his head at one of these things soon. And I think it's a track where if he gets a start, I think he'll be able to hold on to it. Uh, and the 250, uh, man, I, I think Jmart's going to Jmart's going to make an appearance here. Um, I, I like the fact that he's been training at altitude. I, I just think he's due and yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go off the, off the page for both of those. They really haven't. Neither of them have really made their mark just yet. Okay. Daniel. I agree on J Mart. Um, uh, kind of just looking at his results and the way he's been riding. I feel like it's been good. He just hasn't been able to put it all together. Um, and I kind of feel like he's a tad frustrated with that. So I could see him having a big day. And in the 450 class, I mean, it's hard to go 24-0 if you can't win Moto 5 and 6. So, obviously, I'm going to go Eli wins both motos. 
<laughs> He's on the perfect season train, JT. Yeah, it's lunacy. <laughs> lunacy. Well, that's what I was going to ask JT, but he already answered my question. I was going to say, when does Eli lose the first one? Like, how many will he go? And you're saying this weekend he's going to lose. Uh, he's going to lose one. Yeah, I mean, he could easily win here. Let's let's be real. Um, but I don't think I don't think there's any way he's going 24 now. I just I haven't seen anything in his career that would point to that. How about 12 and I don't think. Um. I mean, it's it's twice as likely. <laughs> I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, I uh, it's 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 insane. Like I told Jeremy, I mean, Eli should be a a three time champion right now, going for his fourth title, but he's not because he makes mistakes. Yeah, that's just that's just what he does, and that, I trust me, it's way better than I could do. And you always get that from any ah uh, people are jerk offs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Where's your outdoor like, title? We got that part. Yeah. We got that part. <laughs> But he just hasn't been able to exude that exude that dominance like James or Ricky did, and you know James made lots of mistakes, but that one season he didn't. So to say that Eli can't do it is probably not fair. I just wouldn't bet on it because I, even yeah. if he doesn't have, you know, even if he doesn't win and he gets second, I think that's a disservice to Marvin because I think Marvin's damn good, and I think Marvin will be at the front. And, and let's let's not kid ourselves. Anderson was two or three laps away from winning. You know, two days ago. So it's not that far fetched. Uh good to see um uh Roxon up there, JT. Roxon's uh you know, I was really worried about how the summer was gonna go, leaving Hangtown because in that second moto he seemed to be so far from having the complete package. But Gwen Helen really uh it changed my mind. I mean he was so great in that first moto. I did not expect that from him. I didn't expect it the pace. I didn't expect the endurance, you know, and, and yeah, okay, gave up the lead with 20 minutes to go, but he held on to Eli for a while, and, you know, it wasn't until the last couple laps that Marvin really made his made his move on him. And then the second moto to come from last to eighth, I think it, it showed a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of gains in one week. You know, typically these things take time to build, and for him to have any sort of charge left at the end of the second moto after what we saw at Hangtown, I was really, really surprised at how, how far he came in one week. If you're, if you're Eli, if you're Marvin, that's got to be a little bit eye-opening because you've got to look at it and say, hey, this guy just started, just started riding. Yeah. And last week, the second moto, he was so tired he could only hold on for like 16. Yeah. And now I'm chasing him around for 25 minutes here. You know, that's, um, that's a pretty big jump to make Kenny, uh, in one week. Kenny told me, and I'm not, I'm not calling him a liar or anything else, but – Kenny told me that last week's second moto was a, he was also came in with a bit of a cold, but JT, I mean, uh, that looked to me like not a cold that was affecting him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. You never I'm, really know, right? You, know, you right. never really know. But uh, in any case, whether it was a sick or whether it was whatever, the track suited him better. The temperature was definitely lower. You know, it was twenty five degrees lower probably mm-hmm. uh, than it than it was the weekend before, which definitely plays a role. Uh, make no mistake about that, but it was definitely a, def- a different Ken Roxon, especially in the second moto. Uh, so you know, I've I've sped all of my timelines up. You know, I thought the last few rounds he would be able to maybe contend for an overall. Yeah, but I think on the right day, I think he's going to steal a moto win at least sooner than later. I think it's going to happen uh, fairly fairly quickly here because let's be real, there are only three or four guys right now, maybe five at the most, that can win. And, I, and I'm 
I'm pretty sure of that. They're, that can win. So if you give Kenny a whole shot, and we've seen in the past where circumstances work out, he may, you know, he may steal one of these wins in the next couple of weeks. Uh, can we talk about two? Like before we go, we got Try Adam Mattis on the line, but no. can we talk about Roxon, Sealy, Craig, Geyser, uh, Brian Bogers, and Todd Waters, who just got the ride, all getting hurt this year for Honda HRC? Rough go. Yeah, it's pretty tough, man. Um, <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty bad deal. And, and you know the effort that those guys are putting in. You know how dedicated and focused HRC globally is right now. That's got to be a pretty bitter pill to swallow. You know, look at the, the commitment they made to Ken Roxon, you know, a couple years ago, and they really haven't been rewarded at all for that yet. And uh, it's just, it's tough. You know, Tim Geiser, two time world champion really hasn't been able to show anything that he's capable of in the last 18 months. It's been rough. You know, (laughs) so I hear so many people make jokes about the the Ricky curse. You know, they really haven't done much since he left there. And you just watch guy after guy after guy go down. You know, everything's going right in that first moto. They have, they're one and two. And then, you know, not only does one of them crash, but one of them goes out for the season. It's just, brutal yeah. feel for him yeah, absolutely flyracing.com everybody please check them out on the web uh big parts of our show and uh we thank we thank big parts of daniel blair's come back to riding also flyracing.com <laughs> yeah jt i finally got to wear the gear <laughs> so, are you staying married or what yeah she's she was she was there she was cool with it i she oh, allowed wow. it i only got 10 laps but 10 worth um, it laps yeah what uh, when it, that, i mean that's not really any different than normal yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh thanks jt appreciate it buddy thank you all right, guys. All right, see you. Jason Thomas, everybody on the show. The Great Outdoors is back. Daniel, um, you probably watched most of these years growing up All and of everything. Them. All of them. All of them. I know I did. Marks probably did. In between coding them, the Great Outdoors Motocross film franchise returns with the latest installment, relive all the drama from last season, and see motocross like never before through the lens and storytelling of famed filmmaker Troy Adamitis. Definitely check this one out. Find it digitally on stores like iTunes, Amazon, Worldwide. Uh, not only took a look at the USA Nationals, but Canadian Motocross and MXGP as well. Tomac, Muskin, Baggett, Alessi, Hurlings, Caroli, more. Available digitally, digitally worldwide, wherever you get your movies. Uh, the Great Outdoors, uh, main uh, genius behind all of them. On the line again, we've had him on before. We're happy to have him back on to talk about the series and more. Troy, Troy Adamidas, what's up, Troy? How are you, man? Doing great, Steve. How you doing, bud? We're good. Thank you for coming on. Daniel Blair is here as well. And uh, while well, you did it again, you, you made another one that uh, everyone seems to like. And and uh, in this world of ever-changing formats and movies and attention spans, one thing I think people can bank on is you're going to bring something new and exciting to the great outdoors. What did you think of the one that just came out? Well, I was actually really proud of it. And I, I forgot how difficult it was to... Uh, <laughs> trying to make an inter- entertaining hour-long piece, yep. you know, on, on motocross, especially because we had just finished doing season three of MX Nation, which took up, you know, a bulk of our footage and uh, stories. But there was yep. there was a lot going on last year, um, and I just missed doing the long form because I, I like uh, the shows being able to breathe and really be able to dig into people's story and kind of uh, – just let it kind of sit in that world for a while because these 10 minute shows that I'm doing for Red Bull now, they're, they're great, but, um, they're really, uh, you know, almost television format, quick, yeah. cut, cram a bunch of info in. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, 
part part of that's probably my fault. I'm sure I could slow down and tell stories there, but just it feels like you got ten minutes. You got to really tell a compelling story. So I've really been focused on those the last three years because that's what's uh, yeah. You know, that's that's kind of like my day gig. And I thought, man, I'm I miss doing a TGO. So we we took a couple extra people last year and we really did it on a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. You know, we took some of the footage that. Uh, we knew it wasn't going to make, and then we went after some stories that we knew we weren't doing for the Red Bull show, like Zach Osborne and uh, the Alessis, and we went over to the MXGPs, to Lomo, and just tried to make it a little bit more uh, of a worldwide uh, view of motocross, not just mm-hmm. the American series, because I didn't, I didn't want people to feel like that they were seen in was That was a challenge. That's the reason why it, it took a while to finally release it. I mean, normally we would release it right at the end of the season or before Christmas, but it just, we were just burned out and had to readjust and try to figure out, okay, you know, now we got to tell an hour long documentary. Um, yeah. And we had to relearn how to do it. But given those circumstances, I was, I was really excited by the way it turned out. Uh, your cell phone's breaking up a little bit. So just, if you Uh, were, Walking around or something, just to stay in one place if you can. Um, I don't want to head outside. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, it uh, it was. It did come out a little late when it when it came out. I didn't know you were doing this. I know about the Red Bull stuff, and uh, we see you at the races every 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 weekend. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, the Red Bull. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, the Great Outdoors is back. How many years since the last one? <laughs> it was six years. Wow, and, was uh, it really? Yeah, this oh, has shit. been six years. Yeah, <laughs> okay. because because we were doing that, and then um television shows started to kind of become a priority and we did uh the moto inside the outdoors for a few years on fuel tv and then we did behind the dream for a year uh for um well who was it whatever network that the supercross races are on fox yep and uh yeah so it had been a long time and part of the problem was that uh you know there was just doing documentaries and trying to figure out how to distribute them and how to make your money back just became more and more difficult because yeah. there's a lot, a lot of free content out there. And, you know, that was six years ago, it was still DVD world. So, you know, that was falling off. We're thinking, man, getting stuck with a, with a storage full of DVDs is was, was kind of happening, you know, cause you didn't, you didn't yeah. know how many to buy. And, yep. um, so finally the, the distributor, the orchard, um, who's been in the game for a while, you know, we, we found a, a partner and distributor that we thought, you know, knew what they were doing in this new streaming world, iTunes, Netflix, all that stuff. Um, so for many years there, we just weren't sure how to find a home and how to find a place that it could actually get distributed. So now that iTunes has kind of taken off and uh, this company, The Orchard, has tried and tested, you know, we decided to partner up with them and, and try it again. And it was it was a lot of fun. I'm just not sure, you know, if we're going to do it again or not. It just depends on how the reaction is yeah. and how the sales are and, and all that stuff. But, and, uh, and how's it going so far early on? I don't really know. I, there's a way that I could check it out. Yeah. Um, I think I'm kind of afraid to look, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I, yeah, so I, one of these days I'll look at it. Because I know that once I see if it's, you know, if it's not, you know, selling a lot, you know, then maybe the last one. Mm-hmm. But if uh, but if it's doing well and, you know, and if some sponsors, you know, get involved, I mean, I, I would love to, to do more and even to go to the Canadian series, go to the uh, GP series some more and just kind of make it uh, mm-hmm. 
fresh and new and, and worldwide because I'm really enjoying traveling over, uh, you know, to Canada and all these different spots, different tracks, different cultures that kind of uh, reignites, you know, uh, kind of the fun, you know, because you're not going to the same track. You're not trying to tell a, a different story with someone you've been working with for many, many years. And yeah. so fresh bases, fresh locations is something that I'm interested in now. And uh, sure. the Red Bull show has been really good about, you know, led, allowing us to tell the stories we want, not uh-huh. just, you know, strict Red Bull shows. And they're okay with us maybe messing around with other series and stuff. So they're 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 down to be experimental experimental with this um but uh, again those are those quick 10 minute ones so it's uh it's just a whole different animal i guess you'd call it troy with you know you you've said a couple times now that you like the storytelling aspect of it and you know in this sport it's hard to get a lot out of the guys i guess when you're there on the weekend you don't have the access and the time but have these guys been pretty receptive to helping you tell the story? I mean, obviously you got to get the content from yeah. somewhere. Have they been pretty cool? Cause in, on the weekends it's a lot tougher, but ha- have you been able to get at least the access and the stories that you want? Yes and no. I think, uh, you know, it's funny. It all depends on the writers, um, how their week was before, how their race was before. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you guys saw oh, this is a bad week. Oh, bad I, week. I, I get that too. L- listen, yeah. I, I, um, I asked Marvin to come on this show after he got like ninth one week, and I only asked him because we hadn't had on had him on for a while, and I heard that he was like, "Oh, he only wants me on. I do badly." I'm like, "No, I don't care. I don't care whether you win or got ninth." Like, but that's how these guys evaluate their self worth, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a shame because you know once once we all get caught up in that, we start to forget about people too. Because I mean, there's guys that uh, will do terrible one weekend, you forget about them, and then they come back and and go one one the next weekend. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like that they they like to be the underdog. You know, Blake Baggett right now, he's like, you know what, I, I do want to be on the show, but let's just wait till later. Uh, Jason Anderson, you know, wants to be on the show. Actually, I, I finally get to do some filming with him tomorrow down in San Diego. But, you know, after coming off the Supercross season, um, supposedly he just was overwhelmed by requests and his time. And so the last two weeks, usually when I – have my time with the guys. I mean, he was still, mm-hmm. you know, in, in Supercross, you know, talking about his his championship. And um, so it, it just, it really is week by week. I mean, I can plan something four weeks down the road with Roxon and, you know, yeah. injuries and all of a sudden he's like, oh, I just found out that I got to be over here on this time. So yeah. it's not it's not really their fault. It's, it's just the fact that I'm just one of many people that need their yeah. their attention. There are certain teams that are completely okay with us coming in with our mics and our cameras and even going inside the rig and getting that kind of access. And then there's other teams that are that are like, you know what, we don't want that. It's a distraction. We don't want other people to know what we're doing. Other teams, why would we want to give anyone an edge? And I, I respect that too. So the reason why you kind of see the same characters you know, over the years, it's just because those are the people that get it yeah. and want to do it. Yeah. And the people that you don't see are obviously the people that I, I, I ask every year, Hey, I really want you involved, but right. that's just not, just not their thing, you know, yeah. team wise or rider wise. It's, it's, I'm the guy that's like, Hey, we're not curing cancer here and more exposure is <laughs> always better, you know, but, uh, some people just don't get it. You know, they just don't understand it. So, 
what can you do? Um, it's the same people that are like, yeah. you know, that think nobody listens to this show, and we have forty five thousand mm-hmm. people a week downloading this thing. You know, so yeah. Um, no, I was. I'm. I'm actually shout out to you for for what you've been able to do, man. I I don't know how you do it. I, you say a lot of good things about my work, but what you got going on right now? First of all, just hosting a show and then just being able to carry it for how many hours is it on? It's like four and a half tonight. Yeah, but and Daniel Blair's not helping at all. No, nope. <laughs> he's not doing anything. He's just watching Star Trek or Star Wars. Um, hey, so I know, I know it's I know it's I know it's it's just a lot of work, but I I respect what you do. So thanks, Troy. I appreciate it. Um, yes. Which segment? did you like the most? I mean, I know that's like asking which is your favorite child, you know what I mean? But which mm-hmm. one did you find interesting? Did you find uh, uh, inspiring uh, that you yeah. did? Well, you're probably going to know the answer, but the whole reason why, another whole reason why I wanted to do The Great Outdoors was I just, I missed the Alessis. <laughs> I really did. I, I wanted God, to you, you, you really <laughs> exposed all of us to the Alessis over the years, Troy. You really have. I, and I felt like we can't have a great outdoors without the lessons. So I'm thinking, okay, what what can we do here? So I found out that Mike's writing up in Canada. Tony's got a new team. It's a whole different dynamic. Tony's got a new job yep. with Smart Top, and it's been a long time since I've, you know. And I and I also wanted to talk to him because it's like, hey, you know, I always wonder if they look back on those shows and if they think, man, what were we doing? Or if they looked at it and they think. <laughs> Hey, that was, you know, that was us. That was us doing yeah. it. We, you know, we, we, uh, you know, we're happy and proud of how we were. And th- that, that's the latter of it is what I hear, you know, Hey, that was us. You documented us. That was us trying to win a championship. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool to see what it's like now? And I wanted to kind of relive all those like classic moments, but, uh, I, I put them in there. I, I, I showed a cut to the Alessis and they're like, man, I don't know if we should just bring up all that old stuff. You know, let's just start fresh. And, you know, we're, we're, we're different people now. We're all older. And I thought, yeah, you know what? You're right. Because all those moments are great that we got. And I want to kind of contrast and compare like Tony then, Tony now, Mike then, Mike now. But I think it turned out really good just uh, starting today fresh and moving forward. Like, here's the Ulysses now. Yeah. The past is the past. And this is them, you know. Yeah. Tony's just being a dad now. And, Mike pulls off the track and gets fifth, and Tony's like, "Good job!" Pats him on the back. Yeah, it's like, and that that was all that was all real, you know. You yeah. never you never got to see that, so I was I was excited about working with them again, and really happy with how they've, you know, the, over the ten year relationship that that you know we're still good friends, who, you know. Who can forget the kayaking? Who can forget? <laughs> that that was what I wanted to put. I put the kayak scene in there, <laughs> and uh, oh. he's like, "Yeah, let's let's don't go back there." Um, so far in 2018, we've only done two rounds, but what's caught your eye? What's been interesting for you? Like, I mean, what do you, what what yeah. are you thinking? Well, again, you know, every season is I try to approach it a little different, and. Uh, I kind of miss the privateer story, like the kind of like the struggle of the guy that's, you know, is, it's a huge uh, day for him if he gets 15th or gets 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to do a lot of those stories. We used to do a lot on the privateers. And then it, I wasn't really sure what the state was of, a, a, you know, yeah, a privateer, are there privateers so. now? And, yeah. Okay, well, then this Rock River team, Rock River Cycle Trader, Cycle Trader Rock River team um, has kind of, made their own, carved their own path as far as, you know, helping the privateers. They've become their own team now. So I thought that 
uh, Christine, who runs that team, would be a really interesting character. You know, a female running a motocross team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then their their riders, as soon as they get a podium, they're gone. They're off to a team that you know yeah. that makes money that can actually offer them. I thought, well, that's that's kind of a bittersweet, yep. or maybe a frustrating position to be in. And then, sure. uh, um, and I like the fact that they pick riders that are young or maybe someone from overseas. They they truly give like a young guy a shot rather yeah. than somebody that's been in the industry for a long time that's looking for a ride. Yep, you know that that has had opportunities in the past. So I I really like that about them and. Um, so I, I kind of, the first episode or maybe the second episode is going to be, a, you know, here's the teams that have everything and here's the teams that have nothing kind of compare and contrast to show, you know, the audience, Hey, this is, this is how much a difference makes, you know, if you're riding for factory KTM, as opposed to, you know, the, the cycle trader team, this is what these guys have to work with. And this is what these guys have just to try to get a clear understanding of how important, you know, the, the right equipment is and having the right places to ride and the right, yeah. um, you know, people around you. It's just, uh, and also shine a light on the fact that, uh, it's not like any other sport, you know, you, you have to do it yourself. If you, if you don't have a track to ride, you got to buy land and build your own track. I mean, that's so different than people. Nobody builds a football field in their backyard so they could practice. They go to their, you know, they go to the professional team and they, and they practice. So these guys have so many, so many things that they have to reinvest in. If you don't have any money, well, you're, then you're stuck. And so I just wanted to show that side and I haven't been able to do that for a while because a lot of the people I've been doing jobs for are more interested in, okay, let's just yeah. do stuff on the stars, the big names. Yep. And yep. The Red Bull's cool. They, they agree that this would be a cool story to go after. So that's, that's something I'm excited, excited about for this year. Choi, for this film, the the Great Outdoors, you mentioned earlier about it was on a more of a shoestring budget and it was a little bit tougher to pull off. When you have a budget like that and you know like you're, what you're trying to put together, how do you maximize what you have? Because obviously you've got pride. You want to put out the best show possible. At the end of the day, your name's on it, so you're going to give it everything you got. But when the budget is a concern, like how do you? I mean, how do you work around that? I mean, we know that in this sport, and as far as a racer, riders work around budgets. So I just wanted to kind of know that side of it from your point of view. Well, the you have to cut corners and you have to do it all yourself. So I have, you know, I couldn't hire editors. I I could hire a couple extra shooters. I usually have an editor, I have a writer, people that I work with. But the only way you can save money is just to sit down and edit it yourself. And that's why it took so long. I, I haven't had to sit down and cut something in a long time and uh i got to the point where i was halfway through it and i said this is never going to get done you know <laughs> I, that, that, you know what that was another reason why that it, there wasn't a lot of hype behind it because i really didn't know if it was going to happen until it really happened until yeah I, I said okay i'm over the hump this is really going to happen um and then that's when you know i started letting people know and i started doing more more uh work on it but you know, just doing it yourself, that's why it took four months to cut it, is because it was me and then a guy I've been working with forever, Dave Dawes, came down. And I just mm-hmm. called him and said, man, I, I need your help. <laughs> help me. And yeah. He, yeah, help me. He came down. We spent about three month, three more months on it and, and finally got it done. So I guess to answer your question is just I hire less people and do more, take, take on more of the workload and, yeah. you know, just do double time. I've I've done videos before, and it's so tough to – to cut something that you love and you know it's going to be in there, but it's too long. And you know, I do these I do these long form stories on Racer X too. I just did one with Chad Reed's team, 
And it's much like a movie. It's much like a video. I had twenty. I, I had seventy thousand words, and I had to get it down to a reasonable amount. I got it down to twenty-two thousand, and I mm. cut some stuff out that I'm like, I don't want to cut this out, but I right. have to. I have to. This is forty words that are, are already been said at some point or said differently. And but I love that Chad said this, but I got it's got to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, yeah, it's tough, man. That is the hardest part. I, I got to tell you. Doing that yourself is the hardest part because when you go out and shoot a story, you get really attached to it. You go out and tell yeah. a story, you oh, get yeah. really attached to it. Yeah. Like, man, I spent all day getting a shot. It took me forever. I had to fly <laughs> across the country to get this interview. But if you have an editor that's not attached to it and they just come in and they know what they're doing, they will just say, nope, yeah, it doesn't work. Cut it, 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 doesn't, right. it, right. does, yeah, it, it doesn't hurt as bad. It's their job to find out what the best story is and you just have to let it go. I mean, that's that's the beauty of having an editor is that that uh, obsessiveness, you know, that you think about, oh, man, no one's ever going to get to see this moment or that moment. you got to put that away and just have somebody yeah. tell the right story for you. So that, that's what I was going through. It's like, oh, man. The Great, the great yeah. Outdoors is out. It is back. Find it digitally on stores like iTunes, Amazon, wherever you get movies from. Tomac, Moosecan, Baggett, Webb, Hurlings, Caroli, Alessi, and more. TGO is back. Um Troy, uh, Daniel Blair here did not know that you were the man responsible for Fresno Smooth, and we always talk about it on our show. So I'm not, we're not going to go down that road again. We've already talked about it. We love it. It was phenomenal, but Daniel Blair did not know you were the guy behind Fresno yeah. Smooth. Yes, me and uh, me and a partner named Adam Barker. I actually watched it the other the other day. You did? I, only, <laughs> I, wa- well, I watched the first probably 15 minutes and then and then I just I don't know I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> like, no, but I, want, I wanted to watch I wanted to watch it again I thought man you know let's just let's just sit back and enjoy it and I, I was enjoying it for a while and then I think there's a certain once it gets to a certain part of the movie I think it's when the golfers show up and they're like <laughs> the golfers it's like what are these golfers doing um, but uh but I, I was I was really into it for the first 15 minutes and I thought I'll just I uh, I signed this I signed this flag for a fan this weekend, and he had J Bone sign it, and he had J Bone write Fresno Smooth next to his signature. <laughs> so yeah, in 20, 2018, this guy's like, "Can you put Fresno Smooth next to your signature?" And J Bone did, <laughs> and J Bone did, of course. So um, that's yeah, he's a good sport. Oh man, the white trash hookers comment <laughs> is 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 gonna never leave him. You know, um, yeah, there there is some classic classic one-liners in there for, for our little industry you know you hinted at a, at a at a sequel last time you were on our show well that was that wasn't me though that was that was i think adam was was getting a, a sequel going okay but, uh, I, I didn't have anything to do with it i think uh and I, I don't think i ever will to be honest but i think uh i think it is in the works but i, I haven't heard much lately but i think that if if it did happen um I think people would love it, but I, I think it would be really hard to kind of capture that what was going on then because we were really young and we didn't really give a shit about you know sponsors and this and that. We're actually just trying to make fun of a lot of the extreme games and X games and and all that. And over the years, I've learned to appreciate it so much. And they're like, oh man, this is this is my bread and butter, you know. And I, at first, I think I was kind of making fun of it and not caring about. You know, just building jumps and having guys go out and and jumping as far as they can, and not even caring about you know the risks that are involved. It's just right. I, I've learned a lot over the years, so I don't, I just don't know how you could do that again. You know, yeah. twenty years ago or something. But yeah, yeah. It's well, possible. 
if you want, we'll start a GoFundMe for our listeners, and we'll get we'll get you some cash to to make a <laughs> to make a Fresno smooth too. I have to be in it though. That's the that's the. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the draw. Right. That's the thing. Um, Troy Adamitis on the Pulp and Mech Show, brought to you by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Myself and Daniel Blair here. The Great Outdoors is out. It's uh, finally returning. Six years. You made me feel really old, Troy, when you said that. I, yeah. It does not seem like that long. I thought it was less than five. I thought it was like three or four. <laughs> I would have said three or four for sure. Um, so it is out now, available wherever you get movies. And, uh, man, it's fantastic. So uh, thanks for your time tonight. I really appreciate it. Good luck with everything. I see you every every Saturday at the races. And, uh, mm-hmm. man, you are one hardworking dude. That is for sure. Like you, you're head down and you are on a mission to, to film and, and capture yeah. it. And that's cool. I need to smile more. I yeah. need to smile more and say uh, say hello to people and not just run around and do my job. <laughs> you, you you do you you do do that. You have your work face on for sure, uh, almost yeah. all the time. But that's all right. That's that's what you're doing. So I appreciate it. Um, thank you, man. Thanks for the time. Yeah, uh, good talking to you, Daniel. Uh, you too. And uh, get great outdoors wherever you get movies from. It's out. It's back. Thanks, Troy. Thanks, Steve. See ya, Troy Adamides. Everybody on the Pulp Mech Show brought to you by BTOSports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Uh, let's go. Tyler, what's happening? Hey, uh, I just wanted to talk about A-Ray and his uh, awesome ride on uh, the second moto. Yeah. Wondering uh, what you guys thought. I know he kind of did the cycle trader thing, but is he officially off the island now? Dude, what I think he is. I mean, even the cycle trader ride is, is not a privateer ride per se to be on the island, you know? It's still... He doesn't get salary, but he's getting full expenses. He gets to keep his purse money, free gear, you know, all that stuff. So that's off the island, I, th- I feel. Like Daniel Daniel was a real privateer in his van with his brother. So, you know? Uh, do, you, do you think this uh, factory ride going to lead anywhere? I mean, if he strings some good uh, results into the next couple of rides, do you think he can possibly fill in for the rest of the outdoors or maybe get think, a better soupy ride? Or? Uh, I think there'd have to be an injury, but um, – it's cool, man. He ran ninth in a second moto for a long time, you know? So Yeah, he did good. Um did good. and uh, you know, it's all because of Pulp Max. I tell him that all the time. For sure. Thanks, right, buddy. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. We got a Toby is upset that he thinks David Claybaugh doesn't like him. <laughs> Toby. So hey, so I just want to make a public apology to Dave and Thunder Valley. Dude, that came across so wrong. It couldn't have come across. We all make mistakes, Toby. Totally, you know. So listen, I just want to say, you know, I, I was just trying to make a suggestion, dude. That track is by far the best track in Colorado. It's the best national. I mean, it is absolutely fantastic. I was just trying to make a suggestion about maybe an easier way to check out track conditions and stuff. But dude, I was not trying to. I mean, I appreciate Dave for that. That is super awesome. And like I say, the track is super awesome. And they came across so wrong, man. I am so sorry. I, I'm sure I, that that. Time like such a douchebag comment and i did not mean for it to come across like that so i am really appreciative of the tickets and I oh, okay toby, toby we got it we got it oh, i was just gonna say i'm right. glad he called back because those tickets were not going out they were, they no, were you, not you had you toby. lost them but you got <laughs> them back i don't even you know what i don't even care about the tickets anymore it's well, my favorite uh, track. i love the track i just that came across so wrong man like well I said, toby you're lucky awesome. you were lucky awesome. that you are a fly racing consumer and uh, we let you back on the show three times. So just, I want you to know Sorry, that. guys. Thanks a lot, man. All right, thanks, though. We appreciate it. Hey, it's okay. We all make mistakes. <laughs> Daniel got that hooker in Thailand. 
at one time. And, <sighs> I mean, things happen. It was in Vietnam, but whatever. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's all the same, right? <sighs> uh, Daniel Blair on the show here. Uh, Stank Dog coming up shortly. I'm looking forward to talking to Stank. If he answers his phone, we'll see. Yeah, what is that, 50-50? And... 60-40 because I'm on, so and I want to talk to him. I haven't talked to him in a while. Uh, BTOsports.com, uh, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5. Uh, love these guys. Uh, Michelin Motorcycles. Uh Dot com. Uh, go there, check them out. They got 21 different sizes, four versions of the tire, hard, medium, soft, and sand. The tires contain a, contain a completely redesigned casing, uh, more aggressive self-cleaning uh, tread design, a durable yet more flexible sidewall, and a more pliable bead package for easier mounting. Pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels, no matter the conditions or terrain. We uh, had a Michelin Star Cross 5 ride day out at Western uh, Raceway after after Vegas. It went very well, thanks to the folks at Western Raceway. If you live out here in uh, Vegas or Kingman area, uh, go there riding, and uh, maybe you'll see me out there. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Uh, folks love it. Twitter people love it. We've got lots of feedback from this. I heard from uh, another sponsor this weekend that they would never have heard of a Michelin Star Cross 5. Or would have thought about it anyways, and now that they, because they listen to the show, they, uh, they're going to buy a set. So, Michelin Star Cross 5, uh, Maxima USA, FMF, they're a big part of you for a long time, Daniel, and oh, yeah. folks at FMF. Is there anybody they don't help out, I think, over the years? I don't know. I rode for them a bunch of different times, and always good. I mean, going way back to my, my mini days, uh, I remember when they, yeah. I guess, first kind of emerged out on, and then now, I mean, look at them. So, uh, it's pretty cool. Works Connection? Oh yeah, you're close to those oh, guys. Yeah. Come oh yeah, oh yeah, they're NorCal guys. Oh, um, they're good guys, and I've ran nothing but works connection. My bikes, pretty much. I don't actually. I think I've. I don't think I've ran anything <laughs> but them. I, them are stock. I've never run anything else. The Elite Pro Perch. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I, should, I should know the name. I think it's Elite. I think so. Elite Pro Perch. I've been out of the game for a couple of years, so I'm gonna get shit from those guys if they hear this. But I put one on my uh, RM Army. I love it, man. The thing's so awesome. It makes my clutch feel like butter. Atlas neck brace. Jason Anderson just won a 450 Supercross title wearing an Atlas neck brace. So maybe you should think about it, jerky. Uh, w Wheels. Uh, thanks to W for the hospitality this past weekend at Glen Helm. They had a whole roped off thing for people to go watch from a VIP area. I was one of those. Uh, speaking of Jason Anderson, his team uses W Wheels for uh, all their wheel needs. WUSA.com. Whether it's a kite, whether it's a talon, they can build a wheel set for you. Vintage bike also. They do very well with the vintage bikes. Guts Racing, another NorCal company. Oh, yeah. Andy Gray. And you just had him in recently, right? Andy was after Vegas. Yeah, oh, yeah. he out here. I've known him since we were. We lads. Uh, Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save with Guts Racing. Whether it's a cover, a base, a foam, a complete seat, a tall seat, a low seat, skinny seat, fat seat. And the majority of all the seats on the line at the races. Seats and covers. Guts Racing. Get Data. Alex Ray uses Get Data on his bike. Uh, Pro Filter as well. Pro Filter has joined, and they are a uh, company that will give you an, a reason to never clean a filter again. MaximaUSA.com for more information from Pro Filter, guys. Uh, you can use the code to save. All of our stuff is under sponsored deals as well, uh, so you can please check them out there. Uh, all right, let's... Um voicemail 702-586-7857 call anytime we haven't done these always but let's play them tonight because daniel blair doesn't have to get on the road to get back to cali he is uh flying out in the morning so here's the best of the best that was for voicemails this week 
Yeah, just listening to the guy calling the Paul Pomex show, and uh, he was saying about, oh, he makes a hundred thousand dollars a year. He's college educated, and he can't afford to go out and buy a brand new bike. Now, don't get me wrong; bikes are getting a bit outrageously priced, brand new. But RM, the RM Army Suzuki has a deal every single year to get sixty months zero down, zero percent interest. You're telling me you can't afford a hundred forty bucks a month? You have a mortgage. You make a hundred thousand dollars a month, a hundred thousand dollars a year, motherfucker. Like you can very easily afford a brand new bike. Angry. If you can't, you're doing something wrong with that one hundred thousand dollars a year you make. Nobody says you have to go out and spend. $10,000 on the bike and drop cash all at once. Like, you're allowed to put 2000 down and then make payments on $8,000 worth of fucking pay, uh, worth of a bike. Like, I've had my bike for five years. I take care of it. I've been paying on my RM Army bike for... This is the race deck round of the night, actually. Yeah, I said that you this did is, one of these earlier. This is no? the race deck round of the night. I, I, I like this guy's passion. This is, this is great. He's got some points, too. He does. Yeah. Three and a half, four years now. Like, God, just get a payment plan. Get a loan. It's not that hard. Hey, Matt, this is Victor from Michigan. I don't know if anyone's ever brought this up before, if it's just me, but has there ever been the idea to make some sort of article for Filthy Phil that's called the fill-in? You know, like P-H-I-L-N? I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Figured uh, maybe you can have some sort of sponsored segment or something, and I don't know, call them up like a cold call or schedule it or, you know, figure out the details from there. But I want to make sure at least someone had thought of that, if not me. All right, later. Phil has been with JGR as a fill-in rider for three years now. We literally been making that joke for three years. Fill in, Phil. Phil is a fill in, Phil. Yes, we have written that. We have said that. I know this guy take it. This guy's just think he's just got this, but. No offense, we're on that. We've been on that for a long time now. Hey, Steve, can you do some more of the Creators Series podcast? Oh. I love those things, man, and there's not enough of them. I appreciate it. See you. I hope this guy doesn't think they're new. Does he think they're new? I don't know. They're my old podcast with a bunch of guys that started companies. Jim Hale I did one with. Uh, Eddie Cole is coming out soon. I did one with Pete Fox. He did a couple with Pete Fox, right? Um, yeah, but I just taken the old shows of real interesting guys in the industry and remastered them and remixed them and put them back out because I get a lot of people that are like, "Hey, man, uh, you know they don't they, want, they don't go back and listen to the archives." So maybe he wants more. Does he want the old ones more of the old ones or more new ones? Maybe all of them. I mean, personally, for me, I'm kind of fascinated by the way businesses start and yep. how they get to. Level one, level two, and then to the big time. So maybe he wants more. Maybe just okay. maybe some just start maybe doing that. one with the founder of Eagle Grit. That's right. It's there's not much. To, it'll last five minutes. It's only been around for a year and a half. But EagleGrit.com. EagleGrit.com. Best hand cleaner out there, bro. Please check it out. Hello, uh, Smelly Steve. It's a me, Giuseppe Luongo. Listen, <laughs> I want to talk about this. You don't uh, like this. You don't like this? Yeah, yeah. That's, you shake your head. Yeah, it's a little much. This is funny. But it's good. Okay. A little much. Kiss on the lips. It's a no problem. We do it all the time. We kiss. What he's talking about is... 
Yeah, fill me in. Okay, so I don't want our list. Our regular listeners are tired of hearing about this. But fill him in. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Nicoletti me in right now. I have no idea what this is. The Kiefer's come over, Heather and Chris. Okay. And we are such good friends with them that Kiefer started kissing my wife on the lips. Hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. And he says, That's right. and he says he does this for real close friends. Okay. So my wife's like, yeah, she's cool. And so I started kissing his wife on the lips <laughs> and she's cool with it. So, okay. So yeah, we, you like that? So we exchange hellos. Like, you know, not like you and I did the bro. Well, no, we did the hand. Yeah. Hang. Yeah. Right. So we're going to keep it at that. And we're going to keep it at that. <laughs> and, and so here's the thing. Is the Kiefer's, both of them, see absolutely no problem with doing this, and they think it's pretty normal. And we're like, Marx's, Marx, me, whoever else is alive and in the room at the time, are like, no, 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 no. That's not how friends greet each other. Like, it's cool if you want to do that, but for you to not think it's weird. <laughs> okay, so do you have any, what's your wife's name, Maggie? Maggie. Do you and Maggie have any friends? That you kiss on the lips, the uh, significant others. <laughs> no. no, like I wouldn't even think of that. Okay, like, well, Kiefer has a. This is his. Well, move. now I'm really concerned because um, I am. I'm. I'll let it out. I'm staying the night here tonight. Yeah, yeah. In the guest room. Yeah. Is that where they stay? <laughs> and, no. <laughs> no. and has has the room been cleaned they, out since they, the last Kiefer visit? They they have not stayed. There. They leave uh, after the show. Okay. Lipstick on your dipstick. Okay. But, uh, that's so, a little so, odd to me. I don't. I don't know. That's listen, a, that's I get to different. kiss Heather, so I'm down. <laughs> but it's weird, and they think it's normal. Well, what if it wasn't? What if it was weird for them at first, and it, then it just grew on them, and now it's growing on you? So now, give it a few more months. You're not gonna think it's weird either. No, it's gonna be your well, thing have too. You seen, have you seen Marx's wife? I haven't. What Marx, is it? Is it? Is it a no go? No. Is that why you come here by yourself? Yeah, mi- yes, absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't mind kissing her on the lips. <laughs> no shot. Not That's happening. all I'm saying. Not happening. Because um, of, of her or you? Who says? Who puts the hard no on that? It's not even getting to her. Like, she's not even... <laughs> the conversation isn't even getting there. Just saying. We're close friends. It's getting cut. We're close friends. That. Uh, no, it's just... So this is what this guy's calling about. Because we, we, we had this debate, and the Kiefer's are like, what? What? You're just okay. good friends. And we're like, yeah, but... All okay, right. so well, let's hear what Giuseppe has to right, say let's, about let's, it. Let's, let's or not. We kiss at the lead. <laughs> we kiss at the booty. We kiss at the nookie. It's a no big deal. I don't understand what the big problem is. So, when I see you at the MX of Nations where we will destroy America and take over the world, <laughs> I kiss at you on the lips. I kiss a pookie on the nookie. And you can kiss uh, David on the lips if you want to. I don't know. I don't know if you go that way, but hope to see you there. Ciao. <laughs> this, he sounds yeah, like uh, Adam Sandler, the, the goat. You guys remember the goat yeah. skit? Yeah, yeah. He does something like the goat. <laughs> Roger <yeah>. Staubach. <laughs> he throws a good one or something. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I was calling about uh, last week's show. was good called in about the Athena Big Bore kits. Um, I had one on my 08 RNZ250. Um, yeah, we did everything we you know could do out of our house instead of going and buying a motor. So I was racing against Davenport and Landon Powell. I whole shot of both of them in um, 
Tooele, Utah. Davenport was so pissed off because I hole shotted him both motos. It, at the end of the day, he came up to my our trailer and he goes, I want to know who does your effing motors because I spend, you know, $8,000 on my motor or whatever it was. And he was pissed off and I said, oh, I did it myself. If you want me to do yours, you can send me $8,000 and I'll do your motor too. But I just thought it was pretty funny. I had to call in and uh, share that experience with you guys. Uh, Athena, Thanks. Athena is a sister company of Get. So, uh, if you want a deal on anything from Get or Athena, uh, email us using the sh- contact form on Pulpamex, and uh, we will get you uh, a deal. So. Steve, I know you don't play voicemails anymore, but I just have to tell you, Gaudy, man, he is annoying, man. I mean, I want to like him because he sounds so Canadian, and I like that. I think it's funny. Yeah, well, entertaining, not funny, but. Uh, he is just not fun to listen to, other than the accent. So, I don't know. Take what you got to take with that. And I'm not trying. I, I like him, but he, he's just annoying. <laughs> Thanks, <man. laughs> Wow, I like Goldie. He's funny on the show. So shows. do I. Yeah, you know. So. He's just annoying. Yep. Hello, this is Big Boy. I just wanted to be calling to be talking about Glen Helen's motorcycle track. It looks actually quite nice. Uh, I feel like Josin Barcia is going to be ripping on this day of motocross. Okay, I rip RM fly, ra- fly racing. I tell you what, this is a big boy. Okay, you have a good one. These, are our, list- these are our listeners, everybody. Yeah, these, say, these are, these just, are wow, listeners. Giuseppe's got... Two accents. Two accents, yes. Sound, sound like Borat. <laughs> well, it sounded like two different. I like very uh, much. Yeah, like, it sounded yeah. like two different accents. He kind of <laughs> lost it halfway through and turned it into something else. Let's go next one. Hey, thanks for taking my message. I love listening to Pope Max show. You guys got to talk about the Hangtown post-race show with Wygant and Jimmy Allerson and Barsha and talk about how hammered Alberson is. Get a story from him. Fill us in yeah, what's going on. He was hammered. And what he's been up to since him and Georgia Lindsay have split. Peace out. Yo, well, Stevie, what's up, man? I had to share this with you. I didn't call the, oh, the other part. I don't want to tie you up there. Gringo. Work, Bobby. But, uh, hey, check this out, bro. We had a situation. I thought you'd appreciate this. I'll try to make it quick. We had a situation here with a driver, right? I ain't mentioning no names. UPS driver. Let's just call him Beaver. Anyway, uh dude got molested. You know, he was sleeping in the back or something. Some situation went down where a, a guy ended up in the back of a bunk pulling on a sleeper. I mean, uh, pulling on a zipper, right? <clears throat> Check this out. So we're on a conference call discussing what this had happened. And we're asking, everybody's asking, holy crap, you know, what would you do with that? You know, if a dude crept up in the back and started tugging on your zipper, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So everyone was in agreement, you know, we thought I'd beat the fuck at him, I'd throw him out of the truck or whatever, blah, 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 you know? But we came around, one dude on the call, on the call yo, am I bullshit? Am I bullshit? You're right. One dude on the, on the, on the line, bro, on a conference call. What does he say? Say it so they don't think I'm bullshitting. What did he say? The guy says, if you caught the dude going in the back and yanking on your zipper and wanted to go to town on you while you were in the back, you know what he says? Check it out. You know what he says, Steve? He says, 
says, well, damn, I pretend I was still sleeping. And my bullshit tell you what, huh? My bullshit? You know what I'm saying? I had a share that with you. You don't know what you're dealing with down here, bro. No. Silence of the lambs all over the place, bro. (laughs) 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 Go Zach Osborne, baby. That's that's our buddy Gringo. I know you'd appreciate that. Our UPS driver. It's greatly appreciated. It was a great story. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, uh, you look, and Stank Dog is on the line, and his two-stroke KTM that he is racing right now, Comstock with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory. 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was founded in Italy, Blair, and today they're renowned for they are because they are renowned for their reputation for exceptional quality. OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. Pulp Mech Show 2018 is the code to save at Vertex Piston. Get yourself a Vertex Piston kit today. Uh, replica, high comp, high comp, GP-style configurations, two- or four-stroke stuff. Whatever brand to bike, Vertex Pistons will be there for you. And they are proud to bring you our next guest on the show. He is uh, Stank Dog himself. What's up, Stank? How are you, man? What up, Steve? What's going on, dude? I got some guy in here. He's claiming he won a Lights Arena Cross title. Stank Dog? Do you? Uh, Kyle White? I don't know who it is. I don't know. He says he he says he won he says he won Arena Cross, and then he was a commentator for Arena Cross. Tyler Bowers. That's the only man I know that's good in Arena Cross. Yeah, that's the only dude I know too. The only dude that's friendly too. Oh man, it's gonna start off like oh, that. Wait, huh? wait, is, that, is, that <laughs> is that Daniel Daniel Blair's in house? Oh, hey. oh yeah, Fox Sports is Daniel Blair. <laughs> oh hey. What's up, Stank? Where's your red plate? <laughs> um, I'm 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 letting Tomac borrow that one for a couple weekends. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um, thanks for coming on the show, man. Hey, why this switch to a 252 stroke? What uh, what what prompted that? And uh, and talk about that decision a little bit. Um, just just some sponsors wanted me to try it. Um, I'm not too fond of a 252 stroke, honestly. I really? don't ride it very well. Yeah. Um, I'm mostly I'm a 125 rider in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can tell, I'm not doing very well on the 252 stroke, but yeah, just, uh, just for other, other reasons for people's, people's sakes and, uh, just give it a try. Okay. Gain 30 pounds in the off season, maybe. Um, I'm, I, Hey, I lost, I've been eating salads and I've been eating lots of greens and I've lost six pounds in three days. I'm, so I'm, 24 I'm, pounds I'm, in the off season then. <laughs> I'm, By my I'm math, cutting it, dude. I'm cutting it. Hey, when you say le- when you say lettuce, that not the one, not the lettuce in the burrito from Taco Bell, stank. No, I'm talking the spring mix, fool. <laughs> <laughs> so, if it doesn't work, keep working out for you, would you go back to 125? Like, are you kind of are you giving this a few races, or are you locked into 250s? Um, I'm pretty locked in for 250s. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would like to do. Uh, Maybe something on uh, Motocross of Nations on a 125. That would be cool if I could somehow become some type of different resident of the non-USA. <laughs> well, hit up Puerto but, Rico. Hit up Puerto Rico, guys. Um, maybe, yeah. That'd be cool. Um, Maybe Canada needs somebody. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, maybe. Hook me up there, Steve. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, how was it this weekend at Glen Helen? Like, so you didn't make it at Hangtown. You went to the LCQ, and uh, you were real close. And this weekend, you kind of made it, I don't want to say easy, but you made it in pretty comfy. Was there a difference? Were you riding better? I would think the track at Glen Helen, Stank Dog, would be worse off for you, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh, the track was for sure worse. Um, just 
just uh, before Hangtown, I had three days on the bike, and oh, okay. the, day, the day of, I got my suspension. And so it was kind of just like the first round was just a shit show for me. Yeah, yeah. What did I tell you, Steve? Three days before. Yeah. That's how he does right, how right, it gets right, done. Right. <laughs> and, I, you know, it's just, I get going, and now Glenn Helen, just the guy, the guy, my guys, Jeremy from MX Tech, uh, him and his crew were down there, and every practice and every race, we were changing changing stuff up with suspension. And by the by the second moto, it was obviously way better. I went, I got twenty eighth the second moto, mm-hmm. and that's that's my best best finish on the two fifty yet. Um, yeah, somebody in the chat room says you. I think you'd be better on a one twenty five. That's yeah, what this kind of chat room. Better rider on a one twenty five. But also more reliable though. Two fifty two strokes more reliable than a one twenty five was a little bit maybe or no. Uh, yeah, I, I don't ride it very well. <laughs> I'm not, I'm He's not, not riding the piss um, out of it. <laughs> are you? Hey, Stank, are you worried about Aldridge stealing some of your thunder? Absolutely not. I love Smalls. I call him Smalls. Okay. Nickname. And oh. no, I I love I love Smalls. He's he's the man. Uh, he he deserves more more uh, shine than I get. That's for sure. Because I the asked, dude was running in ninth place dude, for over half. The yes, race. he was. Yes, he was. I was asking Blair if you would be upset at Aldrich and Daniel. You said no. I said no. Jared's Stank not like Doug that. is not. Yeah, he's not. He's no, not that way. No, I, I like. I'm I'm the dude that wants to see everyone shine. I wish we all could make a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. No. Really. <laughs> yeah, right. I I, I want to see I want to see everyone shine. I'm no hater. Did you spend all your money at the Red Bull Straight Rhythm that you got? Uh, no, I'm still sitting pretty. Nice, nice, nice deal on that. Uh, by the way, hey. R- RV, once again, I laid into RV at this weekend at Glen Helen about getting worked by you. Hey, and then and then my my young young guy up here in NorCal, Aiden Tejero, dude. Yeah, rocked him. This <laughs> 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 is the most hey, RV's he, been beating his life, right? Hey, I t- I took his socks off, and now Aiden just made him hang the boots up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one! I like that. That's awesome. Um, so you're doing all the nationals still? Same same program? Same sponsors? Yep, same same sponsors. Um, yep, crew's killing it. Right? Uh, fans are digging it. I, I'm guessing you're getting again, like we saw last year, that you're getting a lot of fan visits, and people are dig- digging it. Yeah, the the Instagram profile is up to 101k viewers or whatever you want to call it, followers. Followers, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're stacking them up, baby. You know that's all it's about. Hey, <laughs> like that's... how he left that is a joke. <laughs> so I'm just stacking up the followers. I get it, bro. I get it. Uh, Vertex Pistons bringing you Stank Dog on the show. Pulpamex Show 2018 is the code to save. You have a, you had a Vertex piston, or you may still have a Vertex piston uh, uh, in your bike. I, I like how you said the exotic brands of the Vertex piston. Yes, exotic. <laughs> I, I'm running that exotic piston in that 252 stroke, baby. That Vertex. Tell people that. Yeah, tell people that. Hey, what is this stuff you're doing with Ronnie Mack? Like, what is going on with this? I feel like this could be like a Woodstock for for our sport, <laughs> dude. What I, I I can't talk much about it, but it is gonna be fucking huge i can tell you that <laughs> <laughs> literally literally like it's gonna knock the socks off of everyone like it, it's, it's gonna knock it out of the ballpark it's gonna babe ruth look out but blair is just nodding i know what it is he's just nodding it is, it is glorious oh it is glorious stank dog and ronnie mack and then we got the six nine day of course after lakewood coming up and yeah that, yep. That's going to be pretty epic. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome, man. It's really cool to, to see this sort of go on. I don't want to piss you off here, Stank Dog, but listen, your Arena Cross series this year. I'll ask Steve for okay, you. Okay, go ahead, Blair. You suck this year, Jared, in Arena Cross. 
Well, you didn't suck, yeah. but it didn't. For your standard. Yes, you weren't the same hey, guy. Are you kidding me? My This is my best season finish overall to date. I'm like, <laughs> the individual races, yeah, you weren't you, yeah, bro. Just, there, was no, there was no spice. I got two podiums. I got two podiums. I got two podiums last year, too. Hey, I called every single race on TV. You weren't the same. You just weren't. I didn't see the flash, Stank. I, I can tell you right now, out of shape. I can tell you, I'm fucking dude. I'm twenty, getting fat. Hey, my sister's my sister's in in house with us right now too, and she just tell me I'm fat. <laughs> twenty four pounds. Well, I like to see your family behind you so much, Stank Dog. It's great to have your family there. And she's fat too, though. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, hey, so I was asking Blair, like, what are you doing with no arena costs next year? Like, what's the plan, Stank? Oh, dude! I mean, every everyone always asks me that. Like, I'm a arena cross specialist. I can't. I mean, I came from Supercross first. Yeah. I topped ten Supercross before. Um, I can see myself going back to Supercross, but I definitely would need uh, some some training and some in shapeness. You, know, you can't <laughs> Super Supercross is it, it's it's a different league and a different element, and you can get hurt out there if you're not in shape. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I'll, I I'm giving Stank a hard time. That's just how we that's right. how we uh, that's how relate. You communicate, yes. Um, but on the real, Jared is. How many cheese pizzas did you have today? Don't lie. Zero. Hey, Stank. What's with his eating habits? Has he always been like that? Dude, you could, he can you could do cheese pizza with extra cheese and he dip it in mayonnaise. That's not true. That's never happened one time in my life ever. That is ridiculous. I was just about but to throw a compliment too, but no, I'll just not. nope. Just carry on. You 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 can't tell me that's not your two favorite things, cheese and mayonnaise. Yeah, not together. The, the t- I was just making a a banana Sunday on there for you. <laughs> now, I was going to throw a compliment, though. With Jared, he's very talented, like ridiculously talented. So in Arena Cross, he's been able to be pretty successful without a full efforted program. So I think what you're saying is going back to Supercross, you're going to need a little something extra. The baby's upset also. Yeah, that's why my sister's fat. <laughs> <laughs> Those babies will do it to you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I'll, I'll need a little extra for Supercross. Um. So yeah, no arena cross. Did, did you know this was kind of coming, Stank Dog? Did you kind of were you prepared for it, or was it a bit of a shock, or were you been hearing about it all year? Uh, you know, I kind of knew it was coming. I'm, uh, it's, it's bound to end. You know, it's kind of, it was kind of like a circus show, in my opinion. Um, and so a circus show is always going to come crashing down. What do you mean by that? Do you mind elaborating? Um, I just, just uh, you know, it's kind of just, in, in my opinion, kind of one-sided. You know, if you, if you know what I'm saying, everything revolved around one team, okay. one set of rules. Yeah. That 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 rules was only set for a team, and everything. You know, it's just, in my opinion, just a circus show. Right, right, right. <laughs> but um, but a circus a circus show that I fit in. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> the, did. The star of the circus. You did, Stank Dog. Yeah. Um, I, was the, I was the lion. Uh, Blair, um, you've known uh, Stank for a long time. Uh, Jared Stanky, of course, here on the show. Brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Are you, like, he has this two-stroke niche, one Red Bull straight rhythm. You know, fans do love him. He's out there, you know, going for a point or two at Nationals. It doesn't matter. Are you surprised at what he's built, what he's created? No, and it's a combination of his personality, which Mm -hmm. I think everyone listening right now who knows him knows he's got one, which is in the sport, it's... There's not a lot of them. Yep. Uh, that with the combination of his riding style, just the way he acts on the track, 
And honestly, I'll throw another compliment. I can't believe this is it. This is the last compliment. But his ability to actually shred and get a point on the 125, like I feel like that was the what he needed to really solidify what he was doing. It's one thing to go out there and, and be lobster claws on a two-stroke, but when you go out there and get a point on a 125 of all things, that kind of like rounds the whole thing. So for him yeah. to combine the personality, the attitude, you know, the two-stroke, which people love, and then compete and actually do good on it, yeah. that was like all that it needed to take off. And then Jared's personality has carried it from there. I mean, he, he, the two-stroke thing helped get it started, yeah. but once he was recognized – Everything compounded because of him as a person. The two-stroke thing was just part of it. I, yeah. I think his fan base is because they like Jared. I, I really do. Wow. Two-stroke helped start uh, it, and that's nice it. How nice of you. How nice of him. And, and, and what do you think of his – speaking of compliments, uh, Stank Dog, what, how is Daniel Blair's arena cross analyst skills? Uh, they should just go ahead and fire who the other dude is. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> the other dude? Robbie? Yeah, Robbie. They should just fire him, make it Dan, one person, Dan, Daniel Blair show. See, now it's just getting weird around here. That's, that's, no, I that's appreciate that. Thanks, that's Jared. Problem. I'm saying you're that good. I don't, honestly, I like Robbie as a person, but I don't like listening to him, hear him talk on the, I'd rather just hear you talk the whole race because you know what you're talking about and you, you raced as a person. You know, you're saying actual facts, real, you know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You've done what you're saying. Perhaps you, perhaps Robbie needs to recognize that lights championship. He does every Robbie episode. Better, Robbie better hit some loops and pull some starts and win some races. <laughs> I, I refuse to say one negative thing about that, man. I love Robbie Floyd. Jared, hey, that's... I'm not, I, I'm not saying negative things about him. I'm just saying I, I'm just saying you're a better commentator. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Jim Hawley and Robbie Floyd are in a burning house. Daniel, who are you rescuing? <laughs> who are you saving? <laughs> Oh, I mean, if, if you've seen my body, I mean, I'd be lucky to get out of my own. I think I'm leaving oh, both of them. He's so lame, Stank Dog. He's taking the fifth. It's... Hey, look at him. He pleaded. Yeah, he used waffle, to. Waffle, waffle, he, waffle, waffle, he used to be about the. He used to be about the music, but he's just, you know, he's become a sellout a little bit. <laughs> That's not true. You know, I don't uh, know. I don't know how much you bug him about that, Stank, but. I'm surprised out. he's giving me compliments right now. I, there's been at least I could I could name at least three times when I've gotten a call or a text from Jared after Arena Cross TV and gone lighten up, bro. Because <laughs> Jared, and you know that I'm not afraid to say negative things if they're there. And I've gotten the old I've gotten the old call or the text from the nine one six telling me to lighten up. Was that the the fourteen year old one or was that? Stank dog, stank dog phone number calling you. It was yours, yeah, and, a, and a couple from Donnie also. We can't forget about the the woman who got your phone phone number. <laughs> we can't forget about her. Yeah. Yeah, she's on my side. I think that she was calling you, telling you, well, um, lighten up on the old. That man. kid's in therapy, man, for hey, sure. Uh, Jared, where are you at with Jacob Hayes, the arena cross champion that Daniel Blair is is loves and helps out and everything else? Uh, I can't I can't get a read on on Hayes. Are you good with Hayes? A, yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a nice kid. Okay, you think he can ride? You think he can get a supercross ride and do something? Oh, for sure. I mean, I definitely, for sure, think he's better than Colt Nichols. I mean, Colt Nichols is a great rider, and his first year he came in arena cross, he was battling with me, and and uh, Jacob's first year he was smoking me. So mm -hmm. I just feel I feel around personally. I'm just comparing those two because of yeah their first years was through arena cross, and I feel Jacob is a better rider. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's uh, because Daniel Blair is Jacob Hayes' guy. He's a fan. Yeah, he's polishing. Polishing knobs. <laughs>
That's what I'm talking about. There we about. go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about, Stank Dog. We need, we need to get catch up with Stank Dog every show. Talk about how the race <laughs> went. Um, so on to Lakewood for you. You're driving? You're you're there or what? You're yeah. on your way? Yeah, yeah, me and my buddy Garrett Iapolo, we're gonna we're gonna mob the van down. Okay. All right. And then uh what do you do for your week off? Do you where do you go? Do you head east to, to get a jump on everything? Yeah, that Max Travaganza. I think it might hold me back though. Oh yeah, when I is take a step yeah. backwards that week. When do we know more about that? What's going on? when do we know more? Um there's there's some, some posting being out there. I believe it's just on six nine. Um, at Jake and Ard's old place, Oklahoma Motorsports Complex. So okay. Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks to come ride during the day, and then we have an evening night program of doing some things uh, <laughs> like a one lap pecker stretcher race, the burn it down lap with Saint Dogs, um, uh, the two stroke shootout. <laughs> two -stroke shootout with Who comes up with the names? Yeah. Where the names come from? Yeah. I, 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 I dude. I'm gonna have to say Mac. They come from Ronnie Mac. He's, I don't know. No, I'll tell you what, He's Mac. Out of this world. Mac is really building himself a brand, like Stank. Yeah. But different. Uh, he's, he's better. Nah, I don't know about that. Stank's still hardcore, like racer guy. Like still, you I'm know. Ra I'm yeah. racer guy, and he's. You know he what? Race, hey, he races too. He races straight rhythm. That's a good point. Third compliment. Can I give him one yeah, more? Yeah, sure. God, this is ridiculous. Three, three strikes and you're out, I, dude. Jared, I will give you credit for this. You've built a name for yourself. Um, you got the followers, which I, it's funny that you're talking about your hundred thousand on Instagram, even though you have like ten times as that on Snapchat. Yet you still race, and I think that's cool because at the end of the day, you could probably get away with not having to. But I will yeah, give you the props to the fact that you do still race a dirt bike, and you, you don't have to. And that's—I'll give you props on that. I think that's that's pretty pretty awesome. Oh, what I've been what I've been saying is you don't make you don't make money racing your dirt bike. You make money from sponsors. Yeah. So realistically, I'm not racing my dirt bike. I'm out having fun on my dirt bike, getting paid. True. That, that's the way I look at it. Suck on that I world. Mean, on you, uh, yeah. Steve. Suck, suck on these nuts. <laughs> no, you're right, Stank. That's that's how. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're you're having fun riding your dirt bike, and people are repping you. And I mean, nobody's coming down on you if you get 18th or if you get 25th. Like uh, it's fun. I mean, I've, I like you were talking. You brought up small Chris Aldridge. Yeah. Uh, I seen some people are like, "Oh, Stank, you ain't got shit on Chris Aldridge." Well, no shit. He rode for Monster Energy Purse at Kawasaki. He his very first national race. He went four four, I believe in. Wherever, Lake Elsinore. Yeah. You know, like the, the kid's no joke. And, and, you know, people are always bagging on me for him beating me. And it's like, that kid, that kid's good. You know, just some, just some haters. Someone in the chat room has a good idea for you, Stank. Why don't you do like a vlog? Oh. Like, like, why don't we get like a week of Stank in a vlog every week and we can see kind of highlights of your week? And Blair is shaking his head. As in, yeah, uh, that should have been done a long time ago. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what a vlog is. Dude. Stank needs a manager is what he needs. Yeah, yeah. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Jared, I'll call you. Give me an hour and a half. I'll call you. We'll talk about it. I got, I got an idea for you. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Mike, Mike Visor photos my manager right now. Well, tell Mike Visor that get on the vlog game. Yeah. Get a little Patreon action going yep, on. You could be making probably a hundred grand a year just off donations. Yeah. So get I, on it. I feel like, Stank, you got a personality. You're a funny guy. You probably got a really cool life going on. Probably orgies and gangbangs all in, all week. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want to see this. I was in a gangbang. We, we're active, Poon. 
Active poon. Exactly. I think you brought that last time you were in. You said that. I think. Yeah. yeah I think that was. I think that was the last time you were in studio. That was the term of the night. Active poon. Yeah, Jared. Oh, just turn poon. your turn your Snapchat into an actual vlog and have people donate to watch it. And dude, you'll be rich overnight. Like, what do you do? Like ninety nine cents to subscribe to my subscription or something? Yeah. Patreon, yeah, a you, dollar. You tell people to give to Patreon, and they can see this vlog. And then you put it to where they can only see it if they donate a dollar. And dude, yeah. you'll probably make cheese. I mean, well, with as many Snapchat followers as I've had, it sounds like three point three million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> no. I, you need to start capitalizing, dude. You're doing, you're doing well. Time to, time to cash in. Active poon. I like it. Active Patreon dot com backslash active poon. Yeah, there we go. Uh Hey, Stank Dog, thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Right Good on. luck this summer. Thanks for having me, Steve. I think our listeners want to catch up with you every now and then, you know, and uh, I wanted to find out why the why the 250 now over the 125, and now we know you were forced onto it and you're not happy. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not very happy. Stank wants his 125 back, please. Yeah. Yep, I do. I love that little girl. Um, well, thanks for doing this, man, and we'll see you in, in Lakewood. Thanks again, bud. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Steve. No TV, problem. Best commentating out there. Thanks, Jared. This has been just a love fest. It has been. It's, this yeah. is hey, awkward. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being serious. See, you think I'm joking. I'm dead serious. I wasn't joking about anything I said either. He, That's what I said. It's awkward. He kills okay. it on the... When you compare the guy they normally have on the floor for the Supercross TV... Don't talk about my hero like and, that. And then they have Daniel. It's, it's not even a contest. Like, it's not hey. even... We look the same, arena cross, number four, number four, and I'm, I'm just like, I'm just a smaller version a little bit. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Cheeto Puff, and I'm a Cheeto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this whole, this whole interview is, could, could, be, uh, it could be a big, long noise quote in Racer X. Oh, it's, you're just getting started. He's got a lot. Of, he's, got, he's got a lot, yeah. He's like a trucker, wow. man. He's got... He's got a list. Oh, I got them all. Yeah. Uh, thanks, buddy. Good luck, and uh, thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks, Steve. See you guys. See Later, you. dude. Jared Stanky, everybody, brought to you by Vertex Pistons Pulp MX Show 2018. If you need a piston kit for your bike, do you need one? For your no. K- did you wear the that 10 laps? Did you wear the piston out of that I did KX? not. I did not. But my son's been putting in the hours. I might need one for the old KX65 soon. They I got it. Do they? They can, they can dial you in. Cody, what's happening, man? How are you? Hey, uh, I was just wondering why they kind of stick to the same schedule in motocross. And, you know, I really liked watching Paula on TV. I was kind of wondering why they took that one off there. And Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a little bit political from where they go right year to year, you know, and what tracks they can, what, what time of year they're available. And, I mean, I think, I think everybody in SoCal is thinks Glen Helen is the best track. You know, they yeah, all, yeah, I really like that track. They all want to go there and everything else. Paula, um, you know, the promoters, maybe they just don't want a national. They don't want to pay the rates. They don't want to deal with the parking and everything else. You know, there's uh, a lot of things that goes into a national. So, um, okay. Yeah. And one other thing, yeah. did you ever get that Blake Baggett jersey? No, I was supposed to, right? Yeah. I mean, he said he was sending one your way. Yeah. The one where he's stuck in the net. Yeah, yeah, I never, like I forgot. Marks on it, or something. yeah. He said he was going to sign it to Spider Man or Spider Blake, Spider Blake. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to get on him about that. Yeah, I need to get that. I mean, I don't have any room here. I got a Daniel Blair jersey hanging up somewhere. I, I got no room for that, but uh, somewhere uh, I'll have to find it. Thanks, man. No problem. Thank you, Skippy. 
What's up, boys? What's happening? Uh, you know, just finishing up with some Chick Fil A dinner. Oh, Good night. That's disgusting. How's your active poon going, Skippy? Uh, it's good. We've got some fresh titties loaded up. You know, we're, we're keeping it, keeping it, keeping it real. All right, cool. What's up? Hey, um, man. So I went back and watched some Supercross just to get some, uh, you know, reflection. And you know, I went back to Foxborough and looking back on Moosecan's uh, aggression towards Tomac. Do you think he has the ball to kind of do that stuff in the Nationals, or is that a full confidence thing, or? Do you think he'll try to pull something like that in the Nationals at all? I would say no, not because he doesn't have like the guts to do it. I just I don't know if the opportunity would be there all the yeah. way. You know, I, I don't. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. And it's kind of one of those things, at least that I've seen over the years, is like guys get aggressive when they do feel like they can kind of back it up. And I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he wouldn't do that stuff in outdoor, feeling that uh, you know he probably like if he knocks him down, he might come back and get him by the end. You know what I mean? I mean, Steve, what Eli did the last three laps or four laps of that moto, say Marvin knocks him down, and there's still 12 minutes left. Oh, yeah. Like well, in Supercross with one lap to go on last a track corner, where you're yeah, like yeah. dead even with the guy. Yeah, you 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 go for it for the win, but I don't think Marvin did that for any other reason than it was the last lap for a win. I don't five laps to go, he wasn't going to do that. So, no, no. Um, I I don't see that happening in outdoors. And and yeah, maybe it has to do with the fact that he is a little bit nervous that Eli would get up and get him uh, in ten minutes. You know, so yeah. I, I I don't see it. All right, Skippy. Anything yeah, else? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. No. Hey. Hey. Good job on the. Uh, you know, happy for you on your uh, your hockey guys, man. They're kicking some ass. They might win the Stanley Cup, dude. They might. How about that, that between the legs shot, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they might do that. It's Incredible. it's phenomenal. Go Knights, go! Exactly. Stanley Cup. Daniel Blair's got right. Stanley Cup fever. I can tell. I do. Yeah. Thanks, boy. Well, uh, thanks, Skippy. Uh, hey, uh, Gear Alloy. Speaking of Blake Baggett, the Gear Alloy folks, they got a display in the pits of the RM ATV KTM squad with Benny Bloss. Hey, Bloss has been good. He was one lap away from going seven six this weekend. He's had some weird things happen that have ruined the results. So I think the results aren't matching the way he's right. That dude is going to click off a few in here. I, I I would not be surprised if he gets a few top fives. Yeah, he's been great. Uh, he's really, really good. Uh, Benji Bloss, Blake Baggett, a couple of the guys on the team, Dakota Alex as well. GearAlloy.com, whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan Jeep. There's a gear alloy wheel style for you. Over 20 different styles. I've, I've got a set of wheels on my truck. I love them. Gearalloy.com. If you go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com, Pulpamex is the code. Pulpamex17, sorry, is the code to save at Gear Alloy. And, uh, yeah, please get them. They're a proud sponsor of that uh, Rocky Mountain KTM team. There's a display in the pits uh, this weekend in Lakewood. And uh, so let's do – I can't believe I'm going to say this, but let's call Monster Factory Yamaha rider Alex Ray. <laughs> He's factory rider. Barsha Ray. <laughs> Look, Daniel's speechless. All right, Gear Alley Cold Call. That's uh Cold Calling People. It's called the Gear Alley Cold Call. I feel like there's 50 50 that he picks up. Hi, yes, it's Jagger Home, please. Gear Alley Cold Call. Let's see if he answers the Gear Alley Cold Call. Could be with a chick. Cold is this monster? Yeah. En- is this Monster Energy Yamaha Factory Rider Alex Ray? 
yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> this is uh, the Papa Beck show calling you, Gear Alloy Cold Call. Bro. Oh, yeah. Did you speak with my agent before you called me? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I needed to. I absolutely should have. Uh, Daniel Blair. <laughs> I ain't got no damage. Daniel Blair is in studio. Daniel Blair, man. Me, him and I go way back. He told me that story. Do you remember him and his brother coming uh, there? Yeah. Yeah. Me and his brother played video games all day while <laughs> yes. Daniel wrote. That's what Daniel said. Um, I, th- this story blew me away. So, yeah. what year would this have been, Daniel? Oh, four. Oh four. Oh four. My brother and I traveled the whole series in a box van, race to race, like a real privateer. Something Alex would know nothing about. No nothing. Um, oh, I know. I know a bunch about that. I've slept <laughs> in my van plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, but did you ever sleep at some random family's house in Tennessee? <laughs> <laughs> mm, no, probably not. No, I didn't ever go that far. No, but we we had a guy that was. Um, a somewhat buddy of ours. It was like, Hey, I got this family. They're in Tennessee from, I don't know, from one race to St. Louis. You can stay there. They're really nice people. And we ended up staying at his house all week long. And Alex was just a wee lad, little, how little old guy. Al- how old is Alex at this point? Well, when were you born? I was 11, uh, 93, 93. So yeah, he was 11. Wow. Yeah. So was he ripping on his bike or no? He played video games all week with my brother. <laughs> they never <laughs> stopped playing video games. I, I remember going down to the to like we I had a few tracks at my house. I remember going down and watching him uh like ride and stuff and he was doing this one section like pretty sweet, like something that I feel like I've never seen before. So like uh-huh. two, like I never changed the track for like two years, so I like try to duplicate it like every day after after he left. <laughs> Jeez. And did he have a studded belt on for L B Z back then? No, I I actually had an LBZ, LBZ jersey. My dad wouldn't let me get the over-the-boot pants, but um, he let me get a jersey. Uh, I was ridiculous, well, but I didn't care. Hey, man, congratulations on your race this weekend. You were running ninth for a while in a second moto. Fantasy, you you killed it in fantasy. Marks picked you. Alex, I did not. Neither did JT. Neither did Parabinos. Truman. No faith. Only, no faith. only Marks picked I you. I had faith. You, I, I would have picked you. Oh, stop. I would I would have. Um, <laughs> I get that practice photo scared me. I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, yeah I've, dude. Been, I've been uh, trying to figure out how to hit a breaking bump going 60 mile an hour and not <laughs> land on my head. But I was going to say, you couldn't at least yeah. get into the motos before pulling something like that? Dude, I don't know. I just hit a hole or something. I don't know. Next thing I knew, I was on my head. <laughs> have you have you have you talked to Cade Clayson about his his Calgary race? Uh, I talked to him. He said, "Yeah, he was like watching the race or on Twitter or something, and he hadn't or like the second moto, and he hadn't even got into his gear yet for his second moto." Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. He said he got done racing at like eight o'clock at night. Yeah, something like that. I think. <laughs> um, Crazy. Well, I just I want you to keep in touch with them because everyone's upset about you blowing them off now that you're a factory guy. Oh, dude, they're so full of shit. Like I talk to everybody. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Just, yeah. just making sure, bro. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm guys like you, man. I, I I got some contacts on that team, and I asked them things, and I talked to them, and they like you. Dude, like Drewski was at the track today. Shane, and dude, he's awesome. Like. He he's super knowledgeable and everything, and you know he helping me with like input and testing, and mm-hmm. you know with Hutch, you know Hutch is probably one of the best mechanics ever outside of me. Like outside of me, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, outside of you, yeah, you know, and just you know everybody there, like Keith, Jimmy, you know they're they all work together, and it's just solid, 
solid program. You know, and they didn't put any pressure on me, which was awesome. I put a lot of pressure on myself. And yeah. I think, you know, after practice, honestly, I was like, I ate shit in practice. Yeah, everybody's seen the photo. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I was like, all right, now that I've ate shit and they've changed half of the motorcycle since I've bent it up, you know, the nerves are out and I'm ready to go. So. Right, right. And then, yeah. and then they cut to you in the second moto and you go side to side. Dude, yeah, dude, I swear my rear, rear tire touched my ear. <laughs> like, I don't know how I pulled that out. Like, I, I remember holding on so tight and, like, just, I don't know. JT's. And, and I've been reminded about it, like, every single day since then. Everybody sends me the video. It's, it's just like the backflip thing at Vegas a few years ago. It's the pulp like, listeners, just, bro. They, they love you, and they, they were scared for you. They were worried about you. I, I refuse dude, yeah. to believe that that was the only swap during that moto <laughs> no 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 no. that was not the only swap but like that was the shittiest lap that i had um, the the turn like coming down the hill like i totally stuffed that one too and spread out and then got all cattywampus and everything barely made it up the hill and, yeah that was my worst lap that was definitely my worst lap in our group text we couldn't watch the tv because i was at the race and all of a sudden jt in all caps goes oh my god a ray <laughs> dude yeah i guess cunningham did the same thing but he died yeah he crashed his brain out exactly um yeah hey don't but somehow no serious injuries next time you go out with drewski ask him about the time i beat him in manitoba oh dude we talk about it all the time i was actually telling my dad that story he said something about he always uh wore roll-off yeah, and he, oh. you remember just like roll offs, just flopping around for two laps. Yeah, I only when Drewski was in his prime, I only beat him one time, and uh, it was because he was KO'd on the side of a track in the way back, and his roll off film was spread across the track, <laughs> and for about two laps he wasn't moving, and I'm like, hey, is anybody going to find Drewski? And I'm wheeling over these roll offs that are, and he's out cold for like two laps. I'm like, this is serious. Like, I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping, but somebody needs to help Drewski out. <laughs> He's like, I'm not stopping, but somebody help this guy out. I mean, I was just counting him as a position. That's horrible, because like, no one else knew, but you knew. No, everyone in the race knew. I mean, we were all going by him. All right. We were I right. mean, everyone else, like the mechanic, they're like, where was our guy? And Nobody You knew. didn't, like, no, give him the no, old no, point? No. I'm, I'm racing. I was, I was ahead of him, Man. and that's all that mattered. I was beating him. So, But uh, he was out cold. Yeah, poor old Drewski. Yeah, out in the back, furthest yeah. back section you <laughs> of can course. get. That's where you do it at, right? Right, right, right. Um, anyways, yeah. but uh, well, man, we're really happy for you, and uh, and yeah, it was it was great. Well, you, and of course, it's just a Ray. It is so you to have that crash in practice, and then somebody got it on film, and it's so you <laughs> to get out of shape, and it was the only time that broadcast <laughs> cut to you in the second moto. I don't know if you've seen how bent up my bars were after that crash. Like, no. well, like how I did a fast lap in practice was beyond me. Because my my on the right side, my bars were touching my knee, and I still somehow <laughs> like got a fast lap in that practice. Right. And right. then uh, and then yeah, like I was coming around second moto, and then Hutch puts out the pit board and it says ninth, and then it says like fuck yeah, a Ray. And then, like, I guess I got excited or something came around. That's when the swap fast. started. <laughs> yeah. You, you oh, yeah. shouldn't fist pump while you're out. You yeah. Know, like, you know. Don't fist pump oh, down God. the downhill, right. Alex. I'm in ninth. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I just got way too stoked. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Actually, I know one of the reasons why I didn't pick you in fantasy was because of that crash in practice. And then in the second practice, I'm watching you, and you're, like, 31st in times for 
ever. And then on the last lap, you pull a 13th. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, he did one lap and, like, 13th? Like, I'm not I'm not going off one lap wonder guy here. Well, I kept I, – people kept getting in my way, and then I had, a like, a tip over up at the top of the hill, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, I need to put a lap in. Like, what's, <laughs> our, like, what's going on? And then, like, I didn't – like, I came around – and I got, I was able to get the last lap. I was able to get a, yeah. a time in, and it was, it was pretty good. So, yeah, yeah. I think uh. I bent my bars in that practice too. Cause <laughs> at the top of the hill, like uh, there was like a big barrier, and the rut was super close to the uh, inside. Yeah. So, and there was a guy that got in my way. So, and I came in. I was like, dude, get out of my way! And I freaking hit him. And like hit the barrier, so it blew my handguard off. I blew like three of those things off. <laughs> Here's attitude now. and factory rider. Get I just out of my way. I fell over. Get out of my way. I'm Alex yeah. Ray. Get out of my factory way. Factory rider. Get out of my um, way. On a serious note, does your does your arm bug you anymore? Hand arm? I mean, are we back to 100 percent wrist? Yeah. Like, I mean, are you good? Uh, no, I'm not back to 100. percent Like, it's it's obviously not bothering me as bad as it was. Yep. Um, I think I got arthritis or something in my fingers. I don't know. They get all like funky feeling. Uh-huh. But uh, I hate that like, happens. Yeah, well, I rode Glen Helen today, and they still haven't prepped it from the weekend. Oh boy! So that's where Drewski and I were, and like <laughs> my hand blew off the handlebars a few times, like with just like some of like the chop. Yeah. But uh, but for the most part, like on Saturdays, it's been feeling pretty good. I guess I just don't think about it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Hey Alex. Yeah. On paper, the twelve looks better than the nineteen, right? But if you were to take the number out of the equation, which moto are you happier with? You know, ignore the points, um, ignore the number, but just your riding and like, I mean, because one of them's really good on paper, the twelve, but the nineteenth, man. I feel that's... like I rode a little bit, a little bit better in the first moto. Honestly, I, I rode a lot smoother. I mean, I don't know if my times were any better, but I just sort of picked a few people off, you know, each lap and. I came from dead last to right. 18th or 19th, I think. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that uh, was, Wait a minute. That you weren't dead thing. last. Craig was dead last. Well, yeah, well, Craig didn't fit. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Yeah. But well, technically, Craig whatever. was dead last. Yeah. <laughs> technically. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Technically. Well, he was in front of me, and then, well, I technically, I passed him. So, yeah, I passed him, too. He got the whole shot. <laughs> I came from dead last and passed the guy who hole shot. Yeah, you you hit his bike and you were still behind him. And technically, while he was laying on the ground, and then you passed him. Yeah, I passed him like he was sitting still. What are you talking about? <laughs> right, uh, right, here's right. a question for you: Are you the only one that hit his bike? I didn't hit his bike. I hit uh, Hawaii Five O's. Okay. The short, uh, Sean Lepanovich. Like we both cased that jump because the lip had gone away. We both cased it and we bounced off of it funky. And we were super close to each other, and then there was Craig's bike, so that's another variable. And then we just slammed into the bank. So, okay. Yeah. I was just saying, because 38 yeah. other guys got by it, but. Yeah. I feel like, Marks, are we? <laughs> Marks, are, are we? Sorry, Doug. Yeah, just me. Just you. Marks, had to hit the yeah, bike. I was, just, I was in front of the camera all day, but just upside down. <laughs> Marks, are we having A-Ray on the show too much, do you think? Like no. we had him on last week about the, and we had him on the. Like, no, you have to follow no. his journey. And there's no in, way. There's okay. no way. You have to yeah, follow his journey. Yeah, you have to. Because Rarick was in, we had to call we're him. We're floating and... on the raft with him. Oh, we are? Okay. Yes, All that's right. what we're doing. Dude, no, it's good storytelling. You're following a cool story. You have okay. to. Okay, I just want to make sure. And you got to get as much as you can, because if this thing lasts long, you're yeah. not going to get him on the phone anymore. It's, good point. You're running out of time Good here. point. And congratulations, A-Ray, on your weekly column on Pulp MX. Awesome. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I don't, know you if, know, like, I don't know if you knew you were lot, doing there's one. There's a lot of A-Ray fans out there, but there's also a lot of shit talkers that comes with it. So, I mean, hey. Really? You're getting <laughs> shit talkers? 
Oh, no, it's just A-Ray Caddy Wampus, A-Ray Sketchy. Ah, yeah, that's okay. We, we, you know, you're the one that came up with sending it over and over. So, Well, hey, I mean, whatever. Um, I don't care. Um, let's go to the phone lines here. Paul, what's up? You want to ask A-Ray a question? What's happening? Yeah, uh, no. First thing, bro, Steve, yeah, no, we need A-Ray on every single week. Okay, all sure. right, okay, all right. He's digging, bro, he's digging. He's digging, so, he is uh, digging. Yeah. Yeah. So, question is: Is uh, ARA bro has Tinder blown up since you become Packers? <laughs> uh, I mean, no. I mean, I've, I feel like I've been trying to be a good boy here for a while, but uh, there is some definitely. Def- oh, so the chicks some, coming some in stuff going on in the uh, in the autograph line this weekend, but really, oh, that, geez, yeah, that must be bad. nice. Must be nice. Alex, honest question. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Did you Thanks. change your Tinder profile pic? Wearing a factory Yamaha shirt? No, no, I don't have Tinder anymore. I, I clicked <laughs> yeah, it. I clipped Tinder, Bumble, everything. Oh, yeah. No, he does. He does. Hey, by the way, I clipped it. We, we, we saw, I saw you leave in the truck. You had a bag full of, uh, uh, of clothing. It's like, I'm like, dude. You're coming back to the team. You don't need to steal everything out of the truck. A-Ray was bag was so full of clothes. It was like he was never coming back. Like, Bro, I got one month. I got one month to wear all the monster freaking Yamaha factory shit that I can <laughs> find. Hey, I, okay. I'm with him. I'm taking full advantage of it. Uh, when you like, were on Geico uh, Honda, dude, Blair, so did you take everything? When I rode for Geico, <clears throat> we would get like three sets of gear a weekend, all the same color, like blue, <laughs> blue, yeah. and blue. Yeah. I would rock the one all day long. The other two freshies went home with me. I, they were like one for practice, yeah, one yeah. for the heat, one for emergency. <laughs> no way, dude! I I've kept fresh I've in the that. bag, took it all home. Even the boots, I had like extra boots. Yeah, never wore. I salvaged and saved everything I could, <laughs> brand new. Hey Ray, if you ride for another brand next year, I guarantee you're going to rock Monster Yamaha stuff. <laughs> oh, dude! Like I was just thinking about like. After this, I can I still wear my monster helmet? Like it's sick. I like it, but but then I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to be that poser. So Dude, I'm like, you can't. I'm just gonna hang it up in my closet and just look at it. You know, you yep. can't. When I was yep. done with Geico, I went back to all my old stuff. I, I that was a window. Yeah, it was closed for me. That's. Um, I either kept it or put it on eBay. Do you? Uh, that's a good. That's a good thinking. You're right. Put it on eBay. What? There's value behind the showy helmets, man. Like, <laughs> <There's value. laughs> sorry, sorry, but showy helmets and Garnet boots—they sold for a lot in '09 on oh, eBay. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Uh, do you have any deal in the works for '19 yet, A Ray, or what? No, man. No, I've just been—I've just been living in you know the moment, just enjoying this factory ride. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, no. The phone is definitely silent. It I, is. I will not blown uh, up at all. I keep hearing Webb is coming back at uh, Redbud, and your ride is up at round uh, at round Three, or four, four four high point. I guarantee yeah. you, they keep you for five. What already, would be next? Muddy Creek. You, uh, Muddy Creek would be next, and then there's one more, and then Redbud. There's nothing in between. Dude, Muddy Creek so. would be sick for me, like just because it's you know it's a Tennessee race, and I know everyone who's probably going to be there. And yeah, oh, that'd, that'd be, be sick to that'd be to ride cold state, blooded you know, on a factory bike. Yeah, they got to keep you from Muddy that'd Creek. be cold blooded if they didn't let you do that one. Have that'd you, be. Have you told yeah. Have you told Drewski or Jimmy that you should tell them that? Yeah, I need to. But uh, so, like, how many factory guys have, or how many guys have ridden for a factory team out of Tennessee? I feel like I'm Mike, like the third one. Mike Brown. Nathan Ramsey, Nathan Ramsey, and and A Ray. I 
think that's about it. Podium, bro. Yeah. Damn. That's sick. <laughs> sick, bro. Sick. <laughs> Dude, does that does that just put me down as like a freaking certified badass or what? I think so. Yeah. Your, your dad was yeah. stoked this weekend. I talked to him. He was happy. Oh, dude, Ronnie Ronnie was walking around just pants, just getting tighter by the moment. <laughs> Ronnie and Ronnie had all monster stuff, monster Yamaha stuff on, and dude, no, he had a Yamaha shirt on. He didn't have no monster stuff. Oh, I thought he had a monster. He, he, wants, shirt. he wants some for sure. He's like, you got to give me one of the monster hats. So <laughs> and and uh, yeah. hey, Ray, you shared a photo of your dad back in the day, dude. Dude, your dad. He was a savage. He he was pulled, drowning. He was drowning in it. Dude, he pulled chicks. I guarantee you. <laughs> oh, hey, hold dude, on. I'm gonna try to. No idea. I'm gonna try to say if I. What was that? On, was that with Jericho? That group text was that Jericho? Yeah, yeah. I think that was right. Jericho. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna show. Uh, hey, so last. I'm gonna show <coughs> Daniel Blair. He's on this. the left, right? He's on the left. Yeah, he's on the left. Yeah, that's Alex Ray's dad back then on the left. With the shirt unbuttoned? No, the other guy. On the left. Either way, both look pretty bad. <laughs> those, yeah. those dudes are just laying pipe right there, I guarantee you. Oh, hey, yeah. Just chill out about, don't be talking about Alex's mom like that, all right, Steve? No, Come on, saying, man. bro. Hey, Alex, I got one for you. Last week on the Get Fly uh, 60 show... You ha- everyone was predicting his moto finishes. Yeah, you didn't get his prediction, did you? No, uh, I don't think we did. No, I think we need. I want to know where he's thinking, Colorado. You've done. Okay. you've done two motos now. Last to nineteenth, top ten for a while. Got the twelfth, Colorado. What are you getting? Uh, I would say uh, I don't know. I would I would like to have two good solid motos, like a fourteen. Hey, do that 16, waffle. Do 14, that. 15. Do the waffle drop. 14, 15. Waffle, waffle, right, waffle, waffle, waffle. That would well, be you're going to go backwards spots? No, I'm just, no, that wouldn't be backwards spots. I got 19 first moto, and I got 12 second moto. I mean, I feel like two consistent rides off of the ground, no freaking bent levers up or anything like that, two solid starts. I feel like that's, that's an improvement. I think with the uphill start, elevation, factory bike that's going to be a good start so i think you're going to be in a good spot both so as long as you keep her a little tamer i think we Dude, can go, I, I think we can go 12 12 i think we can go 12 12 okay all right that's awesome steve um yes yes i think we can you know who got your scores closest a ray who ac Really? Yep. AC has faith. AC had got your scores the closest out of everybody. That he's on a lot of medication at the moment. Yep. Actually, yep. <laughs> he nailed the but, uh, he nailed the twelve and uh, no, he nailed the nineteen, and then I forget what he had yeah. for the other one. So he said nineteen but, uh, and moto two. Yeah, I d- whatever. T- 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 I told you I'd be better second moto. You did say that. Mm-hmm. You did say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gear Alloy cold call, Alex Ray. GearAlloy.com, whether you drive a uh, Chevy, GMC, Ford, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, Jeep. There's a Gear Alloy wheel style to choose from you. Alex Ray, thanks for picking up, buddy. Appreciate it. Good job at Glen Helen. We're all proud of you here over at the Pulp MX world. And uh, looking forward to bigger and better things this weekend, man. Obligations, bro. Yeah. Got obligations. Where were the stickers at? I forgot to bring them by. I'll bring them by this weekend. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tell your buddy Barsha right, too. Barsha and you were tight. You guys were laughing and telling jokes. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. You know, I, yeah. I you know, I, I squashed the beef. I forget about the past. You know, oh, we move just, on. You know, coming in 
over the tough blocks and into my front wheel. You know, I just forget about this. <laughs> That's what we do, bro. Forget about these things. We, we bury them deep down. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Good job. All right. Thanks, man. See you later, See you guys. Alex, here, everybody. Gear Alley Cold Call. We got to take a commercial break. Let's do it. I got to go to the bathroom. So We're going to do uh, his, his segment and then uh, take some calls if we can and call it a night. Last commercial break here on the Pulp Mech Show. It's under my BTOsports.com. Fly racing. Myself, Daniel Blair, Travis Marks. Right back. This is Lord Vader, and you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX Show. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> 
hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation code saves you 20% 
on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp and why. I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save. And we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code. And if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gear for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, 
Hubs, wheel building services. They've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. 
Gear Alloy wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Daniel Blair in studio. Daniel, what's the latest with the main event? Dude, June 28th. Um, I just found out, actually, two days ago. June 28th, Travis Pastrana's new film, Action Heroes, or Action Figures 2, two yeah. is coming out. And we have two songs on the video. And I'm stoked. Uh, one of the songs we did like a year and a half ago, we never did anything with it. And I like it. But we did one brand, brand new, and this isn't it, by the way, just so everyone yeah. that's wondering. This is a band that I like. But um, one of the songs we specifically wrote for Travis, lyrically, 
vibe wise. Like it was yeah. one of those things where he's like, make me a song for me. And I was like, all right. And um, it's it's my favorite song that we've ever done for the band main event. Oh. And uh, it's cool. And our I'm, I'm the worst at this, but our new EP is on iTunes. It's been for like a month, and that song's on it. And I just haven't said anything because I just forget. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I just forget. But, yeah. Is this all Vincent's end of the thing? Um, for the most, well, kind of. Actually, to be honest with you, this is the this EP. These four songs are probably the most I've probably gotten my way more than ever on these four. So if you guys listen and you don't like it, my mm-hmm. bad because yeah. I definitely like got my way way more than normal. Um, but yeah, you can go to uh, iTunes or wherever you listen and go to main event. The EP is called Games and Flicks, uh, like a flick, like a movie. And uh, yeah, it's four songs. The number one song, the first one is Standing on the Throne. That's one we did for Pastrana. Um, and then two of the other songs are on MX vs. ATV Unleashed, so that games and flicks. We just wrote the songs for the, the, the mm. game and the movie. So, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, it's on iTunes, well, and, um, yeah, I'm super proud of it. It's obviously my four favorite songs we've ever done because I got my way on most of it. So. Uh, someone in the chat room says, holy shit, nothing more. They were very proud of your, That's your, right. your choice. That's so. one of my favorite bands. One of the This was on my sound check. Not this song, but this band, Nothing More, was on my sound check we did. Mm-hmm. They are one of the very few new bands that have emerged in the last five years and mm-hmm. have like made it. It doesn't happen anymore in rock and they, uh, they're super creative and really, really good live. So stoked oh, on them. I like Van Halen. Yeah. They've nothing, nothing new. Uh, BTOsports.com fly racing, race tech suspension and engines, vortex racing gear, alloy, roost MX, vertex pistons, X brand goggles, Michelin star cross five, Maxima USA, FMF works connection, Atlas neck brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, all on board with us tonight. Jeremy Martin, Justin Cooper, Stank Dog, Troy Adamitis, Alex Ray. Who do you, who's your favorite interview tonight? All for different reasons. Don't do the waffle drop either. Dead serious. I like them all for different reasons. I like Jeremy a lot, actually. I'm, I'm excited to see this summer. I really am. Um, what happens in that 250 class? I think it's going to be real. I mean, my interest is there more than it is in the 450. I think most would say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Stank Dog, just because, like I said, I don't talk to him that much anymore. Like that's, I think I've talked to him twice this year. Really? Uh, yeah. Just because oh. I don't, I didn't go to the arena crosses. I just, you know, we did the voiceover, so I was never there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really see him ever. And I saw him in Vegas. And oh no no no, I saw him in Reno also. I went to an amateur day on Reno, and he showed up there just to hang out on Sunday. So. Okay. Um, love the old stank dog. Yeah, and, um, yeah. it's good. Um, all right, BTO Sports.com. Oh, there it is. He hit you with that. He mm-hmm. hit you with that. Asked him not to, but yeah, that's what he does. Yep, it's pretty disrespectful over there, but yep. okay, it is. It really is. Absolutely, I agree. Um, exactly what he just said. BTO Sports.com. Tweet at Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTO Sports.com. the tweets of Travis. Whether you're uh, blasting a berm in a, on a dirt bike, riding around and driving around a UTV, road race, mountain bike, BTOsports.com has got you covered. they got what you need for your biker body. If you call and mention Pulpamex, they'll give you a discount on anything that they have. Or if you put in the notes section to apply a Pulpamex discount, they will do that as well. BTOsports.com, we love those guys. they got an amateur motocross team as well out there uh, hitting the tracks uh, across America. BTOsports.com. These are questions submitted to at Pulpamex Show on Twitter. And the guy in the corner there 
goes through them, looks at the best ones, and uh, asks myself and Daniel Blair uh, what we think. So without further ado, let's get that going. This one is from Scott McElroy. What do you think the chanceability of AC staying on Cowie his whole career is? Ooh, whole hmm. career. Well, he's got one year left contract-wise. I mean, not PC, even Jeff right? Ward did that. Not many people did that. Really? There's somebody. Who? I forget. There was somebody who did. I, I, RV? I, RV. Yeah, well, RV, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Yep. Waited till it was over and switched brands, went back to home. He said, well, um, what do you think? I, 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 I've said this on my 30%. show. I've said this on my show a bunch and I'll say it again here. I truly believe Cincerello is going to be way better on a 450 than a 250. Maybe. I think a lot of his mistakes and the silly things come from him overriding the bike. And I think talent wise, he's going to be an absolute freak show on a 450. And I, I don't, think, and it doesn't uh, matter what brand to me. I don't know. I think we see Joey Savacci on a 450 at the monster truck next year. And then in 2020, we see the 92 over there. That's my prediction. But I, I 30% for the whole career. I don't know. Okay. This one's from <clears throat> at Custom Bikes. Do you think Tomac should be worried about what Roxon will be able to do when he is closer to at 100%? Yes. Yeah, Roxon can, can run with Eli. He's shown that before. This one is from Todd Cooley, a fabled mechanics gangbang at Redbud in the late 90s. Steve, were you there? A former factory rider told me it happened, and I believe him. I'm not sure how to answer this. With the, with the truth? I was in a gangbang. Yeah, there we go. See? <laughs> it was not Redbud. It was Troy, Ohio. <laughs> I was not there. That's true, though. But there were many people who were that I do know who was there, and but I was not there. But it happened. I tend to think it did because uh, the stories are pretty graphic. You know what I mean? So like I don't you don't think, go that far into detail. Yeah, I don't think people are making this shit up. So, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. This one's from Shane Adams. Daniel, <clears throat> why are you not more like Steve? Speak your mind more like your brother, and stop yep. trying to be so politically yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah! Just because you're small, man up and tell it like it is. Yeah! Wow. Tell it like so it is. So does he want me to be more like Steve or like my brother? Because that is, they're not the same. Be more wow. like me. I mean, that's that's advice for anyone out there listening. <laughs> I mean, honestly. That's just like a duh, right? Yeah, like I'm incredible and I should be a life. <laughs> so he wants me to be more like my brother. If, if you life. only knew the things that my brother has said, it, there's no way. This guy obviously doesn't care about my career whatsoever. Wants me to get fired, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ride this thing out. I'm, a, I'm gonna be me. This is me. Sorry, you gotta, you gotta uh, be me. You gotta let you peacock fly. <laughs> this one's from Todd Krieg. I don't think people should be like me in the industry because a lot of people don't like me. You have of, to like a lot of important people. Mm, yeah, I think I think it takes a certain like like JT has come on. I think on the show privately he said it anyways. He's like, I could never do what you do because I like everyone to like me. Like JT doesn't like people not liking him. And I and I know he doesn't because he's pretty waffle. He 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 does play it pretty straight and narrow. He does he says he does not like that. See, I, I would find myself to be in the middle of that. Of yeah. You and him. Like I I want everyone to like me too, but I have to be 
honest because I just I know that people would see through if I wasn't honest about a guy. So I do it gently. Like I've I've been critical of guys before on either my show or on Race Day Live, but I do it carefully. Mm-hmm. And and I I like I said I feel like it's fair. If I went any further, I think it would be a little harsh. And if I went any lighter, people would be like, "Dude, you're just a kiss yeah. ass." So I I, well, I feel like I'm somewhere near the line where I need to be. But I don't. And again, this is maybe you know I'm I'm coming from my personal view. I don't feel like I'm out of line with any of my criticisms. It's not personal. I'm not saying hey. Uh, your chick sucks. Your 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 parents suck. I'm not. I'm not saying any of that. Well, you know? I, I haven't heard every word you've ever said, yeah. but I've I've found it to be pretty fair. Uh, I think so. What but, I've heard. So I. But but I but don't. It, but it is harsher. You're a little, you are harsher. Yeah, and I don't care if everybody likes me in the pits. Like I don't. Which is which. JT says I. I care. Like I've been in going the races since 1996. Like. I kind of like, eh, the people who don't like you, people who do. I've always been that way. So it's like, what are you going to do? And then for JT, though, he also has to worry about the brand that yeah. he works for. So he yeah. can't be out there. So, yeah. And I've, I, I'll give JT a lot of credit for the fact that I feel like he's been harsher to their guys than he's been to others. So I I, I think he yeah. does it fine. Yeah. I think you should be more like me, like I said. This one's from Todd Krieg. How can you explain to someone that doesn't follow the sport as closely as we do that James Stewart was suspended for from racing for 18 months for taking Adderall, but it's a well-known fact that Stank Dog is an avid user of the devil's lettuce, but is racing every weekend? He said he was eating more lettuce. But, I mean... <laughs> he said he's on a diet. The, the, <laughs> James was on a performance-enhancing drug. Adderall helps you Some people would track. argue that the devil's lettuce does as well. Well, I think it's been proven that it doesn't. I would so, think it wouldn't, but... <laughs> I mean, so people don't really care because it doesn't help you on the track. Adderall does. So. It's still banned. <laughs> From Tanner Hall. Blair, you once said on Main Event Moto, Shmena Shment Shmoto, yeah. that if More everyone like was on 125s, Stank Dog would top 10. Do you still believe that? Two years ago, when he was in shape somewhat and pulling that top 20. Yeah. I think, I think that year he could have been bubble top 10 guy. Now, no, I said he has, he hasn't been training. He hasn't been taking it too serious. He admitted that. So now, no, not even close. This is from GL's drunk thoughts. This race was the great depression of fantasy moto. Also, why is no one talking about stink dogs mid moto potty break last week? Do you see that? No. That was a hangtown, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think he pulled over midway through the moto and took a piss on the side of the track. Took a leak. <laughs> That's awesome. It couldn't be more fitting. Uh, this one's from Cole Hakama. Since Justin Hill is going through the motions back in 10th through 20th place in the 250 class, why wouldn't JGR put him on the 450 in motocross now and let him start adapting to the big bike? I couldn't imagine it would be more dangerous than riding mid-pack in the 250s. They have two 450 guys. That's what they want to do. I think Suzuki wanted a 250F program out there. They want 250Fs on the track. So that's the, that's the deal. That's the contract. Then. Right. That's I, it. I would think that would come from Suzuki. Suzuki yeah. probably wants him out there. Um, I would guess JGR would probably want to move him up, right? Man. I would. I would say, hey, let's, I, get, let's honestly, get a summer worth of prep to at least get some comfort. From talking to those guys, they are They're cool with it. Whatever. They are not putting too much stress into J- Justin Hill's outdoor finishes. Like they're like, yeah, cool, right on. <laughs> hey, would, right I, on, go give her. Go try. I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. either. But right. I, I, if it was me, I would 
try to find a way to get him on a 450 just to get some baseline stuff for next year? Because obviously they're all in on him next year, right? Yeah, That's, yeah they're in. They're all yep. in, and yep. after what we saw in Tampa, they should be. Um, I would use every opportunity to prep him for next year, but then again, there's there's benefits to riding a 250 also. I think one of the reasons why he was so good in Tampa on the 450 is because he was coming off a 250. Yeah, He's forced to keep momentum and forced to be aggressive, and then you get on a 450 where there's unlimited power. He was able to like back it off a bit and be very, very good. So well, I, I've always been surprised that more 450 guys don't actually train on a 250 just as a tool to keep your momentum up. I, 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 my best 450 results always came when I was on a 250 full time and then hopped on a 450 every time. So uh-huh. from Derek Akers for either Daniel or Mathis, do you see any similarities between the start of Cooper Webb's 450 career? And Trey Kennard's. Will Webb end up like Kennard with a short injury filled 450 career? Too soon to say. Yeah, and I I can't really compare the results because I don't remember all the way. And this might sound a little uh, uh, out there, but I feel like Cooper's career reminds me a lot of Ivan Tedesco's career. Two 250 championships and an outdoor championship, and then a 450 career that just never really got going and rode for the donations on a 450. I mean, I, I feel like there's more similarities with that one um, than Trey's. I, I really don't see that. Yeah. Much. yeah. This one is from Steel McHosepipe. Oh, stop it. <laughs> That's what it says. Steve, now the bromance is on with Barsha. Could you see yourself being invited to the Ossex Open as his man friend? Well, that's what the guy called in earlier. No, that uh, guy wanted to know about mechanics. Yeah, about I guess. man friend? Uh, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. I, I don't <laughs> you see guys that aren't that tight. No, we're not that tight. No. Okay. Um, this one's from Taylor D. No more kill McDick smoker questions. <laughs> well, assuming this is all the same guy. Uh, uh, Marks has this perverse thing with this guy. and uh, Yeah, what's going on, dude? <laughs> Uh, is it just Eli's I'm better than you attitude that allows him to keep pushing that late in Moto2? Are the top five not on very similar fitness levels? No, they're all fit, man. They're all gnarly. Um, yeah, just I Eli's would, faster. I, I would, Eli's faster. Yeah, and I would say circumstantial, too. I, I think Eli is approaching each race individually with what's thrown at him. And then unlike the rest of the guys who kind of try to, all right, let's survive the last few, he just doesn't do that. And I think... Maybe a little bit statement-ish there in the last few laps to try to like throw it in everyone's face a yeah. little. Yeah. But I don't think uh, it's like some master plan. I think he, it's just... Uh, he did a good job of it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> he did. This one is from Kilmick Stovepipe. There he is. Does Roxon snag a win by the end of the season? Yes. Yes. Well, you said 24 now? I'm being funny. He's not going to go 24 now. I told you I wouldn't put my money on it. Right. This one is from Ginger Vitus Rampant. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> If the merger were to happen, who would you, who would stay on as producer, Travis or Joe? Travis, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> there we go. We're already at a lot. Yeah, we're already at longer. See, guys, it's not gonna work. Yeah, it's not gonna work. This one's from Brett Clark. With Glenn Helen's behind the scene rules and on track issues, how long until it's replaced on the schedule with a track that's willing to listen to MX Sports? They've tried. They went to Elsinore. It sucked. Paula. They had problems with the promoter. Uh, what else was there? Like Elsinore, suck balls. Glenn Helen has the track and the hills, and they they have the upper hand. They know so. it. I got a question yeah. for you, Steve. Yes. So with Supercross, it's Feld and the stadiums. Yeah. And the stadiums don't have say. They're not. They're not yeah. involved. They rent whatever. With outdoor, what's the relationship like between MX Sports and the tracks? Are they like how does that even? Well, MX Sports itself rents and promotes. I think five of the twelve. 
Okay. So they're promoter and and sanctioning. Does that, and then, does and then that like, mean everything from yeah, everything. designing the track, yeah, building the track? Every, everything. And then you have Redbud, Richie Family, Martin's Own, Millville. Um, Hangtown is Hang, the Dirt Diggers. Hangtown's Dirt Diggers. Glen Helen is Glen Helen. So, so when those guys are in the equation, they're yeah. more involved. They have yeah, a say. they're more involved. They have a say. They, I, MX Sports works with them. Yeah, because I heard all this debate about the big jumps, and then I was like, I guess I was I'm just, I just didn't know. But I would think that MX Sports could just tell them what to do. No, no, no. Uh, okay. I would think so too, but no. This one is from Scott Clitheroe. New catchword from the riders: not ideal. Mathis, no grip, bag it. Well, it's not ideal. I'm he- I'm hearing a lot of it's not ideal. Like, oh, your 15 year old daughter is pregnant. Is she doing okay? Reply, it's not ideal. <laughs> I, I don't. I haven't picked this up. Uh, not ideal, but that's a good one. Yeah. Tom Townsend, who would win in a podcast team race? Mathis and Travis, or DB and producer Joe? Like dirt bikes? Yeah. Uh, you well, guys would. Blair has got everybody covered, right? The team race. Producer Joe yeah, but has I, never ridden a dirt bike. Oh, he's never ridden one? Or then, a bicycle. Then us, then us, yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Icaro Nascimento. Steve, why doesn't Swisscore have his own segment nobody, on the show? Nobody wants the Swisscore to talk about anything, ever. Isn't that common knowledge? Okay. He came here for a show one time, and he slept all the way through it in the bedroom. <laughs> Never came out of the bedroom. We thought he was dead. So that was that's Swiss Corps. Way to make a first impression. That's Swiss Corps Pulpomex show experience. Uh, this one's from Phil G. Explain to me why after the Supercross finale in Vegas, the manager for the AMA was completely unprofessional handling handing over those number one plates. He had to look down at AP's number one plate to see what coast he was in because he forgot. Painful to watch. I saw that. AMA, bro. AMA is never going to stop being AMA. AMA going to AMA. Yep. This one is from uh, Wanna Be McStovepipe. <laughs> stop it, dude. Stop it. <laughs> hey, if the question's good, let her rip. But if it's something ridiculous, <laughs> you need to block the dude. All right, we'll skip it. Oh, sorry, dude. Sorry, S- Wanna Be. Steve's already. Uh... <laughs> this one's from Quinn. Has Pookie recovered from Seth's visit? Would you let Seth kiss her as a welcome? <laughs> I would, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, he's know? coming around. Like, Look who's coming around. It's, it's. He said it was so weird two hours ago. I mean, now it's. Do, do I get to kiss Seth's chick? He doesn't have a chick. Which one? All right. Uh, yeah, Pookie didn't like his blonde on top of his head on his hair. Yeah, but that's coming back. He, he, I've seen R- a bunch Rarick, of it. Rarick says it's coming back. Yeah, I've seen so, a bunch of it. Yeah, so maybe that maybe that's it. Um, Daniel, do you like techno trance club music? Do you find it interesting or is it repetitive? I'd put my like of it at right around 0%. Sorry if that's a bummer, but not, not my thing. Right around 0%. Yeah, right there around 0 It's close, but yeah. Steve, why haven't you done a sound check with Travis? You? Yes. Not doing that. No, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody wants to hear about rap. Are you a rap guy? This guy does. Are you a rap guy? Yeah. Like old rap or like new rap? No, it's just garbage rap. Auto-tuned garbage rap. That's what he likes. I like both. I think he likes new and he's just trying to to act authentic over there. (laughs) Uh, This one's from Michael M. I'm hardcore. I'm a coder and I'm a hardcore rapper. (laughs) I code and then I'm I'm a gangster coder. All right. That's all for tweets. (laughs) I'm a gangster coder. (laughs) 
I just I don't understand. Wow, you that. bummed him out. Look at he just put the phone down. Just yeah, that's it. He, ruined his yeah, night, man. Yeah. Let me dig up some if we have some <laughs> ones that, one, good ones that he missed. Hey, I asked JT though. I'll ask you when when does Tomac lose? How long you think you you say no twenty four now? How many how many until the O is gone? Colorado. Week Morris. off, week off, high point, high point. He loses at high point. Two. Marv, that's, Marv. Your, that's your guy. Marv, Marv's good at high point. Yeah, I don't I can't know. believe you asked the gangbang question. <laughs> of course I'm going to ask the gangbang question. He was uh, zeroed in on it for an hour. I did. I've been <laughs> waiting all night for that question. He didn't, he didn't want to ask it first, though, to make it obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it was first on my list, but I skipped it. <laughs> yeah, I had to like, go back. Andres Papa said, Steve, I was disappointed when I realized that Hannah on V... Hannah and RV Pod was not both of them on the line at the same time. It was freaking awesome as always, though. Have you considered doing tandem different era legend pods? I'd like to do them, but try to get these guys scheduled. Yeah, good luck. Like, good luck. Hey, RV and Bob Hannah, can you both be free on a Tuesday afternoon? What did I text you after the Hannah interview? Do you remember? No. I, I don't remember the word for word, but I was all about it. I've, and then I saw oh, a thread I saw- on Vital, people like trashing him. Dude, you guys are you got I, at least in my opinion, I'm all on board with getting rid of 450s in Supercross. I think that'd be the best thing. Yeah, ever. Uh, in Supercross, they're too much bike. They really are. I, and I honestly think, go. I mean, let's go back way in time. I think when they made the displacement for the four stroke, because obviously they had to figure out how we're going to make this thing sort of equal. I think they screwed up at 450. It the bike oh, was too good dude, out of the gate. No, no, it was 550 at first. No way. Yes, it was 550 for a few years. The rule was 550 cc, and this, they just didn't do it. And KTM did a 520. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. I, I, and then they, Yamaha was like, "Ah, we think 400 is four, good." Yeah, 400. And uh, honestly, it could have been 350 or 400. The problem was the bike had way too much potential for no technology behind yeah, it yet. And now they're they're too, they they're gnarly. They're too much in Supercross. They're I think they're I think they're bad for injuries. I think they're bad for racing. And then uh, I'll let it AMA's go. I don't gonna, off, but AMA's going to AMA. Oh, look who's here! Finally, Pookie, put the headset on. Put the headset on. Right here. Yeah. So the Hannah interview. Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob's yeah, Bob's legit good. man. I love Bob Hannah. Pookie. Hello, hello. Congratulations on the Golden Knights, dude. <laughs> so awesome. It's, it's awesome. There were three wins away from the Stanley Cup. Yep. The Stanley Cup. The but what cup. if they win, though? Then you have, like, nothing to shoot for. Like Domination. You, you did it. <laughs> A dynasty. Man. Yeah, they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it. What do you think, Steve? I do, too. You think I they feel are? like people are... They're that good, huh? Yeah. All year long, dude, it's been just this crazy ride. And you told me, too, uh, earlier when I talked to you, the chemistry is just yeah. too good there, yeah. right? Yep. The GM I know there's some it. people that don't think that we deserve it and, you know, we haven't suffered long enough, but you know what? I'm not trying to hear that. I couldn't be happier. I'm so excited. I just believe that they're going to win it. And I think people are cheering them on. What a husband you have to take you to buy these tickets. <sighs> I'm so yeah. lucky. You guys should know how much he spent. Yeah. I know. I know. He never it's tells ridiculous. me. He'll only give me a window. I'll say, is it more or less than, you know, certain? You, you, don't, don't, you don't want to know. Here's the no. thing. If they, if we do this, and if they go on another Stanley Cup run next year, we're out. Oh, yeah. So, like, this, so a, you're riding a, this wave. This is a one in the lifetime. We're and just we're, all in on the first year, I guess. And we are not going on vacation in the off season. Like, that's done. Nope. And you're cool with that, Pookie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Totally. 
Uh, this is for a fly racing try pivot lever. Pull out a name. Fly I racing. love that every time I do the names, I always see so many of the same names. That means they listen and enter every week. Yeah. I love that. Yep. Well, congratulations to Curtis Nielsen. Curtis Nielsen. You win the fly racing try pivot lever thing. Job, Curtis. So Daniel Blair drew your name up. Wait a minute. Every single ticket says Curtis Nielsen. <laughs> Daniel, you told me to do that. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding, guys. Uh, um, so congratulations on your on your Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, we're going to do it. Marks the parade is, will be up the strip, and I will be there. Marks is wearing a hat. I mean, Marks knew nothing about hockey two months ago. That is I'm, not, not I'm trying not true. to shame the bandwagon. Or yeah, I was say, Fairweather fan. Well, you, come on. No, you didn't. You didn't really know hockey. I was hockey. there at the first preseason game, the first home game. Like, Yeah, I've your husband there. took you there. I've been there. What did you know about hockey? Tell you a little story. Back oh. when I was uh, not even in double digits age, my friend played hockey. Okay, here in Vegas. Here for yeah. the Las Vegas Outlaws. It was a youth team yeah. here. Okay. Um, played at Santa Fe. Uh, I always wanted to play because he was on the team. I thought it was awesome. I loved hockey. I thought it was cool. We'd go play roller hockey in his front yard. His dad painted a crease. We had a goal. We had like full goalie pads and mask and everything. And we played roller hockey out there. Um, and I wanted to join the team. And my parents wouldn't let me because they played on Sunday. Good Mormon family. They didn't want me to go on Sunday and oh, play. That's good. That's play. a lot more hockey than a lot of kids are exposed to. Play the game. So, okay. Instead of playing, I uh, got to play roller hockey with my friends, and uh, ever since then, you know, the Avalanche were my favorite team for a while. I was a big Patrick Waugh fan. Any other players that you're fans of on the Avalanche? Nah. Adam Banks. Just you know, just. <laughs> He Adam Banks from the Mighty too. Ducks. Yeah, he was sick. Uh, well, he was actually Sackick. from the Hawks. Sackick. Yeah. He became uh, first name? Joe. Good one. Yep. Anyone else? Nah. I liked Paul Correa for, for oh, a time. Okay. From the Ducks. Yeah. Former North Star. Um, He's not a former North Star. Yes, he is. Paul Correa, North Star? Yes. Minnesota. It was in the Mighty Ducks movie. Really? Oh, my God. And yeah. don't say I didn't know anything about hockey, because I remember coming in here one time, and there was a Forsberg on the TV, and I said... Is this Forsberg related to Peter? And you were impressed. I don't remember that. I'm not saying it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. So. Yes. I know a little bit about hockey. Well. The the Las Vegas Thunder used to be a team. We had the Wranglers. Marks is running a Vegas Golden Knights hat. I love it. He's representing. Contributing. A little respect, please. (laughs) Well, do you know what? Just a little. Do you know what today is in hockey reference, hockey history? No. 25 years ago. Tonight, the Leafs lost to the Kings in Game 7 in 93. Oh, I hate the Kings so bad. Gretzky? Yeah. In the cup final? To go to the I cup. I thought it was going to be something to go like, to the cup. like important. Just like the Jets. Yeah. Except they didn't make it to Game 7. Yeah. Damn, Steve. We're going to Washington for Game 6, everybody, too, by the way. If it goes 6, we're going to Washington, D.C. Yeah, and I don't want anybody screaming at me or telling me to shut up or anything, because... Ooh, you're going to get beat up. I will cut somebody. Oh, or if you're a little bitch. If anybody, if anybody in, She's going to get you beat up. If anybody in D.C. has got a line on tickets, hit me up. 
We need some tickets for Game Six in in uh, in the Verizon Center. Lower bowl only. Lower oh bowl only. Gosh. <laughs> so no vacation next year either. <laughs> All right, we're done with you. Okay. See you, Pookie. Bye. Yeah, Hobo Nick does not want to hear you on the show, so you. Might oh yeah. Oh, she forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Hobo Nick's Nick does not want to hear you. He's gonna be pissed that I said that. Sorry. Le- less Pookie, right? Yeah. That, was that the words? Yeah. More Pookie, the same Pookie, or less? Hobo said less. Wow. Uh, Daniel, you have a question for Daniel? Yeah, I'm a big fan of his and uh, kind of watched his career over the years. Sorry, I'm a little sick right now. And uh, it's getting choked up talking to Daniel. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, I know. It's kind of awkward. Uh, well, anyway, so his career seems like it's doing pretty good. And uh, he seems like he's going, going to possibly take over the you know main screen there. And essentially, I was hoping that he doesn't fall in line with Jeff Emig, and uh, not you know he he. I think Daniel Blair's success is his questions, and his questions are you know smart, clever, and, and informative. And uh, with success, people sometimes get nervous and they fall in line with the man. So Daniel, please don't fall in line. Don't do exactly what Emic's doing. Don't we fall don't in line with one. the man. <laughs> I'll I'll write that down and I'll. Uh... He, he does a great job whenever he's in the booth or down. I mean, down on the floor or whatever, and uh, he does a great job live announcing too, and all of that. Yeah, the worst thing we can have is a short Emic. <laughs> wow! Goodness gracious! Wow. Is this, Mag- is, this, is this McGrath? <laughs> thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, th- You're welcome. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> thanks, man. Right it. on. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Uh. All right, everybody. It's uh, It's been quite a show. Daniel Blair, thank you for coming in. Heck yeah. Have fun. Always fun. How many do I got to come to qualify for a puppy? Uh, Three? That's Marx's department. I'm not going to win. I'm just, look, I'm going to give it my all, but let's be clear. I How did you do last year? I think last. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh I don't boy. know. Well, Eddie Ray came in hot, and he didn't do so well either. He was coming in for a pulpy. Yeah, I, I'll I'll just I'll go for a podium. I'll take a podium. I think last year I missed a podium. Okay. I'll well, take it. Our, our pulpies are very nice awards. They're, they're, they're wanted by everyone across the, the world. Right, Mark? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right. Thanks to Stank Dog and uh, Troy Adamitis, Jeremy Martin, Justin Cooper. We got to break Cooper out of his shell. He was a little reserved. Is that the first time on the show? Yeah. Nah, he's fine. Give him yeah. a minute. He's just, he's he just, how do you not know kid? the Islanders? How do you not know the Islanders? Especially from being out there. Dude, they had a dynasty in the early I really 80s. Don't care. Now, I know that he wasn't born then, but you have to. It's not like Long Island is that big. Do you know what, though? I, Paul, John Tavares is one of the top five or six players in the league. Pull all the riders. The majority of them don't like other sports at yeah, all. That's so true. it's You're not right. like You're he right. hates hockey. I bet you he doesn't like right. any of it. Jordan Most Smith of likes other sports, and uh, Savachi does, and uh, AC's a big fan of everything. Yeah. Cole Seeley, no. Christian Craig, no. Roxon, when I when Germany beat Canada, I sent Roxon a screenshot and said, fuck you. And then he was like, yeah, that's German power, but he didn't really know anything Whoa. about it, so. Yeah, um, <laughs> you need to be careful with yeah. that. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Swisscore, Moser, Pookie, everybody. Thank you for listening. Appreciate. It. Thanks to our sponsors. I just named them all off like five minutes ago, so I don't need to do that again. Sponsor deals on PulpMexShow.com. We'll get you the codes. 
Thanks for sticking around for the Tuesday show, everybody. Go Knights go. And we will see everybody next Monday. You're bringing the ruckus to that ish. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.